Supercross playing on the VCR. And now, introducing your hosts, Steve Mathis and the OG K-Dub, Kenny Watson. I like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Testing, testing, testing. Check, check, check. You are live on the air at Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOsports.com. Roaring back after a week off. Thanks, everybody, for listening. I'm your host, Steve Mathis. With me, as usual, is the man, the myth, the legend, the one who was early tonight, Kenny Watson. K-Dub, what's up? Just getting ready to do it. Let's get her started. God, you were early tonight. Don't don't think I really wanted to get here early, but... What uh, happened? Uh, what I had happened? Not, I, you I, were I, half, I, uh, 35 I, minutes early. I misjudged my day by 35 minutes. Oh, let me tell you. <laughs> wow. I came up a little bit short on in a meeting, so I said I could either, like... Yeah. Go, to, go to the park and look at the dogs or come over or here. Or Hart's going to make me work more. Yeah, but, no. yeah. He, he works me enough, so uh, let's do it. All right. Hey, thank you, everybody, for listening. We're, we got a really great show tonight. You're going to be able to call in and talk to our guests, Chad Reed, Steve Cox, uh, Andrew Short, um, among others, and who knows what could else could happen on this show. We never know. And the man taking your phone calls and the man running the boards and the man, the real rock behind this show. The real anchor of the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. Me? Kenny Watson. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Is uh, none other than Tits Legendary. Tits, what's up? Hello. What are you doing? That's what I'm talking about! Yeah, Tits. Yeah, Tits. He's on the phone. He's on the phone. He's playing a Yeah, fast. coffee! Did you figure that out? You're so domestic. Mathis, your wife, is the most domestic woman I've... Hey, when was the last time you made Steve dinner? I have no idea. No idea what? Six months? You make some awesome coffee, though. Hey, she screwed up the first pot. Dude, her ass is looking good tonight, Mathis. <laughs> so I can hit that wow. later. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> hit that later. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, hey, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, BTOsports.com, X-Brand Goggles, JGRMX, FMF Racing, AGV Helmets, Works Connection, Vivint Home Automation, Tech One Designs, Fly Racing, Kicker. All on board with us, Kenny. And those Living guys, loud. And those guys are doing good. Tonight we got some giveaways, too. Wow. And we were going to talk about this before the show, but you were on the phone. What, I didn't have enough time. Larry didn't get Brooks here. called me. Oh, Larry Brooks. You were on the phone. What did Larry Brooks want? Tits was doing something. We got a giveaway. Some kicker headphones, in-ear, uh, yeah. cool-ass kicker headphones. And then we have Rockform iPhone 4 Pulpamex cases. How many people have iPhone 4s? A lot. Oh, really? But nobody in this room. Let me ask you a question. When you have an iPhone and they come out with a new one every year, do you upgrade automatically? or do uh, You'd you have to ask that man over there. Uh, well, this guy can't even pay attention, so he can't afford to buy one. <laughs> yeah, good point. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what you do. What do you do, anyway, Tits? Uh, usually, I used to get them every year, but I actually didn't get the iPhone 4. What's oh. the difference between the iPhone 4 and the iPhone 3? The iPhone 4 has a different shape. 
has uh, FaceTime. Better screen resolution. Anyways, listen. Can you Skype on it and stuff? Like, you, you, could, could, you could call your chick and look at her? Yeah, you can yeah, actually. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. I might yeah. have to get one That'd of those. something for you. For the ladies. These kids headphones check out my, will work with your iPhone, too. Maybe you can check out my wife's ass with your iPhone 4. Dude, as long as she's naked, <laughs> yeah. I'd love to look at that That's ass. what I'm talking about. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about my wife. Maybe you should hit it once in a while so she doesn't have to ask me what's going on. Uncle Jonathan's corncob pipe. Uh, hey, uh, uh, so what are we going to do to give these away, though? Seriously, how are we going to give away iPhone 4 rock form cases? And these kicker headphones. What do you want to do? I don't. I, we didn't even talk about it. Uh, I don't know. What do you want to do? What do you want to do? do? I don't know nothing about the iPhone four, but I'm stoked that we have them to give away to the listeners. Well, Tits is the Apple guy, so Tits, you just want to pick some random dudes. I we saw how well that went last time. If you're just leaving it up to me, just to remember throughout the show, just to yeah, this some is way too dude. difficult for Tits. Let's leave him out of this. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we'll figure it out as we go, and maybe I'll we'll make some judgments. And same with the kicker headphones. You make some judgment calls. Judgment calls on on callers. Uh, uh, this is going to be one. This is going to be. You got to have an iPhone four. They're inscribed suite with uh, pulpamex.com. Inscribed. In, in pulpamex. Inscribe. You can order them from rockform.com. In the comment section, put pulpamex edition. All different colors, aluminum cases, sweet. Thank you to Rockform and Jeremy Albrecht for hooking that up. Um, you want to get our first guest on the line right away? Sure before can. Before we get too far into this? Yeah. Uh, don't forget our show. You can get it on um, iTunes. You can get it on, on the archives tonight. Our iTunes, maybe tonight, maybe tomorrow morning. And Stitcher.com, a nice way to listen to the phone or listen to the show anytime that uh, you want. And we're doing good on Stitcher, Kenny. I don't know if you're aware of that. but What's we're, Stitcher? We're generally ranked in their top five ESP among the ESPN shows. What's Stitcher? It's an app for your phone, and it uh, plays the show through your phone. So you can uh, put headphones on and listen to it. I never listen to the show. I listen to it live. You, I do it live, and that's about as far as we go. You did listen to the show that you weren't on, though. The, the um, yeah, fan did. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how bored I was. I don't know. Hey, I met Mark Regal this weekend. Guy's a treat. Dude, he is out there, but, but he was cool. What do you mean out there? No, uh, he's a treat, he, dude. Hey, he's out there, but... I said to him, I said, hey, we, um, we uh, play your sound drops on the show. And he was like, I don't even care. Where's Area Code 204? 204? Yeah. That's uh, Canada. Where? What, what, well, Manitoba, where I'm from. Okay. Why? Well, someone said, hey, I'm a, hit me up. I'm in the 204. Steve's hometown. Manitoba. Who, who's going to hit her? That person wants you to hit them up? I don't know. I, don't, I ain't hitting nobody up. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I ain't hitting nobody up. Hey, did you have a nice off weekend? Uh, from the show? Yeah, that was all right. What'd you do? Were you here in Vegas? Did you go anywhere? Last. Well, that was last Monday. Yeah. No, I was in town. Oh, okay. Wait, right. was I in town? Yeah, I was in town. Oh, okay. All right. I didn't do How's much. X Games preparations coming for the Hart and Huntington Solid. Dodge Motorsports team? Solid. All right, hold on. Solid. Ready, ready to go and uh, get it over with. But you do. Hey. we do have breaking news in the fact Chris Bose is yeah. out of step-up. He is out of step-up. He, uh, Bummer. Hurt, he hurt his ankle, and uh, he, he probably could do it if he had to do it, but he wants to uh, – he doesn't want to hurt himself anymore, and he wants to get ready for the, the Monster Cup, and oh. – He's going over to Australia and right for the Hart and Huntington Kawasaki team in Australia that is sponsored by Aaron Style. Aaron Style is the Hart and Huntington um, distributor in Australia, and they have uh -huh. a Supercross team now. They're starting this oh, year. Yeah? So he's so into that series? Los is going to go ride the whole series. He's going to be in Australia for the full what five about, weeks. What about his contract for next year? Like, if you guys don't hire him back, he's going to need a deal, and, and yeah. it doesn't matter? Or? Yes. Well, right now, we it's kind of up in the air what we're going to do with Chris. Um, he knows. Um I talked to him weekly about it, and okay. 
You know, you guys I, look like you had a little Twitter beef going on. Me and Bluss? Yeah. No. Was it, that wasn't between me and Bluss. It was between me and one of my oh. other friends. Okay. What's going on with Cox? Uh, Cox. Uh, I tried calling and uh, didn't work. And then oh. I got some other calls, so I'll give it another shot. You know what's funny? What? About Cox's We want to get bring Cox on real quick to talk about his, uh, his donation. Yeah. Hey, Tedesco goes to me one day. We're at my house, and we're just sitting there. And he looks at me, and, and uh, I'm not paying attention to the TV. The TV's on. And he looks at me, and he goes, do you like Cox? And I'm like, <laughs> what are you talking about? He uh-huh. goes, do you like Cox? And I'm like, what do you mean do I like Cox? Yeah, you're like, I, I go, like, Steve Cox? He goes, no, Cox. And I'm like, <laughs> like a penis cock? And he just started laughing. He goes, no, Cox Cable. <laughs> I'm like, where did you come up with that? He goes, that was a commercial. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so every time we go out now, it's a little joke between them. He tells people, oh, my friend here, he loves Cox. That Cox Cable. Wow, and then you guys go and play video games later? You're a bunch of 15-year-olds? No, we don't play video games. Hey, Sinjin. Hey, what's going on? What's up, bud? Sweetest hey, caller first ever. Of all, did you see that picture I posted last night? Yeah, I, I was grossed out. I was really grossed out. Oh, God. Yeah, I, mean, that was, I literally got home and just laid that out. Did you, did you put Kenny on that or no? Did I put Kenny on what? On that tweet. No, I didn't. And oh. I deleted it just because I didn't want too many people to see it. See it so that I just deleted disgusting. it. disgusting. He... He tweeted a photo of his toilet. What happens after you eat Subway? It was not good. <laughs> yeah, Kenny just Kenny just gave you a disapproving look. Because <laughs> uh, obviously, because I'm I'm not I'm not into the that what comes out of the bottom. I will not eat cat poop. Exactly. Okay, and uh, oh, okay. I have a question. And first of all, everyone needs to follow that top Jimmy thing. You saw that, right? Yeah, you made a you made a Facebook page for Top yeah, Jimmy. Yeah, yeah, I just made it like a minute ago, but everyone should follow it. Okay, I retweeted then, it, but yeah, calm down. All uh, right, and then the other thing was, uh, oh, uh, I thought about this the other day. You know, like SMF has that power drink now. Do you think that, uh, like, because I know a few uh, teams, their like energy drink contract is done. Do you think SMF will power sponsor any of them? Like, instead of Rockstar, Makita, Suzuki, will be like uh, SMF. Yeah, I know they gave Moto Concepts some extra money to be an FMF mm-hmm. beverage team. So and you can I mean, count out. You could definitely count out Suzuki there because they're Yoshimura. I, I'm just giving an example. Well, so yeah. am I. I'm giving you an example. And too. I think, and I think next year, from what I hear, Pro Circuit Pipes will be back on Factory Kawasaki. So, how did you, oh, really? you hear that? I got my sources. All right, and what do I have to do to win those kicker headphones? Wah, wah, I'll do wah. anything for those things. I don't know. <laughs> I'm getting a little already carried away with the sound drops. <laughs> what, Sinjin? I'll do headphones. anything for those kicker headphones. Yeah, you already lost out. Some other dude wants them yeah, first. fuck you. Fuck you. All right. Sinjin, taking defeat well. Bob, you there? Yeah, what's going on, Indiana? Here. Hey, what's up, Bob? Thanks for calling, bud. You uh, you want those kicker headphones? Yeah, I do, and I have a really good qualification for why I want them. Okay. I, now, are you are you an audio buff, from car audio buff from the 90s? Am I? Shit. Yeah. Do, do I like chocolate <laughs> pie? <laughs> okay, here you go. Here you go. I had a 92. It was a late model 91 Z28. Yeah. a competition system that I competed one time to show off that a shop couldn't do any better than me. And I did kicker sound system throughout with Fosgate amps and all the, su- the subs, the speakers, everything was kicker. And the subs, get this. Now, if you're true, tell me, what did the subs look like? Back in the early '90s, dude, come on! I don't know. <laughs> oh, I thought you were like, up dude. There we're on. we're a motocross. If you want to talk about what the bikes I look understand. 
but hey, you're, you're giving away kicker on a motocross show, so I thought maybe you'd know. Well, I, I do you have know? a kicker sub in my van right now. I have a 12-inch okay. uh, hypo, hyper, hyperbaric, what do they call it? Uh, hyperbaric chamber? No, not hyperbaric <laughs> chamber. Uh, <laughs> that, was the, that was the actual chamber, um, yeah. Uh, I don't know what it was called, but I have a the 12-inch uh, square kicker. Solabaric. Solabaric, thank you. Thank you. Yep, and yep. so we are kicker twice, We are kicker fans. The, here you go. Half the space, twice the base of Solabaric. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Dude, you are oh the freaking winner, dude. you dude. are. You deserve these hey, Let me give you the number to Jason Jones, dude. I think he has a new, <laughs> uh, a new guy there. Awesome. Here you go. Here you go. I have two 12-inch, 8-ohm competition, gold letter, raised dome kickers still. And that's like old school. I'm talking blah, blah, blah. old, old school. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> hey, no, Jim. Uh, uh, Bob, you win. Yeah, I'm glad hey, we didn't cool. give these a Singin. I'm yeah. glad. I'm glad. Bob, email Bob. Yeah, he, he was like cursing you already. <laughs> yeah, that's Singin. That, that's, yeah, that's typical. Hey, um, we're going to get Tits to get your address here. Yeah, we're going to try this, Tits. Okay. Please. Give it a shot. Okay, he's, he's hold on t- one second. T- we're going to try something here. Because Tits is going to take your address. We've hold had on. a problem here. Okay, try it, Tits, to pick him up, and we're going to see how this works. We're live on the air. We're going to work through this. Am I going to press the uh, just Try to get, press the line Try to push button. your line. Yeah, we pick the phone up first? I don't know. Try anything you want, but he's on my hold, so he ain't going to. He ain't gonna. Hello? He's Hello? not there? Hello? Okay, put the, hang the phone up, and then push him. Oh, wait. You see he's lit up on your bottom. I know. So is he? Sorry, people. We're, we're, we're technical difficulties. All right. Hey. Oh, we hung up on him. He's probably calling back. If he calls back, get him. You know what his voice sounds like. Open mic show. Who's this? You're, you're on the mic right now. Yeah, he, he's on the line. We're, okay. we're good to go. All right, we're good to go. Trying to work through our systems here. Every Dude, we week, are killing Every it. week we try to test them out, and then I forget, and then it never works out. So, um... This guy deserved the headphones. Do you think Bob has an iPod yet, or is he still cranking? The, <laughs> he still thinks he's cranking a cassette player. Because did they have hey. cassette? No, they didn't have CDs in the early '90s. They still had cassettes. No, they had CDs. They did. No, my dad had the first CD in like '89, uh, '88. He had an Alpine CD player for his van. He's like the first guy like in the what world. What was the first CD he bought? Super Tramp. Super Tramp. Breakfast in America or something. How do you know that? Because my dad is the same <laughs> way. <laughs> hey, let's get to our first guest uh, right off the bat. We got Chad Reed coming on, Andrew Short. But for right now, let's go to a man that. Uh, Came through big time this week. Steve Cox, what's up? Hey, fellas, how you doing? Hey, yeah. what's going on? Hey, um, Cox, you're a, you're a gentleman and a scholar, but I still think you're a douchebag. But way to come, way to come around and live up to your end of the bet. For people who don't know, for people who don't know, um, nice phone connection too, by the way, Cox. I don't know exactly where you are. Maybe, Maybe you should have kept the thousand bucks and got a better phone. Yeah, you trapped in a well right now. No, I'm just driving my truck. Okay, well, for people who don't know, Cox and Kenny had a bet. Uh, Cox said that Christophe Purcell would make win a moto by the halfway point of the series. We all know how that went. It blew up in his face. So Cox owed Kenny $1,000. And at, at round seven, one race past the halfway, even though we knew it wasn't going to happen, Cox was holding Kenny to the rules. Cox, uh, in Kenny's name, Cox donated 500 each to Jimmy Albertson this weekend and to Matt Lemoyne. $500 cash. I Twittered it on the weekend, so check my Twitter if you want to see photos of it. We'll have some more up. But uh, those guys were pretty pumped, huh, Cox? Yeah, dude, they were stoked. I would be too, man. 500 free bucks. Pretty good. Yeah, they seemed uh, – Jimmy Albertson seemed a little almost extremely too happy. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I, I think I suggested that he uh, 
don't try and spend it all on one hooker in front of his mom or something. Yeah, yeah. Realize. Yeah, that didn't go over so well. But besides that, uh, no, it was cool for you to pay up, dude. Seriously, I think uh, you weren't listening to the show, but I, I might have said a few times there's no way I don't think Cox is paying up that bet because a thousand bucks is a thousand bucks. But the thing is, is I've never welched on a bet, dude. And, and for, uh, I mean, when I bet a thousand bucks, I really meant a thousand bucks. And, and Kenny, I understand there's a dude that you bet a 500 bucks for last year. Uh, yeah, I can't find, I can't find the guy. I'll pay him. He, dude, he was supposed. To, I, dude, I told him I'd pay for him to come to a race. I told him all kinds of crap. You I did. never, yeah, you did. And I never, the guy never stepped up and came to me. I don't know how to get a hold of the guy. I'm, I'm, all right. I'm fair enough. Hey, fair you, enough. let me tell you something. I just don't dude. think you guys had anything to really go off of to judge whether or not I would pay, and it's kind of fucked up for you to start out saying I wouldn't. I well, don't think Kenny did. I think I did. I didn't. Cox, I, I didn't. I mean, Cox, Ken, I never. I never. Co- took that away don't get us wrong, Cox. Kenny called you a lot of names, but he never said you weren't going to pay up. Yeah, well, whatever. I hey, did. I was I was to the point where I was saying, hey, I wanted you to donate it to Dan Dunes. It was <laughs> oh, it. that would have been awesome. <laughs> you should have done that. Horrible. Would you have done that, Cox? Well, I would have. I would have given it to Kenny and let him give it to Dan Dunes. <laughs> I, I was going to say, if you want, you can just book in some flights on your credit card. <laughs> Hey, Cox has to put Dan Dunes up at a race. Yeah, <laughs> Fly you have to stay with him. <laughs> <laughs> Take him to the race. Yeah. That would be a safe way to pay because he probably wouldn't show up anyway. I wouldn't have to end up sending the money. Oh, yeah, you're probably right. Ouch. I was going to let you out if I was going to say, all right, for he has to, you have to fly with you, he has to get in the rental car with you, and he has to go to the track with you, and he has to stay in the same hotel room, and you wouldn't have to pay. Yeah, that, that would have been probably the, the worst burn you could have done, I guess. Right. So. Thanks for not doing that. No, uh, uh, you, you, we let you off easy, bud. Yeah. Um, so yeah, thanks, thanks for doing that, bud. It was cool. It was, it was a uh, good of you to do. A couple guys got some five hundred bucks, and Lemoyne needs it right now. He's struggling. I think he's got some DNFs going on and uh, some crashes. And so, I guess Jimmy Alberts is not going to Washougal, so he he could use the money too. So no matter which way you look at it, it was it was a win win. No, for sure, and, and I'm I'm glad that it went. You know, to people who could really use it, I know that I would have donated it had I wanted because I know, you know, I I don't need some extra money, and I don't think Kenny needs it either. He's doing fine, so it, but those guys definitely do. You know, they're trying to make something happen, and um, I mean, it's just it's a better way to do it. So it was a nice call on Kenny's part, and it's a good pick on a couple of guys too who are let's you know, legitimately, legitimately fast and contending for something. You know, let's ask you this: um, uh, your your the bet was on Purcell. Did you at at okay at Hangtown? Did you still have faith? Were you okay with the performance at Hangtown? You still had faith? Yeah, I think I had faith all the way even past Texas because um, even at Texas he showed speed. It right, was just right. like something else was going weird, you know. But like his speed was fine. So, and, uh, so at that so point, like, oh, you, yeah. you know, he can go like he can ride fast, and then yeah, dude. I, I mean, honestly, I guess I was betting on the poor self from the last two years showing up. You know, not whatever that was this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't expect that. That's for sure. Yeah, no, absolutely, it, it, it didn't go well. I mean, I, I, and also when he went home, I was like, this guy. I didn't think you were going to pay because you hadn't paid yet. But rules are rules, and Cox sucked to round seven. So yeah, <laughs> after a long why wouldn't I? Hey, how do you feel? How do you feel about what he's doing right now? Like you know, not racing, and you know, what are you? What's your thoughts on that? Dude, he's a, he's doing a number on his own reputation right now, and and. Uh, I mean, I think everybody loves how good he is on a bike and all that stuff, but there aren't a lot of people that have a lot of patience, especially in an economy like this, to be hiring a guy that, you know, 
isn't even going to put in the effort that everybody else on the team's putting in. You know? Yeah, you know what's so. crazy is like, you know, we're we're this is negotiation time, and like I've talked to a, like you know a, a handful of teams about riders, and you know everyone I bring up that guy's name, they're like, dude, I wouldn't touch that guy. Yeah, yeah, so, and it's crazy because he's so fast. And dude, he's it's so crazy. Talented. I know, I know. Yeah, I mean, dude. I know one team that might work with him, and that's Factory or Moto Concepts. <laughs> the only the only ride I see him getting is he starts to he stick with the GPS next year. Mitch brings him over for 450 Supercross on a side. Deal. I don't think so. That's the only thing I can see. I don't happening. think I don't think Mitch is too pumped on him yet or right now either. Yeah, because he wasn't too pumped when he did when he went when he rode when he went to that team. I guess Mitch was having trouble getting his bikes back. Even he had to go send in the cavalry. Yep. To get the bikes really? back. Yeah. I don't know. Purcell wasn't getting on it, and Mitch was getting a little bummed that, you know, he wasn't getting the bikes back, so he had to go send in Pernard to go get the bikes. Eric, Eric Pernard. Oh, I, thought he, I thought it was like Dog the Bounty Hunter or something like no, that. No, no, uh, yeah, no. Just by cavalry, I mean uh, a small Frenchman named Eric Bernard. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to Lomol in two weeks, and I asked Mitch if he could ask Kristoff if, if I could do an interview with him. On Saturday, sometime before or after practice, because I mean, obviously, I've, obviously, he probably won't give you an interview. Well, I mean, we've been. I, I don't. I think he needs to tell. You know, I think he should tell a side. Or, or he ain't gonna tell you shit. Okay, well, I'm just. Alpha. If I was him, I wouldn't, and I would just let my ta- my writing speak for itself. And if I did <laughs> shitty or I not speaking for out, itself, yeah, I would just well, yeah. pack up and bail. I wouldn't even say nothing. You have to ride though in order for your writing to speak for you. I, I agree. I yeah. agree. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right, Cox. Well, hey, man, thank you for coming on, and thanks again for paying up on that bet. I wanted to get you on here, um, a class thing to do, and, and you helped out a couple of good guys, so that's cool. Kenny would like to know if you like any other bets. Oh, gone. Steve Cox, gone. Perfect. Hung up. You just saved me some money. <laughs> nice way of ending Because I usually lose bets. <laughs> oh, do you? Yeah. Oh, so know. this one was rare? No, but this oh. was a no-brainer. Oh, yeah. No, you're absolutely right. It was. Uh, we're going to have Chad Reed on here in uh, just a little bit of time. Kenny... Uh, back to X Games, blows out of step up. Correct. What's going on? Uh, he, you got a fill in? Uh, well, it's not up to me. They X Games, uh, they have alternates, and I think the other alternate's going to be an H and H guy who's Mike Mason. He's a freestyle rider already, so hopefully. Do you know who's in that? Who who who's in this? Yeah, up? I think it's Renard, Renard, uh, Tommy Clowers, uh, Matt Biden. But I heard he might have got hurt. MC out, RC MC, not, no, none of those, none of those race guys. guys. Bloss was the only race guy. Right. So I, I know. They need to change that event up. My, it was Miles, Miles Richmond. Yeah. Todd Potter. Um, yeah, that's about it. General? No. No. They need to change that event up, though. Like, the way they do it. it the, the event itself is cool, but doing the whole thing and dropping from the sky. Yeah, they, no, they, like, they, they, they raise the landing. Oh, they raise okay. the landing. Yeah, yeah, you're going over the bar, then the landing's high too. Right, it needs to be. Yeah, so I think they what they what I suggest is they do different levels for step up. You know what I mean? Like if you're going to jump thirty, your landing you're only going to fall ten. You know what I mean? Right. Instead of going forty but, down. But then, so that would take time to stop the competition. Well, not if you build it into like a you know like a step up type of deal. Oh, and you move the the bar. Yeah, closer exactly. to yeah. Okay. Right. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, they're supposedly doing some stuff. So, wow. I mean, but you, everyone has to remember, dude, even myself, dude, X Games is, is ESPN and it's TV. It's yeah. TV. And they, I mean, and the, the bottom line is they don't give a rat's ass about the athlete. They, <laughs> they say they do. That kid last year, he never even hit the ramp in practice to do the front flip. And they knew he was going to grenade himself. And they yeah. said, go. 
Why didn't he hit the ramp in practice? He was scared. Oh. He couldn't do it. And then all of a sudden, he's standing there on live TV, 90 million people watching him, and they give him go, go time, go time, go time. So he goes for it, and he grenades his brains out. That's awesome TV. <laughs> I just want to say, tits, to you too. Yes. Our X Games show last year. <laughs> I think I was proven right. I think I was proven right. It doesn't do shit. Yep. It's not. It's gone. The Supercross is gone. Kenny, as Kenny was telling us, it was run like a clown show. Enduro Cross is taking its place. Um, none of those guys are getting rich from the X. Like they're not. You're not going to see. You know, Josh Strang with with. Why didn't you get anybody in the X and the Enduro Cross? I just thought of that. I did. I had. I had. I was going to bring Josh Demuth out oh, of yeah, retirement, yeah. but they want him to be an alternate. Um, and I wasn't okay with him being an alternate because we were going to have to do some testing and fly him back and yeah, forth. Yeah, yeah. And they said, oh, he has to be, he has to be, he has to be. And I'm like, well, he's out there. Yeah, and then yeah. they called me like a, like a week ago and said, oh, so-and-so isn't coming. He's in. And I'm like, no, he's not. And he's yeah, out yeah. because we're not paying for him to do that. It's just too much expenses. Right. And I, I guess now he wants to do it on his own, and I, I don't really have the funding to help him do it. So oh, yeah. I, um, I don't know. I, I think the sheriff should just stay home and get ready for Arena Cross. Just sh- stay home and keep banging hot chicks. Oh, he's with his chick, dude. Yeah, she's, I'm sure she's hot. He's the same chick he always has, the sister of the twins. Oh, he is? Yeah. Huh. What's the deal with those twins? Uh, I, I don't know. They're funny little girls to me. They're cool. I don't know. Okay. All right. My daughter, she probably banged a few, but not everybody at least. Um, Have you seen the daughter? Have you seen yeah. her? Yeah. She's cute. She's a cute girl. Regal's daughter. Yeah. Not twins' daughter. Yeah. No, Regal, yeah. Regal's um, daughter. She's a cute girl. Uh, so I just want to say I was right. X Games, overrated. Not uh, Pulls in great TV numbers and all that, but it doesn't translate to increased exposure. You know how? You know how? Another reason I know why? Not one team or rider I've spoken to is like, oh, man, no X Games Supercross this year. Oh, dude, bummer. We benefited so greatly from that last year. Not one person. Yeah, well, you so, can look at it. I mean, the X Games, they they don't have a venue to have the race in, first of all. And they're, I mean, to go rent the Coliseum for that, they're not going to do that. You know, for, for rally, I don't know. Yeah. It's, Are they having a rally again? Yeah. Home Depot Center, though? They're doing it in the streets of L.A. Oh, they're yeah? They're going to call it uh, Rally Cross, where they're going to build ramps and yeah, whatever. whatever. It's basically like, hey, Travis, what do you want to do? Pretty much. Like, <laughs> is there anything? Is, 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 he, is Travis going to ride bikes? Do you know? Yeah, he's doing freestyle. He is going to do freestyle? Not the... Not the the course or best trick? Or, He's or? doing the course. Oh, okay. Freestyle course. And they're doing that inside. So uh, it's everything's inside Staples Center. Every motocross event. Like even the chicks are riding inside. The chicks are racing still. They're going to race on Enduro the speed. Endurocross, yeah. No, no, no. Speed style course. No, no. Endurocross. Both. No, it's chicks. It's chicks. Uh, Both. I don't think so. So you're telling me Ashley Follick is going to ride Endurocross? Yeah. Not from the schedule I have. Hey. Oh, hang up, hang up on that, uh, uh, tits. Hang up on on him for a second. Let's get to the bottom of this. What are you calling? I'm gonna call the re- the X Games researcher. Okay. Do you do you want to prove me wrong? I'm trying to right now. Okay. I'm trying to. My middle name is Extreme, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna blow you out of the water again. Probably talking to Davies Coombs or something, or Jeff Hemmick. Davies Coombs? Dude, I, I want to talk to him because he needs to fix his hair on TV. He looks like fucking 
Bobby Brady. <laughs> Did you see him? You talking about Weege? Yeah. Yeah. Bobby he, Brady. Yeah. You know how they have the player yeah, card in the middle? Just surprised you pulled that out of nowhere. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's not bad. He's not answering, dude. You've reached Jason Wygant. So. What's he's, his he's he's the one doing all the work for it. So I just really wanted to. I I I I have it. I have I have the schedule, dude. We'll get to the bottom of this right here on live radio. Someone told me that you can hear the numbers by the 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 rings. Yep. People, if they really want to, they could figure out what number that was. Hey, you know, know what? You know what? Our right. listeners will never figure that out. So don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. You think Sinjin's gonna? Do you want to make a bet? You want to make a hundred dollar bet with me right now? Let's bet a hundred bucks. No. Come on. Come on. I'll donate the money to to Jimmy Albertson. <laughs> Who cares? I'm wrong. Okay. All right. Okay, let's I'll let's move wrong. on. Let's get that uh, next guest. There's on the no line way now. Sarah Price. No, and, they're and doing enduro cross. It's women's enduro cross. I just talked to the guy this weekend about it. So you're telling me that, that there's no motocross? No. You are wrong. No. You are wrong. Put your money where your mouth is. Put your money where your Why mouth is. Why can't is the X game? Put your researcher. money where your mouth is instead of just being a douchebag. Put your money where your mouth is. Well, how do we figure it out? We'll wait, we'll wait for weeks. We'll wait for fucking weeks. His name's Weege, not Weegs. We'll, we'll wait for Timmy Jason. Wygant is Weegs. We'll, we'll, wait, we'll wait for fucking Jason Brady. Wygant. B- Bobby Brady. Bobby Brady. <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't know, man. I don't, I, I don't know. I, I, we'll see, I guess. I'm in a glass case of emotion. <laughs> wow, you, where'd you, you're all full of these things. Dude, I know, right? Hey, what are you doing? What am I doing? Yeah. I was calling Reed. Well, what happened? He said he wants to call back on a landline, so he's just going to call back the number. Did you tell him absolutely not? Tits, you got to be firmer with these dudes. <laughs> you got to tell them. <laughs> Say, absolutely not. We're doing this right now. He's supposed to call back. All right. Did any of these callers so far win the Rock Form case? No. We've, o- we've, o- we've only had two callers, and you already gave prizes to one of them. <laughs> No, that dude deserved it. I say we give K- one. I, Indiana, I, 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 I didn't say he Indiana didn't. Bob deserved I it. I say we got to give one to Sinjin, just the case, because he needs to represent. That's he, that. He got to have an iPhone four. Yeah, he probably has one that like. Dude, he don't have an iPhone. He has a rotary a flip phone, Nokia or something. Yeah, no. I don't even think he has a cell phone. He probably has a rotary still with a dial. Remember when you were a kid <laughs> dialing the phone with a pencil hanging on the wall, and you had the cord that was like thirty <laughs> feet long. Do you remember just you had to like. You had to, if you were making a phone call, you had to sit on a stool by the phone. Yeah. Like that was. <laughs> and you're in the cord in the kitchen was like from here to, to Kentucky. Yeah. No, I know. I know. Exactly. Right. Um, I got a text right now. The girls are going to race the speed and style course at the X Games. Oh. Good thing I didn't bet, buddy. Oh, you doubted me once again. I can't again. believe Wygant never mentioned this to me. Dude, I don't even want to talk to you about this, dude. You're a fucking idiot sometimes. Oh, okay. All I right. just can't. You just don't believe when I say that. You have to. De- every time you, every time you think I'm wrong, you gotta fucking I roomed, debate me. I roomed with the X Games stat dude, you researcher. Had, well, if you pulled your head out of his ass and listened to him, I did. I did listen to dude, him. You he, had your head buried. He never up said his anything about. You licked that guy's balls, dude. <laughs> all right, coming up next on the show right now, uh, a man who was trying to learn how to fly this weekend at Millville. None other than Team 2-2 Motorsports, Chad Reed. Chad, what's up? Hey, what's up, guys? How are you? Hey, what's crapping in, buddy? Listen, listening to you guys debate. <laughs> Listen to girls. I used debate about who's, girls at the X Games. Who's, who's winning that one? Well, apparently Watson won. I didn't realize the chicks were racing um, uh, 
uh, speed and style. I thought they were just doing enduro cross. Hey, do you so. want to ride step up, dude? I can get you in. Hell no. I tried flying this weekend. I'm landing on my feet. It didn't feel too good. Oh, I know, <laughs> huh? Um, yeah, guy. Dude, hey, did you get my text, Chad? Or are you just blowing me off? Because I'm sure a million people text you. Yeah, I had a lot of texts. I've been pretty wide open the last couple of days trying to. Oh, I just want to make sure you got my, like, what up, doctors. bud? Yeah, I just want to make sure that, you know, your friend, like, said it. You all right, bud? Good job. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm hurting today, but, I mean, what do you do? You got to move forward. I had a. That boy. Went got the, I went and seen the doctor this morning. I was still hurting and kind of just wanted to make sure that everything was, was fine and nothing was, you know, broken, cracked, or whatever. So, went and got checked out, and then, uh, unfortunately, had a. <laughs> Had a photo shoot that I had to live up to that I committed to a few weeks ago. Oh man, uh, uh, yeah, bummer. Hey, uh, everybody's seen the video. I think maybe Tits hasn't. He what just video? Watched, he just watched Dungey. <laughs> did you see he just the? Dungey. He just oh, watched Dungey. No, I I saw it. Uh, how could you not see that? That's the. I'm thing. just saying you just love Dungey so much. Maybe you didn't. See Dude, it. how many wow. people hit that thing up on uh, YouTube? I don't know. Yeah. I, know. Um, I looked yesterday or last night. There was like no this morning. There was two. I think I retweeted. Uh, I retweeted something from Motocross um, Twitter that that said it was at two hundred thousand or something like that. Yeah, two hundred thousand people. Dude, yeah. yeah. Cool. And then I thought you would have been in for sure the top ten of ESPN. I did like Ricky's Center. Ricky's Twitter about how it. Need, oh, he needed, did say that. Need, Ricky said, "Why isn't that thing on X on uh, the Sports Center or something?" And I agree. Hey, but it was on. Yeah. It was on Speed Center, like on Speed, the number one. Oh yeah, yeah. Speed. yeah. But did you see your buddy Stoner? He had a. He was number two right behind you, Chad. <laughs> Aussie's one too. Yeah, oh, from his was it from his practice crash? Yeah, yeah. that was dirty, huh? Dude, but I thought uh, Rossi's. I don't know. You guys probably don't. Yeah, yeah. I follow. I follow. Was actually, more gnarly than 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 Stoner. Hey, do you know what's so rad about Stoner? Did you hear his deal? How he said like he's not going to go race in Japan because he doesn't think that it's safe to go there because of the, the nuclear plant being close really? to it. Oh. And he said if they don't pull the race, he ain't going. Wow. Oh wow. That's gnarly. That's a bold statement right there. Like he's like, I ain't going. Statement when you're when you're on a factory Honda. <laughs> yeah, and he said, like, "I'm like going into that freaking country." <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, so let's 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 talk about this before we get to Millville. Let's let's, let's deal with this crash. Uh, you had enough time in the air to have a lot of things go through your mind, huh? It was scary. I mean, it really did kind of shake me up a little bit. Yeah. Um, I mean, the fact that it happened so fast, you know, I guess is a good thing because I didn't really have a whole lot of time to think about anything but to try to correct it and try to land, you know, mm-hmm. in a way that I felt was going to, you know, give me the best chance. Um, you know, one minute I was wide open third gear, pretty pumped that I actually kind of, you know, wasn't riding like a pussy on the first lap and actually passed some people and, you right. know, made a pass on RV and I felt mm-hmm. like I was ready to try, you know, lay it down and try to pull away from those kids and, Next minute I knew it, I was I was winding up the windows, you know, looking at the racetrack from a totally different <laughs> view. So, um, I mean, my first thought was, you know, that I was kind of going, you know, forward, and I didn't want to go in face first. Um, mm-hmm. So I was trying to get to my side, and then when I landed, you know, I just kind of tucked and rolled and went with it. Um, and then the other thought was, you know, like that I was just going to land and break my femurs or something like that. It yeah. just kind of freaked me out. So, yeah, I mean, I just tried to get turned around and try to, you know, land on the downside of that, <sighs> that slope there and, and and go with it, really. And I was winded. That was really the biggest thing. I mean, not one particular thing hurt. I mean, for sure it hurt, but I was just winded, and I was so winded that I couldn't, I couldn't get a good breath, and I just kind of had to lay there until I could actually – 
you know, get a couple of breaths in. And then as soon as I did that, I was, you know, I wanted to get back on the bike and try to, try to, you know, get some points. Hey, Reader, when you were in the air, did you see that four-wheeler sitting there where you're like, dude, I'm going to hit that thing? Did you nah, see that yellow thing? Yeah. <laughs> did you see that thing? It was, uh, I, I saw it on TV. It looks like it was, um, dude. it was actually John Ayers's, um, yeah, figures. You know, thing that he that he drives around. That yeah, figures. I figured yeah, it wasn't flipped exactly. upside down somewhere. You know what? I'm I'm really lucky, and I've been vocal about it, and I actually complain about it every weekend to uh, Canfield. That uh, you know, on the side of the racetrack, they've been putting those wood stakes with uh, you know, with all the bannering on it, and it's like they're just it's so close that if we get, you know, like, you know, like the way I look at it is, it, you know, in Supercross. You know, the reason why there's no berms is because the what if, you know, if we do get out of shape or if mm-hmm. we do do something wrong, that we go up into the stands. And it's like, you know, Supercross, they're they're protecting the fans, you know, like because mm-hmm. their ass is on the line and, and they're going to get sued if, you, you know, we go up there and kill a fan. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when when it's on the flip side, they don't really care about our safety. And that's that's my biggest issue that I have with our sport at this point It's just, you know, the you look out for the fan safety on the what if, but you don't really look out for our safety on the what if. And you know, I I asked them, you know, just keep them, but angle them, angle them so that they go the direction that we're going, so that if we land on them, they'll just kind of, you know, we'll we'll just knock them down, not actually get, you know, um, even. <laughs> or or like a like at the GPS, I saw there's a wooden ca- or a rubber cap on them. Um, yeah. I don't know how big, how thick it is, or how 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 much that would help, but it's at least a little better than the wood, you know? Yeah, yeah that's yeah, crazy. Exactly. Um, I actually think the GP ones are actually totally um, plastic. Oh, are they? Together, so. Maybe. But, I mean, you know, I mean, when you think about how many thousands of uh, those wood things it takes to, you know, outline a whole race, you know, outdoor motocross track, there's a lot. Didn't so. they used to use those? Remember the service ones? They're, they're still plastic? there. They're still are they? No, they still have those. They're actually the official marking of the racetrack. Oh, that, so you're just about, talking about like a wood about stake. Three to, yeah. About three to five feet. On the on the other side of that is the is the wood post that would hold up banners or something like that. Is yeah. that what they're? That's yeah, all they're they for? staple all the all the you know the the bannering to it. So instead of just doing like tough blocks or hay bales with hay bale covers or whatever, they just do that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hay bales yeah, aren't no. any better. Yeah, so, but uh, but if there was anything there, hay bale cover, yeah, anything, yeah. you that would have ruined your day. But um, dude, I'm hey, so oh, glad yeah. you're all right. So uh, gnarliest crash of your career? Does it even go without oh, saying? Oh yeah, but yeah, yeah, easy in just. <laughs> My gnarliest crash that I've ever had. Yeah, practice crashes, um, everything, like your whole, yeah, your whole life. Yeah, <laughs> and probably the gnarliest crash that I've seen in a, in a long time, you know. like Ever. When it, th- when it high-sided me, it kind of it threw me up ways, you know. Like my body yeah. was, like I kind of kept that momentum. I went, I felt like I went higher <laughs> than I would normally go the, when I actually jumped the jump. You the know? Photo, like, I'm the, not a very good scrubber without the bike, I can tell you that much. The photo that I saw, I saw a bunch of photos in the press tent. Your hand is still like kind of gripped as if it was in the throttle, and you're like in in, well, a, in an Olay position. Say, yeah, the you, pictures I've seen, it looks like my feet and my arms, like it's like I'm still in the right. seated, you know, standing position. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I'm like uh, perfectly, and I'm just like, where's my bike going? It looks like it's photoshopped. It looks like someone photoshopped yeah. you onto a. Fo- it's you know what's crazy, Steve? Is the only time I've ever seen anyone get ejected like that? It was at at uh, the new tour when Twitch got ejected. But I was yeah. there when Twitch got ejected, and I saw that. I wasn't there when seeing Chad, but it looked like he was probably twice as high yeah. as Twitch. Twitch downsided it too. He landed like right at the bottom of the transition, and that's what buckled him. Yeah. But dude, 
It looks like when Chad landed, he landed and freaking rolled out of it like he said, and he slid. Yeah. I'm just, like, pumped so, that there was that downside for uh, you, bud. <laughs> yeah, because that's what I was just trying yeah. to do, you know? Like, I was trying to... I didn't want to get. I didn't want to just land and go face first. Like I just. I don't know why, but my natural, you know, instinct was not to go face first. Um, and I just wanted to kind of get turned around. And that was what the my arms and everything were moving for was trying to get the you know the rotation where I could get my body to so come around and actually you know get it get a roll going. So Chad, you're saying like in the air, you were like, all right, I gotta I gotta spot my landing and I gotta just do this. I mean, most guys would have just went with it and wherever their body went, that's where they land. So you're telling yeah. me you're telling me like you were like all right what's the best way for me to get out of this you thought like that Well I mean I wouldn't say that I was like I had this long time to think okay yeah, yeah, yeah I'd land yeah, like yeah. this and I'll end up like this but I mean m- my natural instinct was just like I I just knew that I, it wasn't going to be a good thing to go in head first so I was trying to just get my body turned around so that I could kind of you know just do a big roll uh, what <laughs> and end up <laughs> So what's sore on you? What'd you go to the doctor for? What what's it like on the day the, the two days later? What's what's killing you? My uh, if anything. Kind of my um my shoulder was was hurting quite a bit. And then uh and then my neck and then also my lower back. So oh. I just got yeah. lower, global area. Lower there. Ba- lower back is um, understandable. <laughs> yeah. So and oh. then I, it was actually kinda of funny, you know, like I mean the doctor that I went to, you know, obviously I've been there quite a bit, so um he asked me what happened. I'm like, well, you should kind of watch it. And I, he, he pulled it up on his computer, and he's like, oh, wow. <laughs> so oh. I don't know if that was a good thing or not. And then he asked me if I was racing this weekend, and I said, yeah. And he says, well, you think you should? And I said, yeah, I already raced the rest of that race, so I'm fine. <laughs> hey, Chad, what did, what did, like, your guys, like, I mean, I know Dave was over there, and there was a few of the Honda guys. What Do you do you remember anything they said to you? Like, are you, or like they weren't trying to hold you back. They were like, do they say get back out there, or you just get up? Uh, Dave was. Um, Shane Drew was the first one, first voice that I remember hearing. Um, I think, and then watching it on video, you know, Shane was the first one to me. Um, and he just was, you know, he kind of put his arm around me and was just asking if I was all right, you know. And because I was just going, because ah, <laughs> I couldn't get a breath. And and he just, he asked me if I was all right, and I kind of just moaned to him and, and shook my head like, yeah, I'm good. Um, just let me get my breath. And then the next minute, you know, Bodner was there. And then Bodner, actually, I remember Bodner telling everyone not to touch me and, you know, kind of leave me alone. So everyone kind of stepped away at that point. And then Doc was doing it. And then I was talking to him, and I just told him that that, that I was fine. And, you know, the first thing he asked was, you know, do you remember everything and and all that. So (laughs) You're like, unfortunately, I do. (laughs) Yeah, in that quick amount of time, you know, I was trying to – relate that I was fine. I was just trying to get my breath. I remember it, you know, I know what, you know, sure I hit my head, but I wasn't, you know, wasn't dazed. I wasn't out of it. And then, uh, Dave was, Dave was pretty concerned. Dave was trying to kind of stop me. He was yelling at me kind of like, Hey, Hey, you really think you should do this? And I just didn't even look at him or just was getting on the bike and I was going to go do it. Well, Lars was telling me, and I don't know how true this is. Lars said, you, the only thing jacked on your bike was the clutch, and you just got up and you banged your clutch down, and you took off. And you said that was the yeah. only thing that was wrong with your bike. Um, my bike was – the bars got knocked back a little bit. Um, okay. The yeah. bars were kind of in my lap a little bit, but not, not horribly bad. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, just the, the clutch lever was knocked up, up ways a little bit, and uh, I banged Jeez. on that, and then off I went. And the bike was straight. The, the, the wheel was straight. The handlebars were straight. They were knocked back a bit, but, yeah, it was good. I mean – 
Clearly, I, a PT like, pipe can take a better beating than an FMF one, so that was cool. Yeah. Hey, um, my favorite part of the whole deal is when you got back up, first jump you went off of, you just freaking scrubbed it, whipped it, like, screw that. That didn't get me down. That's what I liked about it. As soon as I seen you do that, as <laughs> soon as I saw you get back on the bike and do that, I'm like, all right, let's go. It's time to go to work. And you know what I did notice? Yeah. Did you notice this too? I noticed that every other guy was spotters for other teams was waving you on. Dude, it, was, it was probably the most insane, you know, the, the the next best thing that I can kind of relate to it was, and I mentioned it in the press conference, was uh, when I raced uh, GPs in, in 2001, I crashed in a second turn or something like that in my home GP in Australia. And uh, when I got back up, the whole crowd, you know, just obviously being Australian and coming through the pack, and yeah. I think I got back to about six or fifth or something like that. Um, and then just the whole lining of the whole track, you know, it was just like they were going crazy, and that's how it was, and it was crazy. And when I come back through, and every mechanic was waving their, you know, their flag and or their towel, should I say? And it was, it was, yeah. I mean, it it, it felt good, and I think the, you know, my adrenaline kind of went up, and and it lasted about a lap and a half, two laps, and then and now and then I hit a wall. <laughs> um, I was like, okay, reality set in. That hurt. I can't breathe, and I got you know 30 minutes still to go. So yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to well, like. Yeah, uh, get after it. I don't want to sound cheeseball or you know overstate it, but I've been doing the series since '96 as a mechanic or as a as a journalist. And when you got up and the crowd was yelling, and I couldn't see you. I didn't because you know you were down at the bottom of the hill. You could see the hear the crowd and the, their fist pumping. I got goosebumps. I really did. I'm like, oh my god, he's getting up. Like I didn't know you were getting up. I just knew that you obviously did with the crowd. Dude, I had it was yeah. insane. And then that had... first lap coming around, I think did you pump your fist over the the line or did you maybe you pulled a tear? No, off he was or doing something? his shoulder. Like was he that was it? Yeah. The yeah, finish my shoulder was killing me. I yeah. was at the the tabletop before the finish line. Right. I was kind of like yeah. trying to shake it off a little and, bit. And, and the crowd was my... going nuts. It yeah. was it was seriously. Dude, it was I had insane. goosebumps watching it. The, later that night, and knowing mm-hmm. what happened, yeah, and knew, and seeing it happen, and then knowing what happened, and I still, I was like, wow. Oh, the crowd was going nuts, and you know, it's Dungey's hometown, and he's the man, and you know, and he, you know, and all that, but it didn't matter. All those people there, every single one was freaking out that you were getting up and getting kicking your bike over. You know what I, th- you know what I liked about the whole thing? Hmm. All those people that doubted this guy, that always said, oh, he does have no heart. This guy's fucking this, that, blah, blah, blah. If you're not a Chad Reed fan before this. I don't care who you are, what you are, you are now. I don't even care because you know what? That is just a full-on act of freaking being gnarly where you just said, you know what? This element isn't taking me down, and screw this. I ain't quitting for nothing. And that's a true champion right there, no matter what. No matter what. The crazy thing for me, it's like, you know, through all the good, the bad, and the ugly, you know, over the years, it's like, sure, I do things a little different now, and, you know, obviously having my own team and, and, and having a family and a son right now, you know, I think it changes your perspective a little bit on life, but, like, I don't feel like I'm that different of a person, and, and, and whether that crash had have happened, you know, a year ago or, or three or four or five years ago, I mean, I, I feel that, that I always would have got back up and got on the bike. I mean, it's not like you yeah. live live for these moments. I mean, <laughs> you just kind of <laughs> do what comes natural, and you try to, you know, try to sacrifice. I mean, I want to win this damn championship. You know, I think that uh, it'd be a kind of a Cinderella story. You know, starting our own team and getting second in Supercross and then winning outdoors. That's that's yeah. That's I think it's right I now, think it's know? kind so of gnarly too. I think it's realistic. I think it's kind of gnarly for all your competitors. Like they're like, holy shit! How did that guy get up from that? Yeah. We got our hands full with this guy. Like, um, it's gonna yeah, take... I know that. Uh, I know. I know. Dungey mentioned something to Goose. You know, when he came off the off the. Uh, 
thing, like, hey, did you see Chad or whatever? And, you know, is he all right? And then, uh, and I remember Goose saying he finished, and Dunge was kind of like pretty, you know, whoa, really? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I know that a lot of people didn't expect me to, you know, especially those two guys. I mean, they're the two guys that obviously were, were battling the championship. So, um, and it was nice. I was pumped that Dunge, um, you know, got the moto win. It helped me, you know, three, yeah. three more points. Yeah, and, um, and you managed to get I, six, so, you know, yeah, somehow. Yeah. Fifth overall, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, no, six points, I mean, in the second moto. Oh, um, six points, yeah. Uh, and and it, I did notice, though, in the second moto, with about four laps to go, your your charge ended. Um, you, was it? Did it just catch up to you, or was it just like a – Yeah, I mean, like, it was it was long before four laps Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, it, honestly, just the whole time, every time I pushed – I just felt like I was going to throw up. I just couldn't. I just felt like my ribs were just like literally through my lungs. Like I just right. couldn't. I couldn't get comfortable. I couldn't find a rhythm where I could like, you know, just gut it out. So I'd kind of push for a lap or two, and then a lap or two I'd be kind of slow, and then mm-hmm. push a little bit. So I just had to kind of do what I, you know, what I could. And um, you know, Berner was actually thirteenth, and he thought I was third. Um, right. You know, he didn't even know I crashed. He just thought that you know Villapoto passed him, and and that uh, he thought I was third. He well, goes, otherwise I would have let you by, probably. A few guys, a few guys. <laughs> so, told, it was a few, funny. A few guys told me when they came around, they saw the yellow flag, but they saw no rider, and they were pissed because yeah. they're like, "What's the yellow for?" Because you're down on the left hand side. Of that's the, what I was going to ask you. Yeah, like way off the track. If, if like that's what I was going to ask you because I know if you if you came up on Burner and he knew what was going on, there's no doubt in my mind. Even if you were you know, 10 seconds behind him, he would have let you pass him. He would have, he would have gave it up. I know he would have. Yeah. Probably, yeah. More than likely. I think he would have. And, um, you know, but you know, on the flip side, it's not like I expected or want it, you know, it's like you do, yeah. you know, um, <laughs> you got, you got to fight, you got to get to the front. I, I felt like honestly, I could have got to the top 10 had I have been able to, you know, breathe a little bit and, and mm-hmm. push, but, uh, it was an interesting race, you know. I actually got to watch it last night, so it was kind of interesting to see that Villapoto had a pretty decent line, you know, lead, and then mm-hmm. you know Dunge chased him down. So, yeah, um, Villapoto really it had was trouble. A, it was a hot day. I think it was a pretty difficult racetrack. It was hot, and both those guys looked spent, you know. So yeah. I think that uh, had I not have crashed, I think it could have been a you know a good day for us. Yeah, Villapoto admitted that the heat got to him, and I also think don't yeah. think he got through the lappers as good as. As Dunge, um, but f- yeah. Dungey rode a great race. Let's go to the lines. They're full. They've been full since you came on the show. Uh, Bob, you there? Kicker Bob. What's going on? What's up, Bob? You got a question or a comment for Chad Reed? Hey, Chad. Kudos, man. Kudos. Thanks, man. Hey, uh, Redbud, two weeks ago, I was there. Thanks for coming down to the Redbud Beach. No, yeah, it was fun. They get out Tiki oh. Bar. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they brought in five of those waste management full, those trash cans full of sand and made an actual beach. Yeah, that was pretty sick. Right on. Is that is that it? Hey, uh, no, uh, actually, I was going to say, um, just just amazing how you got back up. Again, kudos. Uh, I, I am so amazed how you've taken this 2-2 Motorsports and just done it yourself. Um, you know, you've just shown everyone that didn't want to sign you, that didn't want to stick with you, Hey, I'm here to stay. I, I'm not leaving. So, I just right. I think it's awesome how you stood up. Thanks, Bob. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Hey, not a problem, Matt. Uh, I think he was still still talking, but uh, uh, let's go to Matt. Matt, you there? Yeah, what's going on? What's up, man? Uh, not much. Just calling in. You got a question for Chad <laughs> Reed? 
Yeah, Chad, it looked like your bike on that same jump in the first moto. It looked like it was kind of kicking around a little bit. I mean, were you having any suspension problems in the first moto, or I mean, was that? No, it was good. I mean, we didn't even we didn't even change anything. Um, Fur kind of talked about it a little bit that that it happened in the first one. Um, the same, you know, the spot that it happened was you go by the mechanics area and then uh, you kind of come up over that hill there and, and go down into the second turn. Um, there was actually a rock underneath the sand, and that was kind of what, what that happened then. But oh, you know, yeah. the second moto was a little different. It just, I don't even really know what happened. There was, a, you know, some bumps there. And it was pretty sketchy. I mean, I, as the race went on, you, you see that the, and even, you know, because I finished a race, the line, the main line that everybody was taking wasn't where I crashed. You know, like we right. were all, like that was the main line, and then everyone was pretty sketched out by that section <laughs> so that we were all kind of turning off to the right or going to the left of it. Right. Um, you know, wish I had known that on the first lap. <laughs> all right. Thanks, <laughs> Matt. Learn, learn the hard way sometimes. Yeah. Thanks, Matt. No problem. All right. Uh, O'Rourke, you there? Good day, gentlemen. How are we? Good day, mate. Hey, what's up, Rook? Hey, Reedy. Um, hey, man, I just want to say on behalf of all Australian motocross fans, dude, we are glad you are still kicking the bike this weekend and going for it. Yeah, <laughs> luckily, I was, for sure. I, I was up at like 4 a.m. watching that first moto, and, and you you know, you know killed it. And then, the, you know, we in Australia, we were lucky enough to get that second moto live at about 7 a.m. on Sunday morning. Nice. So, um, you know, we got to see see that happen. And when, when I saw you, I was uh, I was feeding my four-month-old son on the on the couch, and... Dude, when you fell off that bike, I almost threw him in the air as high as you went. It was yeah. uh, it was crazy. And then to come back and see you kicking that bike was just an inspiring moment in motocross history, you know, especially in the last couple of years. Yeah, um, my, really I talked to my parents, that. actually. My my mum and dad were watching it live as well. And oh, shit. <laughs> I think, uh, I don't know if that was a good thing or a bad thing. It was the first time that they've actually finally, you know, caught it live. <laughs> Yeah. And then, uh, you nice. know, the very first lap, they're all pumped. Obviously, they see me go in the lead, and then all of a sudden, I go flying through the air. And you can imagine, you know, sitting in Australia, you know, a, a whole world away, and next minute, you're watching your son, you know, lay on the ground. And, and the footage that they got was actually different than what we got. Ours was oh, edited. Yeah? You know, they made it look like I was on the, you know, I hit the ground, and then suddenly I was up, you know, right away. Mm -hmm. But live footage in Oz, you know, like I, they showed it where I was on the ground for quite a while and wasn't moving, so... I mean, I would imagine that was pretty scary for my mum and dad to watch. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, you know, we, we were thinking, you know, broken legs or, or something, you know, for a good, uh, however long it took, 30-plus seconds, and the next thing they kicked back and you were st sitting on that bike and kick-starting it. I was, man, I just can't give you enough props for that. It re really puts into, I copped a bit of shit about it, but it really puts into perspective Porcel, you know, pulling off the track because he's getting hit with rocks, you know, like... <laughs> yeah, you know what... <laughs> I mean, I don't, yeah, you don't want to you don't want to pile on Purcell or anything, but you got a point. You, no, no, you do no, have a point. Just, yeah, you know, just dude, you know that that was that's a that's a it was a amazing crash in a bad way, but um, you know, and Swiss Core wrote a story this week on the Pulp MX site about about that incident, and you know, he he also wrote a story the week before about motocross being one of like the hard, basically the hardest sport on earth, and and I agree with the fact that once you combine the you know, the fortitude that you need, the, the energy that requires in motocross, and combine that with the danger and inherent skills that you need. Like, a, soccer players may be, may run around for a longer amount of time or whatever, but they don't get shot up, you know, 35 feet in the air. Yep. Hey, let me tell you something. Sean Palmer said it the best. He said, golfers make this crazy amount of money. 
He's like, why don't why don't they make it a little bit more extreme, like a motocross guy? If a motocross guy makes a mistake, he could die or be paralyzed or some crazy things happen, career ending. Put a shotgun next to a golfer's knees and say if you miss his putt. <laughs> now and now we're talking. Uh, all right, thanks, O'Rourke. No worries. Okay. I've got one Appreciate quick question for Chad. I just yeah. want to know whether that crash will make the book. Oh, yeah. What's that? Will your crash make the book? No, nah, no, nah, the book's done. I'm uh, I'm done. proofreading and and editing everything now, but the final final everything's pretty much done. Maybe Reed's next book called the next chapter. Might <laughs> yeah, the next chapter when I go four wheels. Uh, yeah, thanks, O'Rourke. All right, thanks, guys. See ya. Thanks. See ya. Uh, who do we got here? Hey, Chad, what's the deal with the four wheels? Those guys are the the uh, the the that car racing from Australia. They're coming here to America. I heard, huh? Yeah, 2013. You know who Alicia told me about that? I guess she drove one of the cars or something, or she got into a car with one of those yeah, guys. Yeah, they use, they use Alicia for um, you know, for marketing and stuff like that. She actually has a deal with those guys. Yeah, she was pumped. She's like, "We are going. We are yeah. going. going it's where? Sick. It's six series. Like the cars are cool, and mm-hmm. they're based off of production cars. They look a lot like the production cars down there. So, so where are they going to use to get myself in a car so I can race it? Where are they where are they going to race in Texas at the speedway? No, there's a new track getting built. Um, there's actually a new Formula One track. Formula One and MotoGP are going to be there. Actually, I'm not sure about MotoGP, but Formula One are going to be there next oh, year, sick. 2012. Hey, Steve, you yeah, got a question? You, know, oh, you got a question for Chad yeah. Reed? Yeah, I got two questions. Yeah, in reference to what Chad was thinking about the track, I think that track's in Austin because I live in San Antonio, and I just I heard about it, what he's talking about. Oh, the GP oh, track? The MotoGP yeah, track? Yeah, for the Formula One or whatever. What's the name of it? Yeah, it's going to be sick. I heard, it, I heard it's a bit of a yeah. controversy within Texas, but other than that, I think it's pretty cool. Where's it at in Texas? Austin. Just outside of Austin, I oh, think. Oh, bitchin'. Guy just said that, Kenny. Yeah. He said he was from I thought he said he was from San Antonio. He did, but he said he's in Austin. Okay, I didn't no, know. No, I, I live in San Antonio, but Austin's like an hour north of me, and like I heard about it, so. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. But, All um, right, hey, yeah, Steve, what's uh, your question? questions for Chad. Uh... How about I'm just one? curious how he feels about the new fan base he has because, like, I remember like two years ago, like everyone was talking mad shit, and now everyone's like, "Oh, Chad reads the beast, blah blah blah." Like, how does that like? How do you feel about that as a rider? What well, What was the question? Sorry, I missed the first part. Like, how How do you feel about your new fan base? Because like everyone is like pumping for you. Like, I mean, for me, I you know I embrace it. I'm pumped. Um, you know, it, it's always you know more appealing. I think from a rider's point of view, to be liked than hated. Um, yeah. and obviously being on both sides of it. Um, and, and like I've always kind of said, it's like I don't feel like I've changed a whole lot. I just feel like maybe I, you know, have grown up a little bit, see things a little differently. I think 2010 changed my perspective on, you know, on, on the sport and on racing a little bit, and I think I came in with a better attitude. Um, I don't have a boss. I'm my own boss, so I get to make my own choices and, you know, work with people that I hire. And, and those people that I hire are people that I feel is good for me and my you know, the outcome of the season. So um, I think that's the end result of it, really. I wonder how many people are going to be wearing 2-2 shift hats this weekend. Yeah. Uh, I, I, know that, uh, I know that Fox and Shift can't keep those things in stock, so that's, that's always a good thing. Yeah, yeah no doubt about it. Uh, do you get a cut of that, or is it just a, a – Heck, yeah. A, yeah? Hell, yeah, I do. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, I um, all right, Steve, any, you got another question, or let's make it let's, Yeah, let's move on. one more. It's not really, like, a motor-related question, but, like, I was, like, I actually met some Australian and New Zealand people when I was at my old college, and they said that I was a bogan, so I was just curious if, like, Chad had any bogan, <laughs> bogan friends growing up. Like, they said I, I, had, a pl- like, a I got plenty stuff. of bogan friends, yeah. <laughs> yeah what, <laughs> right. what, what, I got a bogan wife. 
<laughs> I don't even know what that means, but it sounds good, I guess. If Ellie's a bogey, I think sure. It's, I think it's Australian for white trash. But that's what they said because yeah. I like motorcycles, like motorcycles and cars that I was white trash. So I don't, I don't know if I'd use the word white trash, but yeah, kind of. Yeah. Kind of <laughs> Ellie's a bogey. Trying to think sounds of good. the term, like what, what word, what American word I would use for a bogey. I'll think about it. <laughs> All right, Steve, thanks. Thanks, man. All right, thank you. Hey, Chad, I wanted to ask you, uh, um, without uh, getting into or getting into as much detail as you want or without it, what is the deal with the goggles, man? <laughs> like, you seem to be having some goggle issues. You're throwing your goggles here and there. Um, obviously, this weekend, a lot of guys in the second moto had their goggles off, and I'm sure Fox makes a great goggle and everything. I just wanted to know what's been going on with that. Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, just getting a lot of sweat, and I think okay. that some of it's, you know, like something that we, we need to work on a little bit, you mm-hmm. know, try to get a little more airflow, I think. Yeah. Um, I know you're not easy on goggles. I know that. from. Yeah, know, I've yeah. never been easy on goggles. I, I seem like, you know, like if there is one spot that sweats, it seems like it's my forehead and I always have had an issue with sweat. Um, I think that, you know, my personal opinion, I think we just need to work on, um, you know, trying to get a little more air in there so that, Okay. Because it's not. I don't think it's the foam. You know, like a lot of issues that I've had in the past years, mm-hmm. it's always been foam based. You know, like we need to work on that. Um, but I don't. I don't feel like it's that because I can put a new pair on um, midway through practice, and then within a you know a flying lap, I can have some you know sweat on the lens. Mm-hmm. So I think it's more that that I'm just you know that I'm sweating and then it's coming from me somehow. Yeah. So we need to. Kind of work on that a little bit. Hey, I you could always yeah, go back. Yeah, I mean, it's my fault. <laughs> hey, reader, you could always go back to the Tortelli headband, the head, the, yeah. the head thing. Uh, yeah, but I tried it and it doesn't work, so that's why I think I you got to keep those braids tight. You got to keep the braids tight. Yeah, maybe it's something to do with your new hairstyle. <laughs> yeah, and it's not consistent though. That's what right. really sucks. Okay. Like, like sometimes I get no sweat, and then other times I'm I can't see. So I don't know. I think it's an issue that I need to work on. Well, yeah, and I'm not, I'm not bringing it up to be like a dick to Fox or Beaker or, you know, or any of those. I just, it's something that's been going on with you. So I got to yeah, ask it. You yeah. Know? A couple oh. of times. And yeah. then, like the reason why I throw them, I mean, it sucks to throw them, but like it's either, you know, cause I would just, I start missing lines and I can't see, right. you know, right. like I'm just not seeing what I want to see. And so then I, you know, and like, I only throw them when I'm leading, you know, like I haven't thrown them when I'm behind. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just feel like for me to sustain you know, staying in the lead and, and seeing the lines and being able to go fast, then then I just choose, you know, I opt out to uh, take off. Hey, does that, did it bother you at all the first moto after you hucked your goggles and you were catching lappers? Like when you were yeah, going through the bit, sand? Especially because it was really wet and, the, you know, it was wet in one line. Um, but I was I was lucky that I had a bit of a, you know, a cushion and a big dunge. Um, well, so we, I kind of, yeah. you know, was good with lappers and... Um, lapis were actually pretty good. You know, lapis have been good lately. It seems like I've always had a pretty big issue with lapis, but this year I've I feel like I've um, you know gotten around lapis better than ever. Track was hard to pass on too. Everybody I talked to said you know obviously the muck and, the, and it got pushed off and it was hard to pass. Uh, a lot of people said that. So it was um, hard, and and I think the hard thing was is like it didn't look wet or soft. Um, but then you got out there. I mean, you know, when you watch Dungey in the first moto, he, you know, he just tried to get out of the line and try to go through the whoops at a different area. And then, you know, he almost went over the bars just because it was so soft and it right. just looked good, you know. So, so I, honestly, I think that the racetrack this, this weekend, it's one of my favorite on, this, on the whole series. Mm-hmm. Um, but I felt like this particular racetrack was, was terrible. Well, um, did you see Dungeon's save right there, Chad, when you were talking about how soft it was? Did you see him when he was next to you, almost go over the bars? Yeah. I mean, I didn't see it. I only saw it on the TV. 
Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Well, the thing the thing that's a little weird is that they they stopped the first practice for a downhill that was wasn't working out. I was on the was well, they a, stopped it because I crashed. Oh, I was, was it the you? one that closed that. Oh, I was on. Um, I was in the sand whoops, um, so I couldn't see. Yeah, I um, yeah, there was like uh, you know they had one of those drop offs right where where we would come in and we would you know kind of go up. Um, and then drop off of it. Well, then it was so wet and muddy that when you come out of the rut and the rut was on the inside and then the rut went all the way off the drop-off, well, then the drop-off was, you know, it was it was like six inches of the wood showing, and then I, I couldn't get out of the rut. I was stuck. Mm-hmm. So then I just hit the thing, go over the bars. Like, I actually crashed pretty hard. Um, and then... <laughs> and then about six people did it behind me. So here I am just standing on the side of the racetrack watching my bike get landed on, and everybody's just, you know, cartwheeling end for end. So, um, and then luckily that Canfield was there and he saw it. So then they, you know, they red flag practice and they, they took that section out. So, um, um and then also, yeah, I just, I yeah. really wish that the racetracks would let us just be, be moto. I just think that moto shouldn't, I don't think we should have these wall jumps. I don't think we should have all these rollers going up hills. I mean, r- motocross is motocross. It gets nasty. It gets rough. It, you know, there's so much, you know, it's hot. It's like, I don't know why you have to go and make all these racetracks the way that they are. I'm and then a little bit against it. what exactly were they thinking with those two singles after you leave the sand whoops? What was going on with that? Oh, did you? Yeah, did you? Yeah, you talking about in practice when they? Yeah, were there? yeah, because that's where I was standing. I'm, I'm going. What are, what are that? Can't be a double, and it's too like single. A, yeah, like <laughs> they just had no. It was so dumb. Like I, I, would, I, <laughs> I come around the first lap of practice, and I'm just like, are you serious? And it was one line. Oh, it was just, I know. I'm gonna write about it in my column. I'm just like, in is all that John Ayers deal? I don't know who it was. Well, the pre- I don't know who it is, but yeah. like that's what I'm talking about. It's like that's that's a straightaway that year after year that I've been there has always been a nasty straightaway. It's always gotten ruddy. It's always gotten rough. And then you go and put a double in. I mean, yeah, I love jumping too, but we don't need these. You don't need all these jumps on these motocross tracks. I just think it's stupid. Um, all right, let's go back to the phones real quick. We don't have Reedy for too much longer. John, you there? Hey, yeah, I'm still here. What's up? Hey, uh, Chad, I was just, man, so glad everything went like it did and you're still safe. And, I mean, yeah, it was a hell of a get-off, but uh, pretty gnarly. But uh, I definitely re- uh, agree to everything, too. They're putting up too much. and Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks uh, for the call. And it uh, just <laughs> doesn't make it for that we can pass, you know. Like, I think it makes the races really one line. And, you know, once upon a time it used to be, you know, whose bike handled the best coming into a turn and who was good at finding ruts. And, mm-hmm. you know, if if one guy went on the inside and the inside was really deep, you know, that maybe the next rut out was better. But now it just seems like they're, you know, they're putting those half jumps as we enter turns. And, like, so now breaking bumps are not even a, you know, that, that we don't even get breaking bumps like we used to because now, like, half the time you're jumping into a turn and it's just, I don't know, I just... I wouldn't say I'm that old, but I, I would like it to go back to more old school, you know, like when, when you just come in and there's all nasty ruts and makes you actually think about it. Uh, Sean, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Got a question for Reedy? Yes, I do have a question. Thanks for taking my calls, guys. Um, Chad, uh-huh. uh, that was just the gnarliest thing I've ever seen. Like, you know, we see you see stuff on YouTube or you see pictures of, of gnarly crashes, but it's never – you know, the elite of the sport. Um, and I was watching it like you, you touched on, I was watching it live off of one of the, the like French television feeds online. And so just to see it happen and not, you know, hear about it from your friends, like, Oh, you got to see this, you know, read crash or 
something like that, just to watch it happen while the race was going was just, you know, crazy. Um, so it was awesome to see you get up and, and charge the way you did. And uh, my question, though, is coming up this weekend, uh, you've been dropping some hints about Laguna Seca. Um, are you going to try to make it there on Sunday for the race? Yeah, yeah, I've... Uh... I not really dropping hints. <laughs> I I oh, you're going. Going. <laughs> that I was going. Um, all right. Yeah, I, I mean I love pretty much all forms of racing, you know. I mean I, yeah. if when I was younger if I could have I would have been racing motor G P or should you know, should I say road racing. But my mom and dad would never let me. So uh right. I got stuck with motor. But the reason I wanted that was because it just seemed like it was too hard to race a world level when I was from Australia. But yeah, I'm gonna fly uh Sunday morning. I have an early flight, Sunday morning flight from uh, Portland down to Laguna and go watch that. Check it out. Right on. Thanks, Sean. Uh, hey, Sean, make sure you go hey, to your hey. local dealer and pick up some uh, tw- uh, Team 22 stuff, dude. No, I, I will for sure, actually. I, make sure I, you uh, do that. You I got to ship in Fox uh, at a little shop that I'm at. So uh, I also got All an right. iPhone for you guys. You're All right. right. Take a, you, you you just won you just if you buy, if you buy a hat and a sweatshirt or a t-shirt we'll we'll uh, give you the uh the, the yeah the I cover. like Sean's question about that was good so let's give Sean an iPhone uh, case awesome yeah. so Sean just Sean, uh, call, call back Sean, Sean. Call, call back and talk <laughs> give a give a tits legendary your, your and answer. if you don't buy a t-shirt and a sweatshirt I will find you yeah. I'll tweet you a picture and you can block me from your Twitter. Perfect. All right. Yeah, we're giving away some Pulp MX <laughs> iPhone 4 uh, covers, Reedy. I know you probably want one. So, um, I want one of those for sure. Yeah. Well, <laughs> hey, are you, are, you, uh, are you riding with Mike anymore? What's going on? Mike Alessi, he's been riding at the Reed Compound. Yeah, I rode with Mike last week, I think. Yeah. A couple times now, mm-hmm. right? A few weeks. Yeah, I've been riding with him, you know, every once in a while when he when he's out here in Florida. I think he's actually going back to California this week. Yeah. Um, How's that? Doing some testing. It's always good. Riding I mean, some bikes. Mike, you know, Mike, uh, for, for me, you know, like I think I've kind of sent it to you guys in the past. Like I'm not a guy that, you know, like I don't try to hide it. It's not like I, you know, think that I'm going to be teaching him anything. Like for me it's cool because, you know, Mike's a great starter. Um, so I think that it teaches me and, it, and has me on my toes when we do motos. Um, you know, we line up at the gate, and it's like the races. You know, we drop the gate, and it's it's a practice track, so there's not a whole lot of lines on the mm-hmm. on the practice track like there is racetrack. So you get roosted for a bunch of time until you get around him. So, you know, like I like him coming because it makes me focus on my starts a little bit. And I think that that shows um, on the weekends. I think my starts have been really good and solid. Mm-hmm. I've actually been beating him, and um, we did three motos the other week when he was here, and I whole shot at him two out of three times. Um, yeah. Wow, and well, then he pretty much cheated on the third one. He went and down and did like three full practice starts, <laughs> and then uh, and then we did the moto. <laughs> uh, well, I, sat- no, I actually I like I like having them here. I think that uh, I think they're 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 funny you know funny guys. That's for sure. You know they got a interesting program going on, and <laughs> I like to you know sit back and mess with him a little bit. And, I uh, I and sat have some fun with him. I sat next to him on the plane. We were delayed in uh, Denver, and I sat next to him on the plane from Denver to Minneapolis. And uh, besides making. Funny, fun of me when I was sleeping, he was telling me all about it. And like, you know how, like they, like you and Burner are out there practicing, and it's like, ah, oh, whatever. Like, you know, get our work in, and, and, and like, but they analyze those practices. Do you know what I mean? Mike had them all broken down on what happened, on what lap, and why he passed Burner, or why he couldn't, and why you got it. <laughs> like, I'm just like, dude, it's a Wednesday. Like, do you think Burn, Burn and Reed are like, hey, dude, what about that third rut and that fourth turn? But they, they break it down. You know? Oh, they're gnarly. That's why I mean, yeah. you know, like when they come, I think it's just it's fun for us, you know, kind of 
me and Burn are obviously, you know, we're kind of being around for a while and, you know, seen seen a lot, but you know, they bring a, a whole new intensity to our program, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you know, after the race, I don't even know, need to ask my mechanic what my lap times were. I just go straight to Denny and, and ask Denny what my times were. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, uh, and, you know, and she'll give me a printout of it, so it's good. So, Tony was um, telling me that you're the smartest man in motocross. He was telling me that. Yeah, he, Tony, Tony's good, man. You know yeah. what? I, I I applaud Tony. I mean, he's got his flaws for sure, but, uh, right. you know, we all do, and, I think, uh, you know, every time he comes, you know, he can't offer up, you know, help or, or you know, paying for diesel or whatever. I mean, the, I think the right. guy has a heart of, you know, a huge heart on him, and I think he has Mike's best interest at heart. But just, uh, you know, they just need to change it up a little bit. I think that, you know, and I've said it to you before, yeah. I think if you put Mike on a team that, that actually works with Tony and that can, you know, build Tony's trust in them, I think that you'll you'll see a successful relationship and Mike, you know, potentially being a, a title contender. Well said. Um, all right. Well, hey, we're going to let you go. Um, thank you for coming on. And, uh, again, I've been covering this sport for a while as a mechanic or as a media thing. What happened on the weekend was was gnarly. Uh, very, very inspiring and great ride. And those six points, who knows, man, at the end, that thing, that could that could do it for you. So, you know, that, that race might have saved your title. We'll see. So. Yeah. I mean, you know, what do we got? Five to go. and. Mm-hmm. Ten motos, and oh. I'm still up six, so I'm good. <laughs> right, right on, man. <laughs> got to be six up and six down. But, yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah, thanks. thanks, guys. Have a good night. All right, thank you, man. Later, Reed. Later. All right, everybody. Ch- Team Two Two Motorsports. Chad Reed. Uh, thanks, everybody, um, for come for calling. We didn't get the, all the calls. Always happens with him. The lines get jammed up. Um, but uh, yeah, good guy. Awesome. Um. Let's go to commercial. Should we go to commercial? Uh, Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com. We're going to go to commercial. We're going to come back with KTM Red Bull's Andrew Short. Thanks, everybody, for listening. See you in eight minutes. Thanks for listening to the Pulp Mech Show presented to you by BTOSports.com with Steve Mathis and Kenny Watson. Keep in mind, this show will inform you, enlighten you, and will enrage you all at the same time. Please take precautions. Whatever you need for your bike or body, BTOSports.com is your destination as we carry all the leading brands. BTO has you covered with the best selection, best service, and best prices around. Make sure to punch in that code M-A-T-T-H-E-S and any order over 100 bucks gets a Mathis-sized discount. BTOSports.com is proud to be on board the Pulp MX show and make sure to check us out on the web at BTOSports.com. Check out our current special for free shipping on all international orders over $799. Works Connection has been around 22 years, providing top quality protection for your bikes, which includes our quick adjust clutch perches, work stands, and skid plates. We're proud sponsors of the Rockstar Makita Suzuki, as well as Hardin Huntington, and many other teams competing on the highest level. From Steve Lamson in 1990 to Ryan Dungey in 2011, we've got you covered with top-notch products made right here in the U.S. of A. Check out our website at worksconnection.com, and when you order, enter Pulp MX for a 20% off discount. 
As a motorcyclist, one will have certainly come across the name AGV, most probably because Valentino Rossi, one of the world's fastest and most talked about racers, wears them religiously. Well, the legendary Italian helmet brand, which started manufacturing helmets in 1947, has decided to return to our sport with two motocross helmets, the MTX and the new AX8. The AX8, with its carbon Kevlar fiber shell, has a sleeker, more aggressive styling, amazing cooling and ventilation, and only weighs 1,500 grams. This helmet has been developed and used by Gautier Paulin, Travis Pastrana, Davy Millsaps, and 2008 MX1 world champ, David Philipparts. The AX8 retail price starts at $349. You can check them out at all Parts Unlimited dealers or directly at agv.com. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000 square foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where proudly everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF and winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us, so thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. The solution to safeguarding your bike, your tools, and everything else is easy. It's Vivint Alarms and Home Automation. Whatever it is you want to protect, Vivint is one of North America's largest security companies. And on top of the peace of mind you get from having everything protected, you can also get home automation as well. Imagine controlling everything from your thermostat, lights, to cameras, from your phone. Vivint lets you do all that and more. Ryan Villapoto and even Mathis himself have and use the system every day. Pulp MX Show listeners save 100 bucks by clicking on the banner on the show page. Want to learn more? Go to vivint.com slash pulpmx. The result of design experience and factory rider feedback, Fly Racing Helmets, Racewear, and Protective Products continue to push the boundaries of innovation and technology, fit, function, and finish. Worn and endorsed by pros Andrew Short, Trey Kennard, and Team BTO Sports BBMX riders Michael Byrne and Jason Thomas, Fly Racing designs products for the serious racer and rider. The difference is in the details. For more information, visit flyracing.com to view its entire range of exciting products or follow Fly Racing on Facebook and Twitter. The next time you need to get your bike dialed, think about contacting JGRMX for all your engine and suspension modifications. Joe Gibbs Racing jumped feet first into Supercross and Motocross a few years ago, and using their state-of-the-art engine and suspension dynos, they are able to provide you with the best mods out there. Using what they learned from team riders like Davey Millsaps, Justin Brayton, and Cooper Webb, JGRMX can get you and your bike to the top level. Look for an announcement soon for the all-new amateur motocross team. Check them out on the web at JGRMX.com. JGRMX is a semi-proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. 
With over 20 years of experience in the graphic design and motocross industries, Tech One Designs has the expertise you need to make your bike look like the pros. Offering a variety of semi-custom and fully custom graphics for your bike, Tech One Designs delivers just what you need at the prices you want, with backgrounds starting as low as $29.99 and full graphic kits from $149.99. As a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show and its dedicated listeners, we want to show our support by offering 15% off your next order. So go to tech1designs.com today and enter the discount code PULPMX15 at checkout to save money today. Brand goggles are the result of over 25 years of experience in the eyewear business, and the product has been race-proven at the highest levels. For 2010, X-Brand has Mike Alessi, Moto Concepts Yamaha, Josh Strang, and many others wearing the Gox and Gox Liquid Performance eyewear. X-Brand goggles are exclusively distributed by MTA. Check out our complete line of goggles at your local dealer or at thexbrand.com. Welcome back. Thanks, uh, thanks, Tits, for doing that. Welcome back to the Pulp MX Show presented by BTOsports.com. Uh, carry the show, Tits. Oh, wow. Okay, then. Um, welcome back. This is probably going to be the worst, I don't know how long, until Stevie and uh, Kent come back on the show. But this hour has been brought to you by X-Brand Goggles and the Pulp MX Show. And kicker. And oh my there you God. go. Oh, God. That was terrible. Tits. I'm sorry, no, you guys. That was terrible. Hey, can you get our next guest on the line? Yes. Uh, uh, that was not good. Sorry, you guys. You guys had to deal we were, with that. We that were was testing painful. the phone system out. That was painful. I know it was. And, uh, and uh, if, if you guys want to hear painful, listen to that, that show, that the round table show. That's painful. Tits host it. <laughs> Tits is terrible. Uh, all right. We're back. He kills it on the phones, though. <laughs> yeah, he does. Uh, so he figures out how to pick the thing up. Pulp we'll, we'll Show presented by BTOsports.com. 
Check them out on the web. Uh, use, use Type in the code Mathis to save yourself some money. Uh, check them out on Facebook as well as on Twitter at BTO underscore sports.com. X-Brand goggles, the choice of Michael Lessie, Josh Strang, and many others. They have a line of gawks, add all their kids' goggles, coolest colors out there. Check out xband.com to take a look and place an order. Punch in Xcode2010 for a discount just for listening to the show. JGRMX, we all know them. Uh, Justin Brayton, Davey Millsap, Scooper Webb. They've got the latest motor and suspension mods out there as well. Team manager Jeremy Albrecht hooking up the Rockform uh, Pulp MX Edition iPhone 4 cases, which we are giving away like candy right now. Uh, check them out on the web, jgrmx.com, if you need your bike, suspension, or motor done. Um, and also, if you need some dancing lessons. Kenny? I didn't, I didn't even know those guys had that in their system. I really didn't. Did that video blow you away? Yeah. Corey Gibbs dancing. I love, I love seeing the other side of uh, what these guys do. <laughs> uh, FMF Racing, the pipe of choice for teams like Kawasaki and JGRMX, even if they don't have logos on them. They've been around forever. Everyone knows the name of FMF and what it stands for. The pros to amateurs, FMF has been there and given everyone a power boost along the way. All the systems and mufflers are made right here in the USA. Check them out at fmfracing.com as well as on Twitter and Facebook. Tits, I'm g- guessing that you are not going to uh, host the show anytime soon. I'm not going to host the show. Yeah. Uh, Given that you were just I probably, don't know. I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't rule it out. All right. Okay. Well, next week he's your co-host. Yeah, Kenny, you're not coming in next week. I'm not coming in the next week. Will you week. call in though? Can, I, I will we... be gone as well. I'm on vacation next week, actually. Oh. All right, Angie's on the phones. K Dub's out. So just like that, there's no show, I guess. Didn't know you, have, you, have, you have to have a show. Will you call in, or will you be on for a little bit? If you make me a guest, I can call in like I'm a guest. Yeah, we'll call in like a guest, like you're a guest. Perfect. Uh, um, no dice with Shorty, by the way. Not yet, anyway. I'll keep Is trying. it going to his voicemail? Is it the right number? Yeah, uh, voicemail, hey, yep. Hey, hey Mosier, take the gun out of your hand. <laughs> <laughs> we will get him on the phone. Just he, relax, bro. He will be on the show uh, uh, at some point. Um, I can just see I can just see him just... just Case of emotion. <laughs> That'd be Moser right now. Yeah, um, ready to kill himself. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, Reedy, Reedy's, uh, Reedy's series is going well. Kenny, when, when can we expect some updates from your team? Uh, What's going on? Probably in a couple weeks. Josh Hansen, signed, sealed. I, no. Not, not even close. Come on, dude. It's not. I mean, it's, dude, like you, he. I know Josh is is talking to some people and and figuring it out. I don't know. We have an offer to him, for sure. Who else could he be talking to? I, dude, I don't know. He ain't telling me. He ain't telling you. He's not. I I know. I mean, I know one team that he's talking to, but I know that they want him to do outdoors, and he doesn't want to do outdoors. So he's gonna go back to JGR. That's a good. I you know what. That's a good call. I, I really cannot see that happening. <laughs> <laughs> what about JGR? Let's say they don't get Dungey and do their team solid right now. Right? Would you, dude? Go, I mean, they, would I know you they go racing with those two guys. Definitely. Yeah. I know they want to win. I know they want to win, and I know they want to win bad. Hey, but you uh, know what? If you can't have it next year, next year the pool is going to be filled in 2013 with Rod, with new yeah. riders. Out. Yeah, yeah. So you know what? Make it better. That's what we're going to try to do: is just make our team more solid, build and and try to. You know, get the attention of those guys like you know Dungey and 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 Filipoto and Chad, and so our team could be an option to them now. Uh-huh. Now it's still like we're up in the air. You know, we need to get a little bit better support and get Send some you a number. get some better stuff going. But um, uh, hey, hey uh, Jimmy Button just told me that uh, um, Josh Hill had another surgery. Yeah, so. he had another surgery like three weeks ago. Bad or, or no? Like good. I mean, He's good. No, it was just it wasn't a major. It was just yeah. they went in and they just. 
checked all of his nerve damage and all that stuff, and everything is on point. He went to the doctor on Friday. They took the cast off him. They checked all his. They did tests on him for movement and all that stuff, and he's still. They're not letting him walk, and he's he's been off his foot for three months now. No pressure, nothing, and supposedly he's gonna be able to be walking and everything in like another two weeks, okay. and then after that, as soon as he can walk, he can start riding. Okay. All right. So you predict he's going to race in racing on Hartington in 2012. I'm not predicting. He is. Oh, okay. he is going to race. Right. All right. Josh um, Hill will be back in 2013. I look forward to it. With uh, a vengeance. The kid's been on the couch and is hungry. 2013? 2012 and 13. <laughs> okay. Subway Sinjin, what's up? Uh, this is the first time caller, long time listener. No, we don't want to talk to you. Yeah. You're over, <laughs> we're over you. We're over you. Subway Sinjin, what's up? Yeah. Uh, okay. About. Uh, do you know, have any news on uh, Dietrich or uh, what was the other guy? Kevin Walker? No. We don't, uh, we yeah, don't yeah, do yeah. the news on this Just show. go to Vital. Go to Vital, dude. You can find <laughs> no, out I everything. Know. I already fucking know, Kenny. I'm just talking about like any other fucking Hey, Sinjin, check this out. Go to Vital. All right. Let's bring our next guest on. Team Red Bull KTM's Andrew Short. Shorty, what's going on? Hang it, man. Hey, thanks for doing the show, bud. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me on. Uh, uh, F you. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, Kenny. <laughs> oh, you guys. I love the, I love the relationship you two have. <laughs> yep. Hey, uh, t- uh, Millville um, went uh, all right, I guess, for you? Yeah, it's kind of like the rest of the year has been for me. It's been uh-huh. uh, a struggle and uh, a lot of challenges and definitely not how I was hoping. But How can you say it went all right, dude? The guy got second there last year. Didn't she short? Uh, I don't know, dude. I'm looking ahead, man. All right, bro. <laughs> Sorry to bring it up. <laughs> okay, so talk about Melville some more, Kenny. Maybe Kenny won't interrupt you. I don't know. Dude, talk about <laughs> Melville. Let's talk about the no, important I, shit, dude. Yeah, I got to start better. I got to ride better. There's a lot of areas that, you know, I can uh, better myself in, and there's challenges I need to meet right now. And um, So, yeah, it's been tough, but definitely uh, – you know, anytime we go into the races, it's it's not a bad day, and I realize that and want to make the most of it. But you know, when you don't finish where you want to, it's tough, and uh, you always want to you you always want more when you every, every time you go racing. So, not uh, how I was hoping it would go at Millville. How's yeah. Frankie doing? Is Frankie all right? Does he have the shotgun in his mouth yet, or what? <laughs> Fra- he always tells me like, "Nice try." Uh, yeah. What other comments does he have for me? Nice he always try. has some good ones. He for me. says right now that you're mad at him. He said, he said, he's, I was talking to him about you coming on the show. And he said, he's, he said, he goes, he's mad at me right now. He's mad at me. I love Frankie, man. Okay. I uh, always love Frankie. Right. Okay. Him, I, him and Gothic, Day, Gothic J, they're like on equal terms with me. I love those guys. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. Um, hey, uh, how much, and I know, I know you're a racer and, and you, you get paid to do a job and you're not going to use an excuse, but you know, your, your, your young son Hudson has been going through some difficulties uh, off the track with his eye, how much is that bothering you? How much is that uh, part uh, part to play? I talked to Deco- your team manager, Roger DeCoster, about that, and he fully understands that that could be affecting you, and, we, uh, you know, he's cutting you a break and a, some slack or whatever. But I guess, is it tough? It's got to be, right? Yeah, no, it's really tough and at home. And, you know, but everybody deals with, uh, you know, stuff like that, and we're just going through uh, a tough period in our lives, and, Every, everybody goes through different chapters like this and it's all how you deal with it and adjust and adapt and and move on from it and 
Um, so it's just one of those challenges, and I'm fortunate to have a really good family. My wife's been uh, amazing, and she handles a lot of that. And Unfortunately for me, it seems like every time I'm gone testing or at a dealer show or somewhere, uh, our little guy has surgery, and we mm-hmm. found out today he went for another checkup, and he has to have uh, another surgery next Tuesday. And yeah. Coincidentally, that's the day I'm testing in California again. You know, it just like stuff like that keeps happening. And um, but right. you know, we feel very blessed, and you know, you know, you gotta, you can't look at all the bad things in life. We're just yeah. um, we're pumped with what we got, and we feel really fortunate as well. Well, I mean, you know, everybody forgets that all the all these guys are human. All you racers are human with families and, and, and kids and lives outside of racing. And, you know, sometimes on a Saturday night, that guy who bought $60, paid $60 for a Supercross ticket, his favorite rider is uh, not performing to what he thought, and then he goes on a message board and rips it. But meanwhile, the rider's plane was delayed, or he went through some crap, he got in late, he didn't get asleep. You know what I mean? There's so much going on with you guys. And, and I'm in the media. I'm guilty as probably anybody um, for not – thinking about that it's it's part of the job though right yeah and i think you know your true character is uh or what you stand for as long as you're you're riding and you're giving everything you have and there's not much more you can do and as long as you go to bed and and know that you left everything on the table then there's nothing to be ashamed of and Mm -hmm. there's always gonna be people in the world that want to bring you down or whatever like that but i don't even feel like that i feel so so much support from everybody from the team and friends and family and um, even fans, you know, and all that combined. So I, I feel very fortunate to have that support system. But like you said, there's so many factors that right. people don't really see from the, the, you know, when like this weekend, you know, everyone was traveling and it was raining. Everyone was delayed, getting in late, and mm-hmm. muddy stuff like that. But some of us had to those sit, little things. Some of us had to sit next to Michael Lessie on a plane for two hours. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Dude, that's like gold, man. <laughs> oh, Tony! Tony was gold with amateur motocross stories before we got on. Oh, gold! Just oh yeah, awesome. I had no, no offense to Mikey, but I would way rather sit next to Tony. I love that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's got some good stories, uh, and also like yeah. Kenny. Kenny shows up here at the show, and he's sometimes angry because like Josh Hansen won't sign the contract, you know, and he's angry. Please <laughs> quit it. Quit it. I don't get. Who are you bidding against for Hanny? What is going on? You're going to have to ask him that, but he won't pick up your call. So <laughs> I'm not bidding against anybody. There's no bidding going well, on. It's a decision God. It's a decision that he has to make. Who's his agent? Himself. That's the crazy thing. <laughs> oh. oh, that's funny. Um, hey, what did you think of the track this weekend? A lot of guys I talked to after the race, and by the way, I went by to see you. You were gone. Um, yep. I uh, went talked to a lot of guys. They said really one line, hard to pass on because all the mud got pushed out. Uh, do you agree? Exactly, but it was bitching considering how much rain we got. Right. I mean, I was there in the pits on Friday, and it was like end of the world rain. <laughs> pits were flooded. There was like six to seven inches. Yeah. It wasn't just like coming down. It was like buckets of rain coming down. I thought for sure it was going to be like muddy, just ridiculous all day. Uh-huh. People getting having really bad days because of the mud, and I thought it was going to affect the championship more than what it did. Yep. But it, considering it turned out really well, and. I think the crowd still came out, and it, it could have been so much worse, you know. Let me ask you a question that probably no one has asked you yep. since Millville. What's up, Kenny? What did you think <laughs> of Chad's crash? <laughs> yeah, unbelievable. <laughs> that guy, yeah, every day that goes by, I get more and more respect for him and his family, and I just think that, uh, you know, exactly what I said earlier, when he, he he's letting his character um, show who he really is by getting up, 
and toughing it out when he doesn't have to. And, you know, he, he's laying everything on the line. And, you know, I'm sure he sleeps good at night knowing that. Right, right, yeah, it, it, it was it was crazy. Like we were saying to him, I don't know if you listened to the show earlier, but it was like he photoshopped somebody himself onto a photo just in the middle of the air. Yeah, <laughs> it was crazy. Hey, uh, I'm getting a head shake up that jump too. Those bumps were funky going up that jump. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, hey, uh, you're riding a KTM 350, as we all know. What what does the bike work really good on? What what do you feel like that uh, being down being down a little bit of horsepower? down some CCs. Where do you feel that the bike shines, though? Uh, on what kind of track conditions, what sections of the track, uh, so on, so on? Yeah, just the handling is really good. Mm-hmm. I think the more hard-packed it is, the better it is, just because it doesn't have as much torque as a 450. And, you know, the last few races have been tough because they've been so deep uh, with the rain, especially Redbud and uh, Millville. When so uh, so like you're looking... You lose your, Sorry, you lose your momentum. Mm-hmm. It gets really tough to accelerate out of the turns. So you're looking forward to Southwick. <laughs> Actually, the the KTM feels really good in the sand, and it, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. So you where, go you go good there too, though. I, I, yeah. I mean, does he? I mean, yeah. like Washougal, I went good last year. It's hard packed. I went two two. Right. But I got to get starts. That, that's the bottom line. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to catch up to those guys. So I need to start with them. Uh-huh. Finish with them. And so, okay, so where is it? Where is it? Where is it disadvantage at to you? Where does where does it hurt it? Uh, we talked about how it, where where it's good. Where do you think it could? Where do you think it loses some uh, some stuff to the four fifties? Yeah, just like what I said, the acceleration when yep. it's deep, yeah, uh, tough, and seems like I've been struggling on the starts. Not so much out of the hole, but down the straightaway. And uh, you know, it's like <laughs> this weekend, Carlos was calling me out. He said I let off, but. I don't know, man. I felt like I just got closed in. So right, right. It's tough. Um, all right, let's uh, let's go to the phones here. We got our lines are lit up for you too, man. Could call a lot of callers tonight, both for Shorty and and for Reedy. None for Coxo, but uh, <laughs> Jason, you there? Yeah, I'm here. What's up, man? You got a question for Andrew Short? Uh, kind of a question. Just wanted to, you know, to wish him the best with his son and everything. It's kind of. I, couldn't imagine how hard that is and being as gone as much as you are and everything, you know? Yeah, yeah but, uh, yeah, yeah uh, just all right. I mean, having kids and everything, I couldn't imagine being gone as much. So big props to you. Right on, Jason. Well, thanks, man. Yeah, no problem. Uh, Jason, just want to give you some props. Uh, <laughs> who's on one right now? Tits? Do we know? Um, if I hey had... you there? Who's who's this? Yeah, this is John from Phoenix. Hey. I actually called to talk to Reed. Oh Jesus! But sorry. <laughs> yeah, I've been on the line the whole time on my iPhone four. four. <laughs> so you should give me one of those. Dude, it's been literally an hour. But shorty, dude. Okay. <laughs> hey. All right. We'll give you an iPhone four case. You you got the you got it. Oh sick. So we'll shorty. just stay on the line. Stay on the line when you're done, and uh, and Wait. tits will get your information. Uh, all right, sick, shorty. <laughs> I love the way you live your life, man. The way you're so kind to people and your Christian values, it means a lot to me to see someone that idolizes writing style just to do that. It, it's a really Hold on, cool hold on, hold on a second. World. Hold on. You called to talk to Reed, and now it sounds like you called to talk to Chad or to, to Shorty, and now you're making all this up. You know what no, I mean? No, I'm serious. I, Shorty's an awesome dude. Okay. I just want to. You don't know him very well. Yeah, you don't know him. <laughs> Uh, is he dude, an dude, every time I see the guy, he tells me to f off. Little known fact in the pits: 
biggest dick, Andrew Short. Trans world. Oh, trans world. Uh, Are you talking physically or <laughs> no. like uh, theoretically? Uh, I'm heartbroken. <laughs> Dude, the guy walks by me. Come in somewhere. Dude, the guy will walk by me and I'll hear someone yelling my name and I'll turn around and I'll go, F you. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, no, we're just kidding. No, no I'm joking, joking. We're, we're joking, kidding, John. Joking. But um, uh, yeah, good dude, good th- thanks dude. for uh, – yeah, all right. You got, continue on. <laughs> hey, John, just ask Mosier how cool he is. Oh, I don't want to know how – I don't want to know what Mosier does at night to Shorty. Yeah. Um, I don't I think, think Mosier's calling in the night. I'm not sure. Oh, he's, I don't know where he's at. Yeah. Huh. Still waiting. He probably is still crying from when he, you said he didn't answer the phone. Probably. What? Who didn't answer the phone? When Shorty didn't answer the phone, Mosier's probably still Shorty? playing suicide. Shorty called oh, Mosier? Dude, answer. No, no, no. On the Mosier show earlier, called? I was trying to get a hold of Shorty in it. it oh, yeah, yeah. Voicemail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, Mosier just ended it right there. Hey, do you got Mosier's phone number, Short? No, Jackie does, though. I He, he hit me up yesterday for your phone number. <laughs> you can give it to him. I don't care. Yeah, that's not like cool. Mosier. He's a good guy. Yeah, good job, buddy. You know, you just made his night. I oh, guarantee yeah. you, he just got an extension wherever he's at. <laughs> hey, John, I gotta uh, get him tickets for this weekend if he's going. Hey, John, um, um, can we're gonna put you on hold and then Tits will get your information for that iPhone case. Sounds good. All right. Hey, will you let will you let Moser sit under your tent and and go into the hospitality and eat and hang out with you guys? Yeah, he did at Seattle, man. He was out of hand. He was hanging out with Mathis more than anybody. But well, and then now, and then Coy told me uh, this weekend again. Coy's like, "Hey, dude, you're kooky fans. So I'm gonna stay away from me." And I, <laughs> and it was Moser at Seattle who said, "Hey, my copier needs ink changing." And Kenny told me that you're the guy. And so Coy wasn't too pumped on that. Uh, but uh, uh, um, yeah, so let's get back to some seriousness here. What uh, what's going on next year for you? Do you have another year at KTM, or uh, do you know what's happening? No, yeah, I'm just kind of shopping around and. Wait, you're shopping? Well, I mean, not. I mean, there's a couple of places I would like to go, and obviously, uh, KTM is one of them. And, yep. You know, it's no secret that they're going after Dungey, and I don't know what's going to happen with uh, that. And in my opinion, I think they're going to get him, and mm-hmm. uh, we'll see what happens with. Uh, I, I, you know, I think you stay there. I think you stay there. I think. I think maybe. How about if I we talk off the phone here and uh, I give you a little offer, short. Oh, no. <laughs> You're waiting on <laughs> Hanny. Uh, I can see little Hanny. I can see it now. Hanny Tedesco, short, Hill. <laughs> um, Dude, I don't get tattoos, man. Sorry. Yeah. Wait, who? Hill doesn't have any tattoos. You don't? No. All right. No, we can we'll do that. Right. We can do that for you. Um, no, I think you're staying. I think because they, they, they like what you – I talked to Roger. Yeah, yeah. I talked to Roger. L- listen to this, dude. Uh, listen he, listen could, to Mathis, dude. He's going to tell you <laughs> that you're staying. Well, at least I could get, I could sign Hanny at least. You can't even do that. I don't even do the deals. That's why. Um, you know, you're going to work with Kenny next year coming over. Kenny Kenny and you get along well, and he needs a mentor from, from what I hear. Uh, <laughs> a lot of Red Bulls, a lot of Cokes, you know. Um so uh, I can see you st- staying staying there, even if they get Dungey. You know, I think uh, you've done that. You've done it. You've done the team well, and also too, you know what comes into it. You've had a few DNS and a few mechanicals, and again, that's that kind of stuff where it gets remembered how you handled it. You know what I mean? So I don't know, just my thought. Yeah, no, they're good people. I really like the team, and that's why I went there because mm-hmm. of the personnel and the structure and right. all that. Uh, I really enjoy a lot of the aspects of it, and 
I know the team is going to continually to get better year after year, and um, I hope to be a part of it. And you know, yeah. I don't know exactly where it's going to go. And that's the yeah. you know, I love motorcycles. I love racing. I don't like the business side of it, but you have to just suck it up and, and go. And you know, I have a rad job, and that's the bad part of it. So you got to take it and can't complain about it too much. And um, so yeah. Oh, here's we'll see where it goes. Here's crazy something time of year. Here's something else I thought of. I know you talked to Brooks last year about the Sam Manuel deal a little bit, and now he's got a team going on. There's something maybe. Ooh. 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 With 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 Hondas, I heard. Yeah. Factory Honda. Laison. Maybe Kenny can be your e-laison, and you guys could get it figured out. Um, oh God. Say, so what do you think, huh? He'll land somewhere. Shorts a good dude. Dude, I don't. Yeah. I don't know, man. I he just want to be talk. around good people and. Yeah. Uh, oh, that rules you know, Kenny's team out. Well, exactly. But you know what's a good thing that you got going on? There's Kenny really exactly. <laughs> there, there could be there could be some spots opening up, and there's not too many guys to fill them this year. Everyone's yeah, under contract. There, there isn't. Yeah, there isn't that many people up, uh, which is surprising. You know, next year there's going to be a ton of people. Um, I think that's when most people will see a lot of changes. But I think it's a good time of year to be a rider. Maybe there's not as much money as there used to be, obviously. But there is some rides available and good equipment. And at this stage in my career it's like I, I need some good equipment and i don't want to waste anymore because i know it's not going to be around any more years because i don't right. think it's going to be around obviously forever and um we'll see where it goes you still yeah. got still got Bram- all pans out you still got bramblet yeah yep. still work with fred and all right he's Let- a good guy and yeah i'll give fred a call and i'll tell him how you can make a lot of money wherever you go big bonuses <laughs> uh all right let's let's uh let's get to another call professor are you there Hey, boys, how are you this evening? What's going on? Thanks, man. No, Thanks for calling. it's gentlemen to you, sir. Hey, uh, Kenny, I've really, you're on top of your game right now, man. Uh, really doing a great job on the show. <laughs> Enjoy it. But I got a question for Shorty. Hey, Andrew, you're a smart ass. Last year you were it's ripping long. those starts on the Honda, and I remember you talking about you had kind of a procedure down that you used, and once you got that procedure, that thing, you know, was, was just was pulling those hole shots. And I was just wondering what's it like as a rider sort of, you know, moving over to a different machine, and and I guess you're working on a different procedure to start that that KTM that you're on. But uh, how how do you find the difference between them, or you know, you're it's called you're traction control, guy. It's called a Honda traction control. <laughs> <laughs> Push the button underneath the tank. That's what we're talking, Kenny. You're on top of your game, man. Yeah, no. I wish I was on top uh, of something I have else the right Honda now. Down, man. Bookie. Go ahead. Sorry, Andrew. I had the Honda down starting, and especially at Colorado, I feel like I could hop on that bike tomorrow and I could hole shot without even practicing. and I know exactly when to shift, how it feels, everything. And the KTM, I haven't quite figured it out. Uh, it's higher RPMs because the torque is, uh, you know, the peak torque is made at a higher RPM, and um, I haven't quite mastered it yet. And, you know, it's uh, something I'm getting better at, and I wish it would come a little quicker to me, but I just haven't figured it out, and it's frustrating because, it's how fast everybody's going. You know, it's it's obvious. You got to start up front to be with them. And where I'm starting, it's not going to happen. So. I'm going to predict right now, short. You're pulling a top five start this week at Washougal. Yeah. I'm pu- I'm calling it right now because I think that like I watch you, like I watch the starts and I watch you come out of the gate, and I think that you're you're there for the first, you know, at the beginning of the start. But I think those long starts chew you, and it's it's an uphill start, but it's not like a big uphill start. And it's it's I think you're going to do. I know everything. Yep. So I think you're going <laughs> to. They that's, changed it last year, Kenny. Yeah, they did. 
Is it big? Yeah. It's longer. Yeah, it's long now. Oh, it's that long strip. Yeah, but still, dude, it's oh, you're flat. Screwed. <laughs> no, it's flat. It's flat. They don't disc it that deep. Yeah, I remember no, now. You're, I remember you're, that you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I, I still, I'm, thanks, I'm holding my turn. Thanks per- a lot, Shorty. I'm going to go back and uh, flunk some more students on their term paper. See you later, boys. Thanks, Professor. <laughs> All right. Hey, Short, I still got you. Anybody want to bet me that Short doesn't get top five? I'm taking bets tonight. All right. I'm surprised Moser hasn't called in yet, but he was saying that he thinks the perfect circle, it's all going to come around this weekend. Oh, He'll the, be there. With Moser? With Moser there. What are you going to do? You're not going to be there, dude. Me? Yeah. I, I know. Why don't you go? Because um, it's in Washington. So what? Why don't you just buy a ticket and go? How much is it? Oh, for... right. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll actually be on vacation. Where are you going? Lake Powell. Shit, I'd rather be with you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, what do you think of uh, Washougal, Shorty? You've had some good luck there on, on the lights bike and on the 450, huh? Yeah, I've, I've won there on a lights bike. Yeah. And, um, last year I went 2-2, I think. Uh, but always a really good track for me. You need a lot of throttle control, and it always suited me. So it's, it's I don't know, it's so shadowed, and it's really mm-hmm. tight and narrow. It's all about angles, and it's probably not the best track we ride on, but right. it's a cool atmosphere with all the fans and trees and well, the traffic is a bummer getting out, but in, I love it. Other in, than that, in '98, I went to a local race there and I got fourth in 500 B class. Uh, yeah, man. So if yeah. you need, if you need, if you want to walk the track with me uh, on Friday, perhaps I can, you know, help you out. <laughs> All right. Hey, what happened? To, what happened to the Andrew Short videos? Yeah, when my son got started having all his problems, I got all stressed. <laughs> yeah. It just didn't happen. I didn't have much good things going on at the races. Right, right. I was over it. I'm gonna start again in the off season. Okay, yeah, you got to be in the right mood, right, to like do it and, and like work into it and all that. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I just haven't been into it. So Kenny's on the phone right now. Is that Henny? Is that Henny? Andrew, do you edit all oh. the videos yourself and everything? Oh yeah, I do everything. Yeah, dude. I, I hand my little video camera to my buddies and I need uh-huh. them to film me riding or whatever, but. Yeah, it's all me, dude. They're pretty popular, man. They're, they're impressive. They're good, yeah. Um, and it's good for a rider who's done all that too. Um, uh oh, we might have a new future for Andrew Short, videographer. Oh yeah, if you don't get a ride next year, maybe that's what you can do. Hunting <laughs> <laughs> videos, pit party. Yeah, pit party and stuff. I'm sure you'll be fine. Hey, when's Jackie uh, making a comeback? We talked a little bit know, about man. it. Hey, but Kenny. Dude, I was at the gas station the other day here in Texas, and they had the ice machine wrapped in a, like, Chevy Ooh. ad or something, you know? The whole The whole ice thing. Machine. And what did I think of when I saw that? Those fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> now, did, did Kenny get that? Did you copy that, Kenny? No, hell no. What was the last time I was in Texas? Oh, the what, you never went to an ice machine? Maybe there's other ice machines that are wrapped. No, those guys are Ooh. I think they were copying Kenny's style. They, they Maybe. On. Well, I mean, as we all know, Kenny doesn't care about the Team Manager of the Year award that he lost. But <laughs> let, let us let, let him tell you all about it. <laughs> uh, yeah. um, it. Hey, uh, speaking of Ken Rocks, uh, he's killing it right now. He's got the points lead back, and he's stretching it out. Yeah, it's awesome. I'm so happy for him and, and KTM over there. That Hurlings kid is, is pretty good as well. So mm-hmm. it's impressive that he's beating them and – um, it's crazy now with uh, um, Caroli too. It seems like once the saw got hurt, it kind of made it boring, and Caroli's just killing it. I know, so, right? But yeah, I'm really happy for Kenny. Um, Thank I- you. <laughs> are you? <laughs> hey, are you doing the Monster Energy Cup? I hope to, but uh, I don't know what's going to happen with. I don't. I won't have a contract right. after you know October first. So 
Hey, uh, if uh, you want to talk to Andrew Short, we got him on for just a little bit while longer. Uh, 702-586-7857. Um, well, what about Jackie's comeback? No? Did you ever see the time yeah. when she'll be on the line with the rest Dude. of the ladies? She loves it. She wants to ride, but she has two kids. and She has two kids. two kids. We need to get Jackie Last sponsored time by she rode, We had three broken hands between us you know like i had a broken wrist and she had two broken wrists <laughs> well that's that that is some point to maybe not tell jackie before she starts riding she needs to call me i can maybe get her sponsor with an inhaler company because i knew that she had a problem she'd pull <laughs> off the track and that's the first thing she'd go where's the inhaler she'd always yeah. shoot out the worst asthma of anyone i've ever seen oh in my does life. she still have asthma yeah still have asthma. oh yeah like hang town would be out oh yeah i don't know what other ones are bad for yeah allergies, yeah oh that's yeah that's yeah tough. she would dude i've never seen anyone in my life like most people go for a bottle of water like right hydration dude jackie would just say where's the inhaler like she couldn't even yeah. talk she just like i, I pushing get the i get winded like that too you get winded walking downstairs um <laughs> hey uh andrew let's let's switch uh, topics real quick here you've got uh, uh eli tomac with you i don't know if he's still at your place or whatever but you've had him there for a while Talk about that, and and also too, Eli's struggling a little bit. I think uh, um, that's got to be a little hard on him, also, huh? Yeah, he's a great kid and mm-hmm. he has a great family. And they left right before Colorado to go okay. back home, and then I think they did Larocco's boot camp last week. But oh yeah, he wanted he wanted to get used to the heat, and that kid, dude, in the middle of the week, he rides so impressive. Yeah, that I swear, there's no one that can beat him. And, you know, he gets to the race, and it seems like he tries so hard that maybe he forces it and it doesn't come um, the way he hopes and stuff like that. But right, right. he's still young and has a lot of yeah. time to figure it out, and his dad's really smart as well as his mom. You know, mm-hmm. they're both uh, high-end athletes, you know, themselves, and so I think they understand from the athlete point of view. And once they get everything, all the elements figured out, he's going to – once it all clicks, it's going to be uh, – really easy for him just kind of like supercross was there for a while he figured it out started winning and i think once he does that for the outdoors um you know he can continue that and Mm -hmm. keep winning but well right now he seems like he's struggling with the heat so yeah it wouldn't be the first and it wouldn't be the first kid to you know uh come on strong and then just all of a sudden you know be like uh maybe i don't i don't want to say slacking because he's not but you know what i mean just Gets caught up in the second year of his yeah, you know a lot of people. I, I've always seen like a lot of those guys like they come out of the amateur ranks and they're on fire. Like they're just like I got something to prove, and they go out there, and then the elements start playing a factor. And you know what? I think that's what he's going through, and I think once he adjusts, because it didn't seem like he had a problem in Supercross. I mean, I think next year he's definitely a contender to win the whole thing. Yeah, and he works hard. He works really hard. Is it's he a amazing. cool kid? I don't know the kid yeah, at all. He's- He's way cool. Um, he's really quiet. <laughs> First right. two weeks he was here, I didn't hardly see him. And uh, but then you know, once he kind of warms up to you and gets to know you, he's awesome. And, um, but yeah, he's just quiet. I would say. But once you get to know him, he's an awesome kid. Um, uh, well, hey, uh, we're gonna wrap up with short. Any more callers, tits? Uh, nothing. No, no. You guys want to wrap up with short? Yeah, let's get it. I know he has stuff to do. Busy guy. Uh, Andrew. Oh, we got we got one, we got one more call. Oh, no yeah. more callers, hold, 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 dude. Hold on one second. There's somebody else calling. Hello. Hard. I short you, and you other guys can f off. That was not <laughs> a nice joke. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> You've been on hold for a long time, Moser. I had to go plug in my phone because it was dying, and then you got my wife all pissed off at me because now it's past Molly's bedtime. And I, I'm supposed to be putting her in bed. Oh, yeah. Well, sorry, bud. I'm really sorry about that. We'll try to schedule this show well, around your kid's bedtime. Maybe maybe you've heard I'm a pretty big Andrew Shore fan, so I told my wife she's going to have to. Uh, she's going to have to. Wow. That's gnarly. Like, you put your family before anything to talk to this guy? Uh, I didn't. It's, it's just bedtime. It's one night. I think she'll she can handle it. Um. All right. Well, let's uh. What, what, what do you? Let's get this thing started. I've got, <laughs> I've got just one. I've got one question for the night because I've got all weekend to hang out with Andrew and, <laughs> yes, and we you can handle all sorts of questions. Yeah. Um. I just wanted to ask about Washougal in 2006. It was a beautiful day. What do you? What do you yeah. remember from that day? I just remember my yellow and blue gear winning. That was about it. Is that it? Okay, Mosh. That was it. That was it. The only other cool thing is RV wanted to win that race really bad, but he beat me in Colorado, and I wanted to win in Colorado really bad, and he won there, so I was pretty happy that I won. It's actually kind of of amazing. RV's never won Washougal, and his goggle lens popped out. Another time his bike broke. Another time Andrew Short put put the hurt to him. It's really amazing that Ryan Villapoto hasn't won Washougal. Yeah. Well, if you were you there in 06? Was I there? Come on, dude. Yeah. I think I've been. I think I. Did you see how fast short it was right that day? Seriously, I think I've been to every (laughs) Washougal since '96. I think I've been to every every one since then. Me too. Kenny, no, you haven't. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Kenny, you were there last year. I remember. I couldn't believe it. I know. Tank top, going for it. I didn't have a tank top. I had a collared shirt on. Yeah, he had a collared shirt on. No, he had a a a tank top on the day before. Is that, is that when you Not did the show? At the end the, uh, of the day, dude, the you did your, your bull crap. shirt with the sleeves cut off. Bull crap. I had a collared shirt on all day, bro. Really? I remember. I remember. I had a was fucking. It Friday I had, then, maybe? Yeah, yeah Friday. Because yeah. I remember Saturday, I, I ate a chili dog and I got chili dog sauce all over me. I got chili <laughs> all over the front of my shirt. I was bummed because I was white. Then I just Uncle said, Jonathan's oh. corn cob pipe. <laughs> and I kept telling everybody, God, dude, the mud, the dirt just sticks to your clothes out here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, Moser. Anything else? Yeah, I, yeah, one request. Hey, why don't you tell uh, us on the air about your little deal trying to get a media pass? Let's let's hear this. <laughs> that's a that's a long story. Well, let's condense it as much as you can. Going back to last year's press conference. All right. So basically. Towards the end of the race last year, I may have fallen asleep in the grass with a friend um, due to the heat. It was warm. It was warm. And so when we were walking, like the race was over by the time we got up, and we were walking down the track because it was just kind of open at that point, and we were just wandering through the pits, and we didn't really have any passes or anything, but we just kind of wandered into the press tent because that was kind of the flow of traffic. And when they questioned if I had the right credentials, I had a bunch of wristbands on because it was retro year last year. And so I was like, yeah, yeah, this, this pass here, we're with the Washougal Free Press. And she kind of questioned it, and Weege was walking up, and I was like, hey, if he vouches that I am who I say I am, will you let us in? And she's like, yeah, absolutely. And so before he got to me, I was like, hey, Weege, are we with the Washougal Free Press? And he's like, oh, yeah, those guys? They're totally <laughs> legit. Yeah, let them in. So uh, my friend got asked twice to keep his voice down when he was talking to the Contador uh, helmet cam guy. Was this the, the crier? What's that? Is this the crier who got asked to be quiet? No, no, it was my my buddy that's in Afghanistan right now. Okay. Um, the crier didn't make it in because he he left her. He he didn't nap in the grass with us. And then so I stood up and I asked. Uh, let's see, I asked 
This already yeah, isn't short enough for me. Can you can you can you bring this up a little bit? Like just seriously. All I right, speeding it up. Yeah. So I went to ask Andrew Short a question. They told me to sit down. I wasn't even allowed to ask a question at that point. And so, long story short, I went to the extent to try and get a Washougal free press credential for this year. Yeah. Like, I managed to uh, talk to the right people to get an email address with the right guy that gives the credentials. I, I more or less stretched the truth a little bit and said, this is who I am. I'm an amateur journalist, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, uh, he called my bluff and he, he called the paper. <laughs> and... <laughs> So he emailed me back and was like, well, they've never heard of you. And so then I called the paper and I tried to sell myself. And they were like, well, it's a little late now because we already have our press credentials for this year. And uh, it was like, maybe next year. And so I'm going to write a paper this year about the race report and send it in and get everything all dialed up. So next, next year, maybe I'll have Washugo Free Press yeah, credential. I, I do and like this that. all done for absolutely no reason other than just – a joke. Giggles. I do like that. Yeah, that's funny. Tried to get a credential using a fake press, and then they actually called you out and called the newspaper. That's and, a long story yeah. for really for. I, I thought it was funny, but I you're... think it's really stupid. Okay. Later, Moser. <laughs> Have see a good weekend. See you, Moser. Hey, that, that's actually a longer story. Yeah, I is. shortened it. Hey, I, we never got to my request though. Yeah, yeah we did. Your, your, no. your cover's on the way. What is it? Shorty. Shorty. Yeah. So yeah. Saturday is my birthday. And I was hoping on my birthday I could do the – well, Steve is actually getting me pulp, pulp on Next Press credentials because my other ones fell through. Um, and he said that I could do the, the post-race podcast with you maybe if you're willing to do it with me. Nice. Okay, yeah, for sure. Whatever, dude. It's your Done. birthday. Awesome. Hey, I give you permission to blow short on your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I just – I hope all the listeners heard – Kitz was the one earlier that asked what short was packing. I never asked a question like that. Because you already know, dude. Because you already know. (laughs) Creeping in the bushes. Dude, Jackie better watch out. (laughs) All right. Hey, Boz, have a good weekend, buddy. See you, Moser. Have a good weekend. See you this weekend. Let's see you this weekend. All right. I, I can't wait to see him this weekend. I can't. I mean, I, I, I want to see what he's wearing, dude. Remember last year he wore the Daisy Dukes? Yeah. Last year was the one where he said that you, you he was in the middle of a sentence and you walked away. Dude, I couldn't sit there and talk to some guy with his freaking nuts <laughs> hanging out, dude. <laughs> dude, I'm sorry. Hey, Shorty, uh, thanks for coming on, bud. Um, Shorty, yeah, it's always that. a pleasure, bud. Always, and sorry about that story from Moser. We 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 got a little long. Um, uh, but hey, good luck. Continued this for the rest of the year. I know uh, I know you're frustrated a little bit at your results, but hey, keep on keep on keeping on, bud. It'll it'll come around for you. Hey, and you know what I'm going to tell you, right, Short? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right on. See Thank, you, man. Thanks. Have a good night. See you. All right, Andrew. Bye. Red Bull KTM's Andrew Short uh, coming on the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. Always a good time. We're going to go to a commercial break, and hopefully we will come back right when it ends. And hey, you know what? Before we go to commercial, this is one Kenny, thing. I Kenny think. has to leave at, at right at 9 o'clock. So Something we're funny to, about Short. We're going like, to try to get through everything, but we're not quite sure. Um, yeah, if we can get through everything. Yeah. Hey, the funny well, we're going to try our best to uh, – Yeah, the funny it. thing and is – And when you guys come back, we're going to have – Suck it. And we're going to. Suck it. I want me to cut you off. I'm sorry. Hey. Ouch, down population, you, bro. It's funny that, like, these dudes that grew up with Andrew Short and from Colorado that raced against him, like Tedesco. Yeah, grabbed his front brake lever. We know. Yeah, it's just crazy that people, people, like, I, I can't see him being, like, and a lot of people say that he's super aggro out there. and like He's not. Dude, he's just so, like, 
God, he's a he's a he's you know he was he was I think he was more aggressive for sure when he first made the jump into the class and he was trying to prove something. But he was never that bad. I never remember being like, oh my God, that's so dirty. But he yeah. got voted the dirtiest rider on Trans World Poll. James Stewart called him the silent assassin or the smiley assassin. My guy, dude. Yeah, and I just uh, I don't I didn't <laughs> James, see it. James, yeah, okay, all right, no worries. That's all I gotta say about Shorty, but nothing but props for that guy. Let's go to commercial. See you guys. Commercial. Pay the bill. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show, presented to you by PTOSports.com, featuring Kenny Watson and that other guy. Thanks for listening. Please support our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Whatever you need for your bike or body, BTOSports.com is your destination as we carry all the leading brands. BTO has you covered with the best selection, best service, and best prices around. Make sure to punch in that code M-A-T-T-H-E-S and any order over 100 bucks gets a Mathis-sized discount. BTOSports.com is proud to be on board the Pulp MX show and make sure to check us out on the web at BTOSports.com. Check out our current special for free shipping on all international orders over $799. Works Connection has been around 22 years, providing top quality protection for your bikes, which includes our quick adjust clutch perches, work stands, and skid plates. We're proud sponsors of the rock star Makita Suzuki, as well as Hardin Huntington, and many other teams competing on the highest level. From Steve Lansom in 1990 to Ryan Dungey in 2011, we've got you covered with top-notch products made right here in the U.S. of A. Check out our website at worksconnection.com. And when you order, enter Pulp MX for a 20% off discount. As a motorcyclist, one will have certainly come across the name AGV, most probably because Valentino Rossi, one of the world's fastest and most talked about racers, wears them religiously. Well, the legendary Italian helmet brand, which started manufacturing helmets in 1947, has decided to return to our sport with two motocross helmets, the MTX and the new AX8. The AX8, with its carbon Kevlar fiber shell, has a sleeker, more aggressive styling, amazing cooling and ventilation, and only weighs 1,500 grams. This helmet has been developed and used by Gautier Paulin, Travis Pastrana, Davey Millsaps, and 2008 MX1 World Champ, David Philipparts. The AX8 retail price starts at $349. You can check them out at all Parts Unlimited dealers or directly at agv.com. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000 square foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where proudly everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us. So thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. 
The solution to safeguarding your bike, your tools, and everything else is easy. It's Vivint Alarms and Home Automation. Whatever it is you want to protect, Vivint is one of North America's largest security companies. And on top of the peace of mind you get from having everything protected, you can also get home automation as well. Imagine controlling everything, from your thermostat, lights, to cameras, from your phone. Vivint lets you do all that and more. Ryan Villapoto and even Mathis himself have and use the system every day. Pulp MX Show listeners save 100 bucks by clicking on the banner on the show page. Want to learn more? Go to vivint.com slash pulpmx. The result of design experience and factory rider feedback. Fly Racing Helmets, Racewear, and Protective Products continue to push the boundaries of innovation and technology, fit, function, and finish. Worn and endorsed by pros Andrew Short, Trey Kennard, and Team BTO Sports BBMX riders Michael Byrne and Jason Thomas, Fly Racing designs products for the serious racer and rider. The difference is in the details. For more information, visit flyracing.com to view its entire range of exciting products or follow Fly Racing on Facebook and Twitter. With over 20 years of experience in the graphic design and motocross industries, Tech One Designs has the expertise you need to make your bike look like the pros. Offering a variety of semi-custom and fully custom graphics for your bike, Tech One Designs delivers just what you need at the prices you want, with backgrounds starting as low as $29.99 and full graphic kits from $149.99. As a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show and its dedicated listeners, we want to show our support by offering 15% off your next order. So go to tech1designs.com today and enter the discount code PULPMX15 at checkout to save money today. The next time you need to get your bike dialed, think about contacting JGRMX for all your engine and suspension modifications. Joe Gibbs Racing jumped feet first into Supercross and Motocross a few years ago, and using their state-of-the-art engine and suspension dynos, they are able to provide you with the best mods out there. Using what they learned from team riders like Davey Millsaps, Justin Brayton, and Cooper Webb, JGRMX can get you and your bike to the top level. Look for an announcement soon for the all-new amateur motocross team. Check them out on the web at JGRMX.com. JGRMX is a semi-proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. If you live your life loud, then Kicker Audio Components are for you. Kicker has been behind the sport of Supercross and Motocross for a long time now and is a personal sponsor of some of the biggest names the sport has ever seen. Names like Jeremy McGrath, Ricky Carmichael, Chad Reed, and others rely on Kicker for all of their needs. Kicker's been around a long time and is known to bring their best into each and every product they make. Whether it's speakers, amplifiers, subwoofers, or any other product, we have you covered. Check us out on the web at kicker.com and remember, live it loud. Brand goggles are the result of over 25 years of experience in the eyewear business, and the product has been race-proven at the highest levels. For 2010, X-Brand has Mike Alessi, Moto Concepts Yamaha, Josh Strang, and many others wearing the Gox and Gox Liquid Performance eyewear. X-Brand goggles are exclusively distributed by MTA. Check out our complete line of goggles at your local dealer or at thexbrand.com.
5150. Coming at you, Sammy Agar. I used to really like Van Halen until the show. Yeah. See, we, we missed our commercial break last time, so now we are coming in early. Sweet. Make up for that 40th dead. All right. Welcome back. Papa Mech Show presented by uh, BTOsports.com. 8 o'clock hour brought to you by Worth Connection. Worth Connection, choice of teams like Hart and Huntington, Rockstar, Makita Suzuki, Ryan Dungey, Brett Metcalf, Ivan Tedesco. Next year, Josh Hansen. They will all use this stuff, and uh, you can check it dude, out. Dude, why do you say that? You don't know that. <laughs> don't, don't be throwing shit out there, dude. You're a fucking idiot. Uh, WorksConnection.com. Hey, if you type in Pulpamex, you will get 20 save yourself, 20% off. Uh, Josh Hill and Ivan Tedesco will use this product next year. And, uh, and maybe uh, others. Say and, and, maybe, other. and maybe others. Yeah. There's, 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 there's big things happening at H&H right now. Have you seen Hart's Twitter? It says it. It, it did say that. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Was that what we talked about earlier? The big things? What? The things was the big things the stuff we talked about before the show? <coughs> no. That you didn't want me to talk about? No. Okay, all right. AGV helmets, helmet of choice for guys like Travis Sorana. Bigger did. things that this industry is going to shit them shit them shit themselves when they see what happens. Rap coolers? It's hey, the rap coolers went over so well they're going to wrap the bikes. <coughs> you know what? We're the bringing bikes. we're bringing we're bringing in we're it's just it's just astronomical what's going on with us right now. It's going to blow people's wigs back. That's all AGV I helmets, say. AX8, Millsaps, Pastrana, they all use them. The distinctive design of an AX8 is what sets it apart from others. AGV.com. 40 years of making helmets, Watson. Uh, also, Tech One Designs. Tech One Designs is, is uh, on board with us. They're making some cool graphics for the show, as well as for some bikes. Pulpamex graphics as well. So you can get your own Pulpamex graphics for your bike. Uh, they've got 20 years' experience in the design and the motocross industry. <coughs> they've got all the expertise you need to make the bike look like the pros, offering a lot variety of semi-custom and fully custom graphics. Graphic kits from $149.99. Backgrounds as low as 30 bucks. You want 15% off your order? Go to tech1designs.com and enter the discount code PULPAMEX15. Hey, where are they from? <laughs> Tell us where they're from, Kenny Watson. Minden, Nevada. Also, uh, Vivint Home Automation System. I've got one. Ryan Vilpoto's got one. Uh Mike Stevens there over there at Vivint has hooked us up with a full system. Uh, more than anything, gives you obviously safe of mind, peace of mind that your stuff's not getting ripped off, but it's also home automation so you can adjust your thermostat, your cameras, uh, anything, your lights, whatever you want, uh, whenever you want, you can do that. So check them out. Uh, you can save money by clicking through on the site to save money to get your own system, and you can get your own rape code, which is always a good thing. Also, Fly Racing. Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, they use Fly Racing. Why don't you? Uh, Fly has a new, some new, cool new Andrew Short 29 helmets out, which I think, I guarantee you, Mojo will be ordering shortly. And uh, Kicker, Kicker, live it loud. So Kicker's good good dudes down there. Uh, we've given away a set of headphones this week. I think we got another set yet to give away, so we'll do that sometime in the coming up. It's a lot of sponsor reads, Kenny. I wish you'd help me out once in a while. Nope, I refuse. You do such a good job. I would stumble and bobble I say, and I think drop technically, it. Or Kenny's technically illiterate, isn't he? Yeah, technically. Technically. Let's go to the emails right now. You're uh, technically, you're technically <laughs> going to be fucking clipped if you keep it up. Jeff sent a lot of swearing tonight. Jeff sent in an email. I know why Reed crashed at Millville. It was the James Stewart cornrow hairdo. White boys are not supposed to have cornrows. <laughs> Stewart has been a crash fest lately, so when Reed got the Stewie hairstyle, he jinxed himself. Ha ha, I'm kidding, of course. Love Reed, and I'm glad he did not break any bones. Awesome work you do. Thanks. Uh, Isn't that the thing you do, though, when you go to the Bahamas, just get your hair corn rolled? Not me. 
Not me, bro. Well, that's I get in my. I guarantee I, you. I guarantee. I get you. in my speedo and I sit by the beach. <laughs> you know what? You should probably do next time you go because you probably have more, more hair down on your package down low. You should get that braided. Hey, check this. You ever out. seen a bald eagle? <laughs> I guarantee you, your package ain't shaved. Oh, I guarantee you it is. Let's do it. Let's see it right now. I'll oh, let's you. see my package this right now. I want to wait. Just now. I'm not showing you. Because I guarantee you, you got more hair down there than I you have in your head. I will not eat cat poop. All right, Josh sent an email in. Kenny Watson is ruining a decent show because of the size of his ass. Even when he tries to bring something positive to the show, somehow his ass gets in the way. He loves the fans until his ass starts bothering him. His ass would like you not to listen if you do not like what it has to say. The ass doesn't realize we are not there to listen to it. Unfortunately, the ass continues to believe someone cares about his opinions. We listen for everything but the ass. JT Money is confusing. That guy has some messed up opinions about fellow riders. His voice is all messed up. I can barely handle listening to his slow, depressing tone. Is the years of missing mains or getting knocked out affecting him? Who's this guy? Josh. Dude, he that's from? so funny. I don't know where he's from. Hey, Josh. Dude, dude's I'll, I'll stick, a haterade. I'll, I'll stick up. I'll stick up. Uh, you can think of whatever you want to think about me because I could give a rat's ass. But JT Money is a good guy, and that's just his demeanor. That's just the way he talks. And – no one makes you listen to the show. That's that's the cool thing about this show. And I say it all the time. Right. If you don't like it, don't fucking listen to it. Go go bury yourself in the sand. Who cares? This is opposed to I other shows everything. where you have to listen yeah, to it. Yeah, other shows you have you, to. You don't have a choice. Shit don't matter to me. If you don't pay my bills, fuck you. Yep, exactly, yep. bro. <laughs> hey, Josh, but on another side, thanks for listening, buddy. <laughs> thanks for supporting the show. And you know what? <laughs> Thank you very much, dude. You're, um, without, without people like you, we wouldn't be on here. Let's so. go to the uh, voicemails this week. And as always, the voicemails are dedicated to Greg McCurry, who loves listening to these. Uh, let's go to the voicemails. We had like 30-something messages this week. I've narrowed it down to the best uh, five or six. Can, and actually, Watson, uh, let's get started on this. There's a real good question in here that I get a, a shit ton of email about. I'd like your opinion on this. Uh, let's listen to the voicemails. Hey, Mathis and Watson. It's Jeff up in Pennsylvania. Just called to give you guys a couple shout-outs. Just listen to the show, and uh, it was a good one. I want to give props out to Watson there for giving Albertson and Lemoyne the 500 bucks from the bet. With Cox, that was really cool, Kenny. You're a stand-up guy, and uh, that was really nice that you did that for them. Also, I'd like to give a shout-out to uh, Dino, Dean Wilson. He's a great guest, good sense of humor. Go Chad Reed, BTO Sports. Buy stuff from them guys. Use the discount. Thanks for hooking us up. The Burger King story was classic. We need more stories like that on Mathis. He's always digging up the dirt on other people, but we need to hear more dirt on Mathis. You know, stories of screw-ups that he made when he was a mechanic back in the yeah, day. Good luck trying to find those, bud. And uh, Pookie, don't worry. Your uh, your reputation's not ruined. Anyhow, keep up the good work, guys. you got a great show. Love to listen to it at work every week. And uh, I'll talk to you later. Mathis, how you doing? Danny from San Jose, California. I had an idea um, for the show to make some extra money. Uh, maybe you guys could charge uh, maybe like an annual fee, maybe like 100 bucks a year. You get exclusive interviews, uh, videos, maybe throw on a shirt. I don't know. Say, you know, you get 1,000 people to join, 100,000 bucks a year. You and Kenny can split that. I don't know. A little something extra. Anyway, just had an idea. We don't need to charge money. Our advertisers are on board. We have lots of advertisers, and we thank them. What's this guy talking about? 
<laughs> he never listens. Uh, he wants to charge money to listen to the show. But we have great advertisers like BTOsports.com, X-Brand Goggles, JGRMX, FMF Racing, AGV Helmets, Works Connection, have- Driven Home Automation, Tech One Designs, Fly Racing at Kicker. We'd rather have people uh, we're paying spend, us. spend their money on their dirt bikes and go ro- and yeah. ride their dirt bikes and, and right. give back to the sport. And we're all wildly rich. Show. We are all wildly rich. Oh, yeah. I mean, we just gave tits a big bonus. I could do this for free, but I don't. <laughs> all right, let's get to the Only two people are probably subscribed, though, so we might be screwed. Thanks. You guys do a good job. Take care. Hey, guys, what's going on? It's uh, Jackson here, and I'm just listening to your show number 60 here at work and decided I'd call in. I was wondering, I'm 16, I'm racing and uh, going to Loretta's and Mammoth and stuff, and I'm wondering what what kind of stuff I need to go through to get, like, an industry job, to be, you know, go to MMI and be, to, you know, be a factory mechanic or do, like, some business and marketing um, college stuff to – you know, become like a marketer or a writer rep or something like that. So I was just wondering if you guys could answer, you know, what kind of stuff you need to go through to get a job in the industry, whether it's a mechanic or writer rep or a, you know, a, or a marketer. sales guy that goes around to all the races and promotes the product. So uh, keep up the good work, and I'll hopefully I'll hear this on the show. Thanks. Bye. Kenny, this is the thing. I get this question all the time in my email. Um, what do you think? What would you give a, a like? Obviously, he says he rides, but let's face it, kid, you're probably not going to make it. So, uh, what do you tell people when they tell you how do you get in the industry? How do you? What's? I tell them not to. I said no, get it. <laughs> but we're in it, and you know what I mean. Like, yeah, but you know what? What it's, does a guy got to do? I tell them, hey, it's all who you know. You got to sacrifice. You got to work hard. Yeah, make your connections. But what would advice would you give? Well, definitely, you got to start at the bottom. Yeah, you're you're not going to walk into this glamorous job. I mean, if it's Working at uh, an apparel company, maybe you start working in the warehouse shipping, right? And you learn about the business through that way. And then, you know, if I was thinking about this other day, I seen Kevin Strickwarda, some like he was doing some intro, and I was thinking about how many guys that were mechanics started out as mechanics that are working in the industry for either a gear company, goggle company, you know, tire companies, mm-hmm. all this different stuff, and. Dude, pretty much everybody, like Paggio, Oakley, mm-hmm. you know, Kevin Strickwarda is running, you know, that that Scott. deal. Yeah, I think I think a lot of people, like, you know, I think being a mechanic is, is good because you learn how to kind of be a mechanic, a babysitter, a team manager. You learn, you work with the, the industry because you have goggle guy, gear guy, tire guys, everybody. So you're well-rounded through the industry, through those people. And you learn a lot through other people. What you know, how their jobs are do, right. you know, wh- how they do their job. If you're observant enough and you pay attention. Yeah, I just did a podcast uh, about my career. I didn't really want to do it, but we did it. And I was thinking to myself as I was telling the guy how I broke in, like I worked for free for like two, three weeks. No, no money. I, I said to the guy I would. I had no address for three or four years. I lived in a box van. I. You know, I mean, I sacrificed a lot of stuff. And I remember my brother coming down from Canada to hang out one time. And he was like, when he left, he was like, dude, I would never do what you do. Because I was sleeping on an air mattress in a, in a warehouse at FMF Honda. Yeah, you like, know what? You know what's crazy, it's just dude? nuts. Yeah. I think about it, too. Like, I was thinking about it back, like, you know, I remember during Supercross, one of my mechanics um, had a layover. 
And his layover, uh, like I booked, I screwed the flight up, and he didn't have he had he had like a three hour layover, and he called me like bitching about it, and I'm like thinking, you know what, dude? I drew, I used to drive forty three hours, and then have to work on a bike, go to the laundry. You hate to be that old guy complaining, but yeah, yeah, but right, I'm, it's yeah. like walking through. The, I had to walk you know ten miles to go to school in the snow, that yeah, type of scenario. Right. But you know what? It taught me so much at a young age. You know, driving across country and getting a blowout in the middle of Texas at 2 o'clock in the morning with no spare tire, no cell phone, and you had to be somewhere yeah. to go race. You figure it out, and you learn what to do. Yeah. And, and you know, I think that's part of the deal is, hey, you know what? For being, I, I, I truly believe going to MMI and being a mechanic because no matter what, you need to know about the motorcycle yeah. if you're going to be in this industry. Right. I mean, there's okay. not too many guys that you know. You could, you could, a dealer can tell a guy that's a salesman over a guy that has passion for riding, right? And and know about dirt bikes. They see right through that. So that's that's what my thing is. I say, I say, be a mechanic. I know everything. No, I think you're right. I think you got a point. Um, <laughs> exactly. Let's get back to the rest of the voicemails. And thanks for that answer because I get that all the time. Can I forward those emails to you? No. Okay. <laughs> hey, Mathis. Kenny, what's up? Kenny of NorCal. Hey, uh, I'm listening to the archives or the show uh, from another day uh, and and talking about uh, Jock Little and, and what a tragedy that was. And uh, I just I actually stopped the show to make this phone call to say, Kenny, uh, you know, I've not always been your biggest fan because you kind of can get off the charts. Yeah, the yeah you can. Sometimes. But, uh, That's man, my demeanor, bro. When that guy was talking about you know how how Josh and uh, the the chappy guy, you know, got him saved, and then the big you know wheeling and the whoops up the hill and all that. I thought when I heard that, I was like, man, Kenny's gonna hammer this guy. And uh, what you said to him uh, really impressed me. Total class act. I really thought you were gonna either say nothing or kind of let him have it a little bit. Did not at all expect you to go the way you went. So. Um, just wanted to say uh, I thought that was really, really super cool. So And Tits, that is the mystery and the riddle of Kenny Watson. You just don't know which you way never know he's guy. gonna go. J Bone well, said, Why you gotta go that way? Why you gotta go that route? Why you gotta go that route? Well, <laughs> Kenny goes that route for a reason. You know what's crazy? What? A lot of people think that I'm just as like Idiot, dumbass. Yep. Yep. That, that I'm, yep. I'm bad for the show. Yep. But you know what? Half the time that. I'm just talking crap and I'm just having fun with it. Right. But you know, when a, when a subject comes up like you know someone's life and someone who dedicated themselves to racing and doing it passes away, you know, it there's 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 a lot more to it than just riding a dirt bike when it comes down to right. it. And that's you know, that's that's the way I feel. All right, let's get to the rest of these things. Either way, this makes on the show. I hope can uh, you hear this better. I'm out from Brisbane again. Had to apologise then. I was on my uh, mobile phone, uh, sorry, cell phone, and the cops were nearby. I had to quickly hang up. It's illegal to drive on the phone over here. Now, what I was saying was, uh, yeah, I, I don't think Metcalf should receive it. And who cares if they've got numbers on their backs or not? Uh, know, shocker. Transponders. And Aussie thinks yeah, Metcalf not should not be penalised. Uh, number 24 Brett Metcalf shirt or anything like that, like you do in the NASCAR races. You know, uh, that's my two bucks worth. Anyway, great shows as always. Uh, radio bye. Hey, so in Australia, hey, up, that's my two uh, cents. They say my two dollars. Yeah, I don't know. Two bucks worth. Yeah, two bucks worth. Had to call and defend the KTM 350 a little bit from the bashing you guys gave it last week. 
Uh, if you go back and look at the lap times, the top three fastest 250 guys are running right there with the uh, fourth, fifth place 450 guys, and they're down 200 cc's. So it's probably more rider than it is bike. Uh, I don't think that sure we'll be running any further up in the build if you've been on a 450 Honda. And if you have been on a 450 Honda, I don't think you'd be getting the bike blame for his positioning. It would be something different. Anyhow, just I had a call. This guy doesn't realize that, uh, first of all, on the start, when you're lined up to other bikes that have the same CCs as yours, it's easier to pull a good start. Yes, it is. This guy doesn't realize that the track changes a lot for the guys in between motos. And this guy doesn't realize that when you are racing against other 450s, you have to try to beat them out of turns or carry a momentum. And when you're 100 cc's down, it is harder to do that. So I know what he's saying. He's saying the 250s are as good as the 450s by lap times, but it's apples to oranges in my opinion. Kenny, do you agree? Totally. Yeah. Totally. So people always say, oh, that, you know, I mean, Rattray was flying this weekend. And, and people are like, oh, he's just as fast as the 450s. But it's a different, different deal altogether. So uh, let's finish these voicemails. Um, let you know that. Hey, uh, my name is Prentice. I'm just calling. Um, Wait, what's this guy's name? Prentice? You no, know, I, I got a problem with Kenny. Yeah, Prentice. That's why I'm calling. He's um, got a problem with you. I've noticed that he, whatever a rider that he likes does something off track, Manny. he just makes excuses for him, and it's getting kind of old. Uh, so first, it's always Hanson. Um, you know, all, no one understands what he's been through. And then uh, Stewart. I mean, Stewart commits a felony, and then Kenny's like, yeah, yeah, like we all commit felonies sometimes. <laughs> And then this Ryan Hughes thing is just killing me. Was um, he really like that? You know, I don't know. I don't know. I can't even count how many fights I've seen Ryan Hughes in since I was a kid. Um, you know, the guys, I mean, not that these are bad guys, but I just think when they do something wrong, we should be able to call them out on it. It's not, I mean, it's not the end of the world, Kenny. So um, when I was a kid, I mean, I, I was practicing out at Glen Helen one time, and uh, Ryan Hughes was behind me and got, like, irritated. I'm a 16-year-old kid, and got, like, irritated at me, and... Uh, just punted me off the track. I see that. I see why. You know, he's got a temper, and uh, I don't know. I feel like Kenny just wants to excuse everything. So, all right. Um, so that's all. He does a good job. Later, bye. Hey, Steve. It's Jeff from Pennsylvania. Hi, Jeff. Let me start off by saying I really enjoy all the stuff you do. Uh, I listen to podcasts all the time, all the different work you do. You do a good job. you got a good sense of humor. But, man, i got to bust your chops. You are so critical of other people especially Watson when he's eating in the microphone or rubbing the microphone and not talking into it and people making noise in the background. And, dude, you of all people, you got the dogs barking when you're doing the DMXS interview. How unprofessional, Steve. I can't believe that you would do something like this. I mean, do you know how annoying it is to hear that dog barking in the background? Come on, man. you got to step it up. Do a little bit better than that. You know you got an interview going on. Get the dog out of the house. Anyway, I'm just messing with you. Keep up the good work. I really enjoy it. But uh, Hank, Hank's going to be outdoors next time. See ya. No way. Don't you ever talk bad about Hank Caller, first Hank, of all. Hank ain't going nowhere, bro. Listen, my wife works during the day, so the dogs follow me around the house. If I chain them downstairs, they will freak out and just start barking. So instead, I let them come up here so they could rest with me and sleep. Sometimes they get a little excited. I, I believe what he's talking about is a FedEx guy came and rang the doorbell. I, I felt bad about it. I apologize. There's not much I can do. I got I got four dogs. Do you see on the new dog? I did. Yeah. Congratulations Hogan. on the new dog. His name's Hogan. Hogan. Yeah, I know. Hulk. Um, so, yeah, I apologize. Um, sorry, bud. Or good morning. 
Um, I don't know if this is good enough to reach the show, but my God, I've never seen a crash like that before where somebody walked away and actually finished the race in 14th. You gotta give your props to Chatteroo. All right, that's enough of the voicemails. You can call in 702-586-7857. There's a couple good ones on there, but I, I, I'm, we gotta move this show along a little bit. It's, it was a little long. We're, we're losing Kenny. Uh, you want to do the BTO news, or do you want to do Kenny's corner, or what do you want to do, Tits? Whatever you want, boss. Want to take this call? Yeah, um, take a call. I, I, it might be some guy busting my balls. Take the call. It's not. Hey, Steve, you there? Yeah, what's up, dude? What's up, man? How are you? Hey, pretty good. Yeah, I just wanted to call in because you guys were talking about, like, you know, being a mechanic and stuff like that. And I listened to your podcast, and I was wondering, like, I don't know if you uh, answered this question or if it, or if it was asked, but uh, if you had to do it over again, like, would you be a mechanic? I think I'd rather be a rider. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Like McGrath. Yeah, but, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. would you have, like, left uh, and stuff? No, and, no, like, no. I'm, I'm co- yeah. No, I'm, I'm, no. Uh, I'm, I'm glad I did it. For sure, I was I was going nowhere in Canada, bro. Before I uh, uh, became a mechanic, I was working at a steel shop and got laid off. Uh, you know, I was 21 years old and had no post high school education. So I'm glad I did it. I learned a lot. I've seen the world. I've seen some cool stuff, and now I have a huge mortgage and a massively in debt. So it's awesome. <laughs> no, like that. Like I when I, I walk when I walk to class every day. Like I'm in summer school right now for college, and Why like, I feel you, the same did way. You, did I you think do something? What happened? I'm, internship, I, I'm in college, and I still feel like I'm not doing shit. So, like, when I was listening to your story, I was just like, you know, like, that's so much cooler. You were inspired. In college, you know? Yeah, no, dude, it's it's gnarly. I mean, what are you taking in college? Uh, I'm th- I think I'm doing, like, economics or sociology, like, some bullshit major. Like, I fucking hate school, so it's just like, I'm just trying to get it out of the way, you know? I'm not really learning anything practical. I know that. So. Right. Yeah, basket weaving. Basket yeah, weaving. That's, that's one of those majors. So, I mean, I don't pay for it, so I don't give a shit, but, like. <laughs> I think it's fucking stupid. Well, yeah, I mean, you're always good to have that college to back up on. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah, as, mu- as sure. many I mean, as many riders don't uh, don't make it in the sport. I mean, Kenny and I can probably think of thirty. Who are you talking to, Tits? It's Nash. You're distracting me. <laughs> I have to go, Nash. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> you really hung up on him. That's I awesome. put him on hold. Uh uh, Steve, so, um, you know, as many as riders have failed, Kenny, you and I, I mean, how many people have we worked with that we never see anymore as mechanics? Like, the the, the, the failure rate is high just in the industry alone. you really got to be determined to want to do it. Kenny was gone for, what, a year or two? You were doing whatever you were doing after the goggles, right? No. I, I mean. Yeah, no, I never got away. Like You were a mechanic for Travis Elliott, which might have been your lowest point. Travis is a good dude, but. That was after that was after Plano Honda. Yeah, but I wasn't in the position to go. I was a train wreck in my life, yeah. in personal life at the time. But, but I, you were determined to get back in and keep going. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, it's just like anything else in life. It's like, what 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 do I want to do? It's like, I I wouldn't for me. I wouldn't I wouldn't change anything in my life the way it happened. Um, I met a lot of cool people. I met a lot of dicks. I met a lot of freaking idiots. I met, <laughs> met a lot, lot of dicks. I met a lot of two-faced. I bet you've seen a lot of dicks. <laughs> I met a lot of two-faced people. Yeah, you did. And yeah, I'm sitting right did. next to one right now, but it's all good. <laughs> hey. Uh, yeah, that's California for you. So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I believe believe me, but I live in Nevada now, so it's all good. Uh, Steve, we actually got a call for you, Steve. Uh, Sin- yes? Sinjin wants to talk to you. Sinjin. Steve, Steve, you need to add what me up? on Twitter. We should, we should start a business together. We should get stuff going. I like you. Oh, Sinjin and Steve. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, sounds yeah. good. Yeah. 
Yeah, so just add me on Twitter. We'll start something up. I like you. All right, what's your Twitter? I don't like. I really, I barely use that shit. All right, Sinjin five one nine. Is that with the I N? Yep, it is. S I N J I N five one nine. Dude, uh, Sinjin, no doubt, no you're doubt. just doing this to throw your All Twitter right. name out there to get more followers, aren't you? Uh, <laughs> hey, after one of these shows, listen, I was at like 23 followers. Now I have 100. Wow. That's you're more than me. Uh, I mean, I get more pussy than all of you. Yes, you do. So. Yeah, I do. All right, yeah, from the Pulp MX show. Exactly. Oh, yeah, some nice Pulp MX pussy. You know, Pookie, uh, Pookie she's on me. Sheesh, man. Can't you watch your mouth at least Jesus, a little I gotta bit? Jesus, I got to go. Yeah, Sinjin just got hung up on. Wow. Uh, Pookie is not <laughs> right, on Sinjin. I appreciate you man, taking my call. I appreciate it hey, a lot. No problem, bud. Thanks for calling in. No problem. Take it easy. All right. Nash. Gentlemen. Gentlemen. We got rapid fire questions. Yeah, it's got to be because we're losing Watson and we got to get going on some other segments. So let's make it quick. Congrats on your dog. That's awesome. Yeah, Hogan. That's not a question. <laughs> I know, that's a factual statement. My questions, here we go. Open four to Kenny or Steve, or if Tits wants to even join in, Okay. feel free. How's Weimer? Is he just racing himself back into shape, or has he been mental issues? You know what? He's uh, he's really crashing right now. He's crashing a lot. A little tip-overs, a little stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. He crashed. He went off the track twice in the same section this weekend. Um, he's, I mean, he's figuring it out. It's the big boys class and he, he's, he's got speed. He just, he got like eighth overall or something. Yeah, like he that just, he's missing a little bit of consistency. Does he have a contract for next year? Yeah, I believe he does. I'm, I wasn't questioning him. I'm just wondering where he's at. That's all. Yeah, I don't, yeah, you're good. Nash, what else? Number two, number two. Uh, how's Barsha and will he race this weekend? I'm sure he will. It's only a broken nose, but broken nose hey, they, hurt. They, somehow somebody told Schneike, his mechanic, that Barsha was out for the day. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he crashed, broke his nose. It was gnarly. Yeah. Uh, something happened. He changed his mind. The bike was down to the frame with just the motor in it. Forty-five minutes for the moto. Five guys working on the bike to get it ready for the moto. They made a last, you know, last-minute decision to race, and with literally with two minutes to go, they got the thing started up. They never started it or anything. Um, wow. And how yeah. do you do it in the moto? I don't know. He didn't do too bad. Huh? Yeah, eighth or something, whatever. But that's a lot of work to get eighth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was me back in the day when I was a mechanic. I'd go, man, dude, are you're you hurt. Sure? You're are you hurt. sure? Come on now, let's really think about this, dude. Come on, you're not going to go out and win. We know that. So yeah. why don't you just give your mechanic a break this weekend? <laughs> nice. Uh, one, two more uh, percentage percentage of who you guys think. Uh, double Darren or Double D is going to go to PC, or who do you think he's going to go to next nah, he's year? He's not going to PC. I think they're pretty much full. I don't think he's going to Geico either. I think they're pretty much full. They're going to make a decision on Wharton, and that's about it. So I see him at Rockstar Suzuki. Uh, I see a high chanceability of that. What about chanceability? What's about what's the chanceability of him going to AB's team? Maybe no, he's already there. I don't think it went well. Hmm. So. Uh, last thing, Steve. You talked to Wilson off camera or off your podcast machine. How pissed is he? He was really pissed after Red Bud. This weekend he was fine, though. Yeah, he was good. He probably was pissed because he tried to race me to the track on Sunday morning, and somehow the guy didn't follow me, who'd been going to Millville almost every year since 96. I think I missed one. And uh, he took a right, right turn and got lost. And he are, had to... are there still mass cops giving people tickets speeding out there? No, no, I haven't seen him for a few years. I know they used Remember to. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, I haven't seen him for a while. So, um, did, did, no, he did was. You he was on off. Did you do the cutoff before the right hander off that main road and then takes you around that farm? No, 
I got a, I got a good line there, bro. Um, one thing about Wilson, though, I will say, first moto, he wins it. Rattray comes on at the end, doesn't get him. Wilson, I see Wilson walking back to the to the truck, and dude, he looked worked, worked like just soaking wet and basically walking <laughs> like a zombie with no shirt on. Rattray comes by, shirt off, smiling and laughing, and joking, and I was like, oh shit, like Rattray's all right. Wilson's worked, you know. And sure enough, Rattray won the second moto. Wilson still rode great. Got a second, you know, but uh, was it super uh, yeah. hot? Yeah, it was humid. Not, 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 not red, but or not. But all right, what else, Nash? That it? Uh, anything? Last, last question of all: What's going on with Larry Brooks's mystery team? Uh, I don't know. Can't disclose it. I think no. I think he's riding on us. I think McGrath's in on it. And you know when we'll know more about it when Larry calls other industry companies for money because then they'll all blab. You know what I mean, Got like it. the gear companies and the sprocket yeah. company and the yeah, chain I don't company. think I don't think that I think he's I think what they're going to try to do over there is just give it, the riders all their own gear and do everything, and uh, they're just going to supply a motorcycle. Okay, I think they're just going to get the big sponsor. That's what I think. I don't know. I might be wrong. Thanks, Nash. Cheers. All right. Hey, Benny, you got a question for Kenny? Yeah, Kay, Kata, I've just seen if you're going to come up to the uh, Powder Mountain Motocross race here in a couple of weeks up here in Utah. When is it? Uh, August 23rd-ish. Wow. Any of your team guys coming up? No, 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 no. We're, we got, we got, we're trying to get ready for, uh, for that Monster Cup. So we have, we're going to be on new bikes, the 12s. So we're going to be riding and testing. I don't think we're going to be able right. to make it up for that. But I, we, we always talk about it. Like, Carrie would really like to go. I know that. But it's just such a bad time for us. But I would love to be there. That place looks good. Lawyer, lawyer's got to go through Henny's deal, too, and make sure it's good. Yeah. All right. And hey, Mathis, are you ever going to release the Stewart interview? What Stewart interview? You only said it was, like, poor quality or whatever. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, no, I'm not. No, yeah, it sucks. I can't put it out there. It's all shitty. Even like, if you don't ever get another one? Uh, Dude, what else is new? All your interviews are shitty. Just post it. <laughs> it's, uh, it, it, you know what? It wouldn't be relevant right now, either. The only thing that... Uh, I'd like for people to hear it was his take on that traction gate thing. He was pretty mm-hmm. pissed uh, about it, and uh, he had some strong words about it that I think would still would still um, go over today. But all the other stuff is old news. You know what I mean? Like it's not even worth it to put it out. But there's been some talks behind the scenes. There may be another one coming up soon. All right, fair enough. I'm flying up to Portland this weekend, so maybe I'll see you while you go. Hey, if you see Moser, uh, hang out with him. He needs friends. So. Hey, come look, right. come look Sounds for me. Good. Come look for me. All right, thanks, Benny Southwick. All right, uh, 702-586-7857. You can call in. We're going to uh, go to the btosports.com. What are we, question segment? The Yeah, question. Right, let's, let's tweet it, tits. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from btosports.com. It's the Tweets at Tits Q&A segment where your twatted questions find answers. Okay. If they change the lights class eligibility dealio for Tickle or whatever, what are the chances he stays at PC? 100%. Really? Yeah. Yeah, he's got another year on his deal. No, they let him go with the number one plate. And he goes, well, right. stupid question he, is that. Thank you. Thank you. Mediocre. Doesn't matter. He's got the plate. He, he, you know, yeah. No. All right. Stupid question. Hey. Was it your question? It was, actually. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, 
Callie Larson wants you to explain the one-year works bike exemption rule that you mentioned in the... Yeah, I got a bunch of questions about this, and I never wrote anybody back. Uh, 1996, 1997, AMA came out with a rule that said every factory in the, in the, in the um, spirit of development, every factory could, have, could race a full-on works bike for one year. Uh, whatever it is, you know, it had to fit the CC rules, obviously, and all that kind of stuff, but... Whatever year it is, uh, whatever year you want to do, a lot of teams use it to race four strokes. Honda used theirs with Ryan Hughes. Suzuki used theirs with Ricky Carmichael. KTM used theirs with Lance Smale back in like 98 when he rode that four stroke thing. Um, Yamaha used it with Henry. Does it ever reset? I, I don't know. No, one, one time and only. And yeah, one it. and done. And, so gas and gas. KTM wanted to use the. When I was at KTM, they wanted to try a 250 four stroke. And they couldn't. They had one. They built one in, in Austria, and they couldn't use it because they'd used it with Smale. Nobody realized it. Uh, they still use it with Smale in like '98 or whatever. So, but Gas Castle has a shot. Yep. <laughs> okay. Cody Davis asks if you think that Tommy Hahn would would have better results if he wasn't on the Yamaha. Absolutely. How much better? Well, you see what happened to him in the first moto. He just said the bike tw did something weird on the front end and pitched him. Mm-hmm. Did the guys the guys podiumed you know a lot of races? He's and that's a strong that's a strong hold right there is outside. Okay. Uh, Nap wants to know if uh, Reedy can't get Dungey, who would you peg him to sign? No one. You think it's it's Dungey or nothing? Yep. Oh, because right. no one's gonna bring money to the table like Dungey for sponsors. Okay. Steve Emerson asks. If Alex Martin will get a factory ride next year or something uh, nope. close nope. to it, nope. Where would you peg him for riding next year? Like what a team? What like he's on this year? Really? Yep. Oh, I mean, what has he done? He he got top five. He got fifth at his home track, uh -huh. which is phenomenal at a national to come uh -huh. and ride there. And he's had a couple of good motos, but his Supercross teams want guys for Supercross. Mm -hmm. That's what pays. He the actually bills. did well this year. He got eleventh or tenth in the points, which is good for him, but not enough to get a ride. I agree with you. But Alex Martin did it's, improve it's, in Supercross. It sucks because he's, he, he he's so short that he struggles in the whoops. I don't know. I mean, his foot pegs have eight-inch lifters on them, <laughs> but it's just he he really struggles in the whoops, and it's due to his height. And there's nothing you can really do other than um, you know Kenny pays for some sort of a uh, um I don't know system really? where he gets lifted, plastic surgery or something. <laughs> Stretch them. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, do you guys have any news or details on uh, Metzger? You know, he just got injured. I don't know anything about it. I know ago. he's hurt. Yeah. Can you know anything? That's your freestyle. Is your thing. So. Yeah, what, I know. I know tour. that. I know that. Um, the first things that came out were, you know, worse than it really was. And uh, I know that he's uh, he's he's doing better, but I don't know at what level he's doing better, or I don't know exactly what's happening. And I know that he has a super strong family behind him. I know his dad very, very well, and his mom is super cool. I mean, Mike rode for me, so I, I kind of know Mike pretty well, and I, d I know his whole background. It just, it's just, it just sucks. I mean, that's just terrible. He Do was you know what he was up to? Like, was he? Yeah, he was training for X Games. He was coming back for Speed and Style um, at X Games. Oh yeah. Oh, I didn't uh, know that. Yeah. Okay. That's old news, right? All right, let's quickly go on to uh, stump the tits. Uh, I might have thrown it at you last minute there, tits. But Will tits know the okay. 
Now, Tits, you've been surprising us with your moto knowledge. I believe two out of three, two weeks in a row. Two and three quarters out of three. No, but... two out of three. Okay. Uh, you're rather new to the sport. Not well, I don't know. I Ken, wouldn't say Kenny. that. Ken, so I've, I'm I've, not a student of the sport. I you don't even read racer head. You don't read no, observations. Do. You don't no, read do. racer head. I glance at observations. Kenny, I've ramped up the questions. Oh great, a little bit. Kenny, will tits know? No, let me ask the question, then ask Kenny first if you knew. Tits. Yes. Can you name the city where Mike Craig on a factory Yamaha got his one and only? Supercross no. win. No, he won't know this. Okay. No idea. You want to take a guess? Vegas. I don't know. Tampa. Vegas. Yeah. Vegas. Yeah. I B- buzz yourself. actually had no idea whatsoever. Buzz yourself. All right. Who, what is the name of the rider who won a championship, won an outdoor national, mm-hmm. wore number 42 on a first-year peak Honda Pro Circuit team from Michigan. Will he know this, Kenny? Yes. Number Swink. One. Very good. I see the wheels turning. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I was like, honestly, you said peak Honda, and I was thinking McGrath, but then you said Michigan. I'm like, ah, the only other person I'm aware of who's even around. So, anyway. Give yourself a. All right. In 1998, mm-hmm. Jeremy McGrath caused a big stir in the sport when he went from Fox Gear to what clothing company? Will he know this? Yeah. No fear. Very good. Oops. <laughs> That's just uh, – the buzzer is just for your life. You just need a buzzer for your life. Two out of three again. Kenny, we got to wrap these up. Maybe you can come up with some no, questions. No, you don't. You can just keep them – This softballs. segment isn't working because he's getting them all. Two out of three. I want him to fail. That's well, technically, sixty-six percent is failing, or it's a, it's a really no, so. not to me. Yeah, well. Hey, I look at it this way: like baseball players, they bat three hundred. That's thirty percent, and yeah. that's good. Right. My teachers no. growing up, sixty-six <laughs> percent. Good job, Mathis. <laughs> you know, so I don't know the what bar you're talking was very about. Low for you and no. your schooling, though. Fifty percent. That's 50%. the failing. Okay. I remember I was failing biology bad in school. I had like high school, my first year biology, and the teacher was retiring. And I went in with like two other buddies of mine and got him like a gold-plated pen because he was there for like 30 years and inscribed it to him and everything and gave him the, gave him the thing. And then we had our final exams like a, a week later, and I failed miserably on the final exam. But yet when the grade came out, 51%. That pen <laughs> saved me in biology. I guarantee you that pen saved me. Smartest thing I ever did. Kenny's Corner. Let's do it. I'm kind of a big deal. People know me. I've been around, I know a lot of people. It's Kenny's Corner. F*** you if you don't like it. Suck it. All right, let's go. Kenny's Corner. Uh, we went through some of these last week, Kenny. you We never got a chance to get to them. Give me your best story about Pacific Northwest's Jason McCormick. You uh, you approved this one last week, so I don't know if you forgot the story or not, but... I don't. I don't have nothing. I mean, I know Jason. I, no, I've, but you checked it last week. <laughs> you I, said I, I want to talk about this guy. I don't remember. I don't know. I don't it's know. Mitch for great radio. I don't like. I don't. Ha- I. I mean, I know. I know Jason. I know. I know a lot about him, but I don't like. I've never hung but out. But you. With you. 
Okay, I did check you it. You checked it. Maybe I checked the wrong name. I meant to check. I meant to check the one below it, probably. Spud Walters? No. <laughs> That's the one below it. Okay, the one next to it. <laughs> Is there any other one around it? I, I, O'Rourke. Help me, Scott. Yeah, what's up with your phone? Hey, your phone sucks. There it is. Sorry, man. That's, that's better. Right. Hey, I had, a, I had a something for uh, Watson. I was watching the old Moto Triple X DVDs on the weekend. Saw some of Watson's early work. I'm wondering uh, how much of that stuff they did on that was set up and how much was real. Uh, well, that is what you're talking about. Some of it was it was uh, a little bit of both. The one I one I saw was a dude in an evil Knievel outfit riding that, an old orange. That was one. That was 100 percent real. We what we did Are you was serious? yeah we went to this dude's house we called him out of the newspaper and we went and did it. <laughs> I can't believe that was real. Yeah, that guy was wheeling that bike up and down the street and crashing. Yeah, that's it one of my friends. Stuff. You want to know who that guy is? He has a son right now that races. Uh, his name's Carson Mumford. He's like a sixty, rides for KTM, and he's like an up and coming kid. But that's his dad, Scott, and uh, that was that was a good time. And and one other thing I wanted to say was oh, a few months back, Baluti was on the show and and uh, he predicted that that Weimar would come back and get around eight. And then when you guys mentioned it to Weimar, he got I think he got his nose out of joint a little bit and said I'm better than eight. So I'm you know I'm a better rider than that. And and I think is he sitting in about eighth right now? Yeah, I think though that was more Supercross than Nationals. But yeah, you're right. Baluti did say that, and Weimar said if he was eighth, he'd be pissed. So he's probably yeah, really angry right. at himself right now. Right. I just want to give a bit of props to Baluti. You know, I think he had it. Baluti's a good dude. We need to get him back it. in here. Do it. How, there you go next week. He could be your guest Oh, host. yeah, yeah, good one. Because did, he did come off the bench that time. You didn't yeah, come, you I'm didn't. Gonna hit him up. I don't think Baluti even likes me. <laughs> I, I like that. Uh, thanks, and, O'Rourke. And did, no. did Hanson uh, survive the trip to Holland? That's what we all need to know. I don't know. You're a good point. I don't know. I haven't heard from him yet. Yeah, good God. Can you imagine the glow sticks and the pacifiers that, that Saturday night? Yeah, it's funny. He, he did say he did say in a video that the main reason he wanted to go there was race bikes and meat chicks. So respect to that. And the man next to me is going to sign him up for seventeen races in eighteen weeks. <laughs> so <laughs> thanks for work. That's funny. See you guys. See you. Hey, some guy just made me mad in the chat room. Do you believe? Oh, that? great. Here we go. Hey, you don't have to listen to that, man. Well, the guy said I'm fat. Did it weigh 300 pounds, hey, dude? You don't weigh 300 pounds. You're slimming down. I, we already talked about this. You're, dude, I, good. you're right. I weigh I weigh 295 now. Um, Poser. You forget who was on the phone? No, no, I was uh, yelling at. Dude, yeah. what are you? Come on, dude. Are we really talking to Moser again, dude? He just called. You're gonna well, hang like an hour ago, Kenny. I, I, I hang even have a photo. I was about ready to Twitter you because I thought you would care, but. What, what's your deal, bud? You're kind of, I feel a little aggression towards me lately. <laughs> it's working then. <laughs> Whatever. You should hear the so, kind words that, that Watson says about you when we're off the air. Yeah. Well, I, this, I got a question for Kenny. Do I, should I bust out the Daisy Dukes again this year? I think they were pretty popular. I think you need to, bud. I just found them the other day in the garage, like under a bunch of junk. And I think Next uh, to your dream team hat? Yeah, they were near the – well, no, that was a different pile of, of stuff. Hey, I've got some photos I've been taking for you, tips, dream team photos. I'm saving, I'm saving them. All right, okay. can we go? I, I don't want to hear dream team. This is important hear, stuff. I don't want dream team talk. we got to go. <laughs> hey, yeah, no, we're, we're all good. We're all important good. things we need to talk about. Hey, we're all good, buddy. Don't worry about it. 
All right. I will I'll, not. I can take. I can take the abuse as long as you're not mad at me. Right, hey I'll Jesse, you there? Jesse. Yes. Uh, you got a question about Josh Hill? Yeah, I was just wondering. I read on Twitter that he had another surgery this past week or something like that. So uh, our, our uh, phone screener, our, perhaps our phone screener is letting us down. He should have let you know we already covered this topic earlier. Um, it was three weeks ago. It was a nothing surgery, nothing major. It works well. His range he'll, of motion he'll is be, coming He'll back. be back on his motorcycle mid-August, beginning of September. So you guys will have him for next year? Correct. Okay. And, and 20... I was looking forward to that McCormick story for two weeks, and you couldn't come up with oh, anything. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Good I'm... job, bud. I'm sorry, but how does he know? He checked it. J- Jesse. Uh, Jesse, is it Jesse? Yeah, Jesse. He, yeah. he checked it. I'm he... sorry. I don't have nothing bad to say about the guy. I don't Nobody know. wants anything bad. Just I don't, a story. I, I've never hung out with him. I've never Why'd hung you out... check it? I don't know. I'm sorry. I never hung out with him. I'm not going to make something up. I never hung out with the dude. I know what him. What about uh, Ryan Huffman in honor of Washougal? I, I never hung out with Ryan Huffman either. What about Alan? What about Alan or, or Ryan Trelecki? Yeah, but there's Alan Trelecki. Yeah, I do. How about but... Lance Lance Smale? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I have a story about Lance Smale. I have yeah. many stories about Lance Smale. He, I talked to him at Seattle. I saw, told him we need to get him on the show. What did he say? He said, "Sure, yeah, no problem." And I, did you tell him I'm part of the show? Yeah. What did he do? Oh boy, he laughed. Yeah, he laughed. Yeah. Chuck chuckled. So. Dude, Lance Smale used to come to my house, and uh, everybody knows that Lance Smale wasn't the guy that wasn't afraid to hold back, and he let loose. He partied a little bit. He used to come to my house and get so hammered, he would do a lap around Washougal in front of, on the couch. He would go, start, <laughs> uphill. <laughs> <laughs> he would do the whole track, and then he would sing Metallica after. <laughs> Sounds like a good time. Yeah. There you go, Jesse. There you go. All right. Thanks a lot. Uh, I don't think that was really blue. I don't think that blew Jesse away. I, I know, but I had some other things, but I can't really say on the air what Lance Mill can do. Was that is that true? Yes. Was that true? Yes. No, I, it was. I witnessed it. You witnessed that. I've witnessed it. Kenny. I've witnessed Steve. I've witnessed it. I've witnessed it. I Why would he do that for you guys in front of you dudes? Lance Lance Mill. Yeah. Like we got to talk after the show. <laughs> I heard it wasn't true, but hey, dude, uh, if, yeah. dude, it's just like, yeah. If you could do it, why wouldn't you do it? <laughs> wow. Hey, Moser. Yeah. So I haven't gotten a complete itinerary. So how many rental cars do you guys have? Come on, um, dude. And then, well, all right, and let's uh, let's move on from there. <laughs> uh, MacGyver, Kenny's corner, MacGyver. You check that one too. MacGyver yeah, we'll, was. We'll do, we'll do MacGyver. I like MacGyver. Talked to MacGyver the other day. Matter of fact. All right. Who, who's MacGyver? What's his real name? Do you even know? Yeah, Mike. Uh, Mike. I'm not going to say his last name. Oh. He, 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 MacGyver owns Enjoy Graphics in Florida. Right. He used Florida. to work at one? No. No, no he was way a, before one. Uh, he, he, he was like a – What was he? He, he was like a, a rep. He repped a lot of different companies. He did a lot of different things. But he started his own graphics company. And he was, uh, he was part of that whole clan with RT and Swink and – you know, and we were at we were at Swink's house. Hey, read one. the chat room right now. <laughs> wow, good guess. <laughs> okay, all right, go. Um, wow. Is it? Tell me that's not Moser. It's Sinjin. He's talking tra- trash on the Dream Team. I'm getting ready to hang no, up. No, if him. he makes fun of my wife's uh, um, vagina, I'm not. I'm, he's not on the show. All right. Wait, I got sidetracked. 
Oh, MacGyver. <laughs> yeah. So MacGyver was part of that whole Florida connection with Red Dog and Swink and, you know, Treadwell. And all those guys used to hang out there. Well, they used to get a little freaky and they used to hang out. And, dude, I, I, sh- I show up to Swink's house one night and MacGyver looks like he just got the fucking hell beat out of him. Uh-huh. And the story is that him and Tishner's girl were hooking up, and RT went over there and freaking they got into a fight. Tuned him up with a with a weight bar, with a curling bar. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess they both. And then RT came over the next day, and he looked like he just got the shit kicked out of him. So they went round and round. But you know what, MacGyver? Wow. MacGyver's been around a long time, and um, you know MacGyver. If if you guys don't know, if you guys are into. Uh, Enjoy. You could you could go to BTO Sports and order all his graphics through BTO. Uh, Butler Brothers uses Enjoy Graphics. I, I, believe. I believe. I believe so. I, 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 I could believe be wrong. So. He's a good dude. Uh, maybe they use Billy Woods graphics. Uh, they might. They might. Yeah. But oh, I don't know. I Everyone. MacGyver's a good dude. What kind of graphics do you guys run? Uh, one industries right now. Oh, right now. Yeah. But I don't know for how much longer. Right. Um. You were supposed to do those, yeah. No, you I'm failed. Sorry. Well, one of them is about Brooks, right? Uh, one of them is about San Manuel. Oh, yeah. Okay. The question is, uh, one of the questions we got in the voicemail: Why does San Manuel sponsor James Stewart's team? What do they get out of it? They're a casino. Um, what they get out of it is a few things. One of them is they actually do send James Stewart and Regal to um, charity boys functions boys to talk. Girls clubs, yeah, to talk to to talk to young kids about you know staying away from trouble and what they can do if they stay away from trouble. Um, become a professional motocross racer. They actually do do that. They have a suite at every supercross. I believe that they fill in with disadvantaged youths as well. It's a massive tax write-off. So um, that's why they're involved in the sport. Larry Brooks got them in, and he would probably be one to talk to if he would come on the show. But uh, maybe one time Larry will come on the show and we'll ask him. He, he know, he'll know better than anybody. But it's not a total. Uh, it's not a total waste or anything like that. Like there's a few options for it. Yep. You know so. It's uh, like, why does Sam Manuel sponsor the, the L.A. Dodgers? They have a billboard in the outfield. Do they? Yeah. Dodgers? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. They I don't know why more people don't go to casinos, man. Like, why not? If they're in a sport. Exactly. Yeah. You know? I mean, I think casinos. And you know how, like, the beer company, one beer company sees it, and then, like, Dodge saw Toyota probably in, and they went in. And hey, same maybe, thing with casinos, right? Maybe, maybe you, you never know. I mean, maybe a lot of these, like, you know, other casinos – from the, the Southern California area might get involved someday. Who knows? But I think it's right. a good stepping stone for, you know, Sam and Will to be involved, and it just opens the door for a lot of other people. Uh, Jesse, you got a question for Kenny Watson? Yep. Yep, I got a question. So I was listening to the Pulpcast. Tommy Hahn was on there, and he's just dogging the Yamaha pretty much the entire time and saying that was the reason the thing just turned down the straightaway for no reason. So what would Kenny do in that situation where – you got a sponsor. I think they help out Moto Concepts, and uh, the guy just clearly is is bad mouthing the bike. I think he's a good guy, but uh, he just seems frustrating, frustrated, and seems like a bad situation. Uh, personally, if I was his manager, I would maybe just say, you know what, I understand that you're um, upset and pissed off, but you know it, it's hard for those guys to to when. They, they throw a microphone in his, his face, you know what I mean? He's throwing a lot of passion. He's pissed off. And, you know, he might have said some things that he shouldn't say. But, you know, I think I would just say, hey, you know what, maybe next time just think about it a little bit more. And then also I would go to the announcer and, and say, hey, give him a little bit time to, you know, regroup before you go give him an interview. You know what I mean? It's just so hard 
If they could, they would. I mean, you see how right after when Chad pulled off, he's sitting there trying to talk to his team, trying to pull it together, and they're they're asking him, you know, to um, get an interview with him right away. Oh, you, so now you're blaming me? No, now you're blaming me. No, I'm not blaming you. You're not the. You're saying I should have it. I didn't see you. I didn't see you. I I don't. I didn't see you. I know everything. I didn't see you with the with the TV camera in front of him. No, but you're saying about Tommy Hall and I should have maybe waited or something. Blah blah blah. There's no way that Watson listened to your uh, interview. I didn't. I thought maybe you were talking about the TV interview because that's what I saw with Tommy. Yeah. No. Oh, there no, was a TV that, interview with him. A... They did one. Oh, he was pissed in mechanics area, dude. He threw his helmet down. I, I watched him. I happy. watched it. Yeah. He was pissed off. Like he literally took his helmet off, and then like you could tell he just took his helmet off, and then next thing you know, there was a microphone in his face, and he pretty much just. You know, blast it out. So would he go to JGR next year? I mean, because he's totally he, he, ruining that chance. Or he no. just hates the Yamaha team. Yeah, I don't think he goes to a Yamaha team. I just don't think he likes the bike. But on the other hand, you know, Tommy's been on a few brands in a few years, and he has to figure out what he wants to do. And, you, the, know? and, and you know, you talk to Tommy, he gets so frustrated sometimes where he's just like, oh, I'll quit. Yeah, he and told go, me that too. He told and me go that. do I'm, what? I know. Go be a farmer in No, Kansas? he says he could sell houses. Or, yeah. or build houses. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I know. Last time? The guy probably doesn't even have a skill saw. How's he going to go build a house? <laughs> Good point. He probably doesn't even own a hammer. A framing hammer at that. So, yeah, I don't know. But I uh, appreciate the question. Yeah, thanks, Jesse. Yeah, thanks. All right. Um, X-Brand Goggle Terror segment. Yeah, let's go. we got to hurry up. I know. We're going. It's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. X-Brand Goggle Tear-Offs segment brought to you by X-Brand Goggles. Te- X-Brand Goggles. Goggle Choice of Michael Lessie, Josh Strang, many others in the sport. Um, we had – X-Brand Goggles had uh, six out of the top. You guys are rad. The, you guys are killing it. Okay. You know what? You don't got to be like that, dude. <laughs> Why you got to be like that? You guys are just talking about how rad X-Brand Goggles are. You guys are killing it. I, you know what? I, I give Rich so many props, so much props because I remember when he started to talk to me about this, and I was just like, oh, God. Uh, you know what I mean? I, I wish him luck. And, dude, <laughs> oh he, God. He, he wasn't – and because he, he kept it real, and he wasn't, like, trying to, to – like, we did at Utopia. We came in so heavy and dumped right. so much money into it with advertising and riders and all that. And he sucked to his roots. He's like, yeah. I'm not going to pay, yeah, you know, he, guys thirty thousand dollars and forty thousand dollars to wear my goggle. I don't, I don't need to. It's try. It, it's a gradual climb. Yeah, yeah. And I, I just what he's I, trying I, to do. I yep. respect him. I, I totally respect what he's done. Yeah, no, ab- absolutely. Um, and I'm just giving you a hard time. I know that I know. you guys, that he's working hard and he's doing a good job. Why Gant? Yeah. What's up? Thanks for calling. Hey, in, Bobby. Bobby. <laughs> uh, Bobby Brady. Was that, was that Holly? He calls you Bobby Brady. Watson does. Hey, Wygant, I was watching your show, your TV no, show. Peter. Peter Brady. I was watching yeah. your show, dude, and when you when you guys went live, on, when you guys did the speed thing, your hair was just killing it, dude. Dude, it had like the double like the double curls in the front, like going two different directions. It was bad. <laughs> I realized um, I had not looked at my hair at any point. Like I took a shower or whatever that was. 6.30 in the morning, and never actually looked in a mirror, combed it, did anything with it. And then when I finally saw the playback at, like, 4 p.m., I was like, oh. Where's hair and makeup in all this? Hey, do you think Fro would ever do that? Let me tell you, I got a few little inside tips on how Fro, his image, as he says, it's all about his image. He gets all his shirts tailored, even though we're just wearing, like, you know, like a 
like a short sleeve button down shirt. Oh, he come on. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah, he does. And he dyes his hair his natural color because it adds more texture. You got to be kidding. Wow. Me. Yes, yes. He doesn't dye his hair to change colors, it changes the texture. <laughs> Do, and, and you're not even looking at your hair, and you're, yeah, this and is what you, this is your partner? Like, I'm not even looking at it. Dude, can you imagine if you had Fro's look and your personality and your the way your announcing skills, how money have, you would be, bro? We have, we have a uh, we have a live uh, set of speed shows this weekend. I might have to put in a little effort to try to actually like look better. Might try it. Was uh, there nobody I, around you who said maybe you should put some water in a comb on that thing? That's what I don't get. Like the amount of times I've done stuff like this, and then like the next week, somebody's like, "Yeah, man, that looked terrible." And I'm like, "Okay, you're the guys with the cameras actually seeing what I look like. I don't, I can't see what you see. So please tell me. Right. You never do. And I'm talking like GNCCs where I'm saying like I'm literally have mud on me or something. You right. know, I just got roosted, and I'm like, "How's it look?" And they're like, "Oh, good." And at the end of the day, they're like, "Oh, well, you did look. You know, you had mud all over you." And I'm like, "You have to tell me this." Yeah, but you know what the good thing about it is? I've, you, I, the arena cross, that never happens to you in arena cross for some reason. I do not know why. He's not in arena cross for stand-ups. No shit. No, we, do, we, oh. do it, we do it. We do stand-ups. Oh, you do? In the green screen. In the green screen. Yeah, but I'm saying that I never see you with dirt on oh. you in arena cross. No, because um, <laughs> ah, in arena now. cross, we walk down the hallway, <laughs> go to the men's room, clean up, and then walk back into the room, the fake room. Yeah. There, there are no mirrors at a motocross. You, uh, you, you still blew my world apart when I found out that you didn't go to the arena cross. I just couldn't, couldn't believe it. Yeah. Um, well, the big problem was years ago when Tyler Bowers was, like, taking dudes out. And then everybody was like, dude, you were there. How'd it go? What happened? And I was like, uh, <laughs> I can't admit this, but yeah. I'm hey, not really there. You're, you're working on the X Games stuff. You're, you're helping out the announcers. You're doing a lot of research and background on all the racers, right? Yes. Did it, not at any point did you feel like you needed to tell me that the women are also racing on a speed and style course? Like, that never came no, to you. No, you didn't deserve it because I kept saying over <laughs> and over, you know they're having women's enduro cross, which I think is crazier, and you blew that off. You, it didn't make you even blink. So I was like, well, all right, well, okay, well, he doesn't care. Kenny and I got in this big argument, and I lost because I'm like, no, my buddy Wygant is doing – the research and he's never mentioned. He let me down. He's never mentioned women racing on the speed and style course. Oh, hundred percent. They're bringing in the ramps from the old McGrath Invitational, even. Well, you are very anti WMX, Steve. So it doesn't surprise me they didn't bring it up to you. I I can't believe you would say that. <laughs> I, I can't believe no, you said it. It's true. It's true. It's like I told him like three times. I'm like women's enduro cross, and he's like, uh, that was it. nothing. There was not a. He didn't. Not a sound, not a grunt. Well, my, my question comment. is, my question is for that race, for that women's enduro cross. I mean, are they just going to go to the next day? Like, when when is it going to end? When does, like, how many hours do they have okay, scheduled listen. for this? Okay, the, the the women's race is one day, and the the enduro cross. Twenty four hours because it's going to need to be twenty four hours. The enduro cross for the women. Yeah. It's it's su- it's Saturday. It's it's Sunday. I mean, before it's, the men's. It's all day though. Yeah, they no, probably started like six o'clock yeah, in the think- morning. Kenny, Steve's point is that it will take them 24 hours to complete I, the race, right? Jason, <laughs> I get it, yes. Hilarious. How do you know? There's, there's women that ride off-road that are probably decent. They've done it, dude. They have a women's class, like, you know, just part of the amateur program at the thing. They're so probably going to do the like they did when the, when, the, when the 50s race in Supercross. They're going to go around the big obstacles. <laughs> um, I, just, I, I wish you would have told me this so I didn't look like a freaking jackass 
in front of Kenny. <laughs> you you know, almost, Steve yeah, almost lost money on this. And, like, they're taking it serious. Like, uh, Patterson's going to, uh, to uh, Twitch's house because he has, like, a replica speed and style course, and she's the only female he's going to let go ride there, so she's got an advantage. So then Filek is going to Robbie Madison's house to ride his ramps. They're all ramping up. So it's going to be a race, though. Drop the gate and race on the speed and style course. They're not doing tricks and racing. No. Yeah, no tricks, no judging. But they will be, I guess, I don't even remember the McGrath event very well now. Like, the ramps are wide enough where you can jump ramps side by side, like pass each other in midair, right? I don't know. I I remember. All of a sudden, Titch is the expert on. Hey, don't you remember my moto knowledge? Two out of three. This is one of them. Okay. Okay, does anyone remember the McGrath Invitational in that detail? Yeah, I do. Were the ramps, they say the ramps are as wide as a normal lane. They They, are. They they were, yeah, the whole length of the the deal. The whole width, I would say, not the length. Yeah, width. Well, I guess that's what they're going to use. So they should be able to jump side by side even. And Phylex not not doing the uh, Enduro Cross? Not sure yet. Uh, I asked uh, this weekend. She said, well, I'll check out the course, and when I see the track, then I'll decide. <laughs> what kind of heavy hitters are doing the men's enduro cross? Is Rhino in? No. Um, I've really expected, like, a ton of guys like that to jump back in. Um, but As... the only non-regular just enduro cross guy is Sorby. <laughs> <laughs> Ought to be interesting. Oh, I, I wish I could oh, read man. you the info sheet I have on sort of like the interview I did with him two weeks ago to get his background. It's just awesome. I tried to get Demuth in there, and they told me that he'd have to be an alternate, and that I wasn't going to commit to him and testing and bikes and all yeah. that stuff. So then I said because he we, he would have to fly out to test and fly back, and I had to pay for everything. Yeah. And then they called yeah. me a week ago and go, he's in. So and so from Europe can't come, and I'm like, no. Well, if he's in, he's not to do it on his own because we're not going to do it now. How did how did how was he in Endurocross? Like how did that even how did he even get on the alternate list? Like you just asked? Yeah, I, well they called me and asked me. Lance Wait. called me. Lance called me from Pinard and said because they're Pinard's putting it on, and I'm like, yeah, well let me. They said you have a guy that wants to do it, and I said, yeah, let me you know I'll figure it out. And I asked Josh. Josh rode one yeah. a couple years ago, and he did decent. And he said, okay. yeah, I think I could ride it if I just had a little bit of testing and a little bit of time on a bike. So I called Cowie. They have a course. And they said, yep. yeah, come on out, and, and it was on. And then I'm like, all right. So we were going to start it at the beginning of this month to start testing and getting ready, but they couldn't give me – they couldn't confirm it. So right, right. there, I'm not going to, you know. The Josh, the Josh French Str- guy dropped out, so yeah. I don't know who the replacement is now. Did Josh Strang make it in? Never. Um, not, not He's not an enduro cross guy. He ripple in the ocean. Didn't even hear a ripple. I believe that there's a part of – them that the, the the strange thing is is it actually also the first round of the yeah it's their series. series it's their series yeah yeah so so they don't want to they right. don't really want to bring in like rhino type dudes I think and bring in these one offers plus I think they're a little bit insulted like oh sure you have no interest in our races normally and then when X Games all of a sudden you're all super big enduro cross fans eh? yeah like Eric's trying to keep it like real like uh, yeah well he doesn't want to he told me he doesn't want to bump guys out of it that are gonna have to be yeah. there all series right right Eric's a good dude too so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's legit. I mean, the, the, basically the invited people are the top 20 in points last year, which is cool. And then they picked, you know, guys that did it in Europe, mm-hmm. stuff like that, or, or guys that have done well before. Like David Knight's won them before. If you got to go, Kenny? Injured, I got to go. He would have been allowed to race. Uh, Kenny's leaving right now. Later, Weege. Hey, hey, Kenny. What up? What's the deal with Blows? Blows is out? Blows is out. Hurt his ankle. All right. All right. 
Hey, can you know who the fin- replacement is? I can tell you who the replacement is. Who's the replacement? Digan. Is it? Yep. For sure. The general? This is how it worked. I'm not kidding. At the beginning of your show, I am Steve. He told me that you told him Blows is out. I emailed the ESPN people, and a half hour later, Deegan was in. So it all happened thanks to Pulp Mech Show. Pulp Mech Show, giving everybody the scoop on X Games. Duh, breaking and, and news. Changing. They, they took your word on the show officially, and then Brian Deegan. No, because I emailed Paul Tabley today, and I, I, I told him that, that Blows was out. Where are you going, Whatever, Kenny? Man. Give the show. got to go. Where are you going? doesn't matter where I go. What do you mean it doesn't matter He's where you got to go? He's got an appointment with Gigi. This will be, this is a fine right now, Kenny. You're leaving the show while <laughs> it's on. This is a fine. You're gonna be fine next week. I want some of that money out of your paycheck. Hey, Wygant. Yep. All right, get out of here, Kenny. You just scared him away. Uh, what about Kenny's corner? We'll do it with Wygant. No, I gotta go, dude. No, you gotta stay on the line. Hold on, Kenny's corner. Ridiculous. Fifteen seconds or less. Three rapid-fire questions. Jason Wygant, uh, uh, you are on the clock. You ready with the with the Penny noise? Corner is at Paul's podium. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I forgot all about that. You you just hit me. You just hit me hard with that Paul's podium. Paul's podium. <laughs> well, and then there's the crack of the Red Bull, of course. Let's not for, let's not forget that. That is the sound of an ice cold Red Bull being cracked open. All right. Only this weekend that he he started running Red Bull, I think, in '98, when it was only available in like three stores in the United States, and luckily there was one of them in Colorado, and nobody knew what it was. That's how OG he is at Red Bull. Wow. I know he told me early on that he was getting Red Bull a sponsor on the show. It was going to happen. It was done deal. That big money. Who's that? Paul. Paul was going to get Red Bull on the show, Kenny. You're still here. Why don't you pick up your headset? All right, Kenny. Hey. Goodbye. Bye, Kenny. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, he doesn't right, look sad deal. at all, by the all way. All right, let's go. Yeah, he looks happy. Paul's podium. No, stop it. <laughs> stop it. Uh, question number one, Jason Wygant. Where is Ryan Dungey going to go, and when does it happen? Uh, Got to give it up to the team. Just going to work hard and uh, focus. And absolutely, you know. Hey, come on. Ten, ten, ten point. That's Tits's favorite rider. Watch your but mouth. But if you were up. to ask, that'd be the answer. Well, no, actually, we, no, it's not. We actually we, we did ask. We it. actually did ask uh, for the people who are wondering. I spoke to Ryan Dungey after the race about his silly season, and this is uh, his. This is his uh, reply right here. Oh, tits! You know. Sorry, sorry, you caught me off guard. Oh uh, God! Here you go. Ryan Dungey, hey, uh, great ride today, uh, home track, and uh, and what a second moto. Thank you. Yeah, no, it was good. I mean, for for how wet the track was and how. Uh, um, no, this is the whole interview. To the end. They really did a good this, job. This is the one that was down the there. I thought I sent you the, the, the whole thing. Mucky. This is was the one that was on I there. Got, I saw. Okay, go to the end. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say too. It looked like to me, the guys were telling me you had a few better lines too. Lock in and, and get some good stuff. Uh, right on, man. So uh, you gotta be feeling pretty good about this and and going to the second half. Next question. Half winning these races and uh, hey, and um, try to get maximum points. You know, I think it's. Uh, it's early, a lot of racing left, so it's just important to keep keep locked down and keep pushing hard and um, see what we can do. Now, obviously, you're the big guy for next year for uh, signing. I imagine Mark's your agent here. What's going on with that? What's happening? Do you know? Can you tell us anything? Uh, it's just a, a lot of stuff, but it's just, yeah. um, just try to keep moving. Just try to. I'm trying to just focus on my deal and yeah. let that all less rest play out. Does it bother you? That's pretty good. I mean, that's pretty detailed. <laughs> That's pretty much what I just said. Uh, Jason Wygant, uh, 15 seconds or less. 
who is having the more disappointing season to you and why, uh, Justin Barsha or Eli Tomac? Uh, I'm going to say Tomac. Um, it's, it's one thing. Do I have to give more or is that the answer? To the You're question? supposed to give more. I, I jumped the gun. Tits, tits is fired. I'm a little trigger happy. Uh, I, the problem with Tomac is, like, the problem with Barsha is, you know, he's going fast. He's just having crashes. Things aren't working out. You know, that's unfortunate. But, hey, sometimes seasons go like that. Tomac is just more of a non-factor, like not getting starts, not going fast enough. Like, that's, I think, more alarming. At least Barsha has proven at time he can run with anybody. It's just not happening. Right. Um, okay. And yeah. I'll throw in one other thing. Every single rider on those Geico Hondas has been pulling mad starts all year except Tomac, which is very strange. It's exactly what Jeff Myshak told me today. He's wondering what's going on himself with the starts. So. Well, yeah, sometimes you aren't riders when they feel like it's not going to work out. Sometimes they uh, it's been you know, known to, they, yeah. they give the 99.9% effort to get a whole shot. If I come somewhere from, in the back of their mind. What's better if I come from 10th to 5th or 1st to 5th? If I come from 10th to 5th, I look like a hero. It. That's it. Yeah. Uh, last question for Jason. Why can't originally this was uh, for Kenny Watson, but we'll ask it anyways. Hey, uh, Jason, why can't, when are you going to sign Josh Hansen? Oh, me? Well, it's for Kenny, but yeah. 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 No, I'd really like to, um, just a lot of negotiations and we're just trying to do our deal, you know, and focus on what's going on now business as usual, but, uh, mm-hmm. no, I definitely want to work on it. I'm hearing, by the way, factory Cowie's giving us a run though. 15.4 seconds. Very good. I like it. Factory Cowie giving us a run for it. Uh, x goggle tear-off segment, I should say. I think I said Kenny's corner. You, th- you think he, Factory Cowie uh, could get, or not could get him, but he'd go there before H&H? Who? Hanny? Hanny. Well, no, I shouldn't say would he go there, but do you Wait think he minute. would actually go there? Would they take him? Oh, would it actually happen? Well, yes. That's, I, sorry. I'm telling you, I've heard rumors. I've heard I've heard it's possibility. What? Yeah. What, what, replacing Weimer? No, I heard possibly three riders. Really? Well, I think there's major shakeups coming in that whole situation there. That this, this, you know, there was a bit of a problem with the Pro Circuit FMF deal and this energy drink FMF deal and all this other stuff. Um, I think that's going to shake out in a variety of ways. Um, uh, like uh, a, a renewed, well, a renewed. Um, relationship with pro circuit things like that yeah i think that's happening and also too uh andrew short tonight told us you know he's still looking for next year too so Shorty. yeah yeah he had a he had a performance deal i think he had to get top five both series to get picked up uh, i'm not sure oh. but I, I believe so so he's on the market but i believe he goes back to ktm and i told him all, all why and and all that you know ken roxon loves him and and he's very he's done a good job for the team he's very professional you know all those reasons so Maybe, somebody, he, um, maybe he wants out, though, because of the bike. I don't know. He's too nice to tell us. Somebody asked me today if uh, if Dungey were to go to um, KTM, doesn't that possibly open it up for Alessi to return to Suzuki just like he returned to KTM? <laughs> like, just keep going back. Yeah, just keep going back. I don't know. Maybe, right? I don't know. <laughs> kind of like the only Steve thing is with I, Trans I World Racer that X. Makes sense. But uh, Metcalf is a two-year deal, and to me, having Alessi and having Metcalf, they're too similar as far as, mm-hmm. you know, what you're going to get results-wise. I mean, yeah. just look at them every weekend. They're almost they're almost identical, you know, flip a coin. Yeah, yeah, no, you got a good point here. Why would you want both? Yeah, exactly. And, uh, Robert, you got a question for Jason Wygant? God, Tits is so dumb at Sinjin. He's so easy to fool. Tits, um, did, did you just go? I just 
Oh, I just came to talk oh, about how Star Wars fucking blows. Tits, you can't yes, put Sinjin through. He made a comment about my wife's vagina. I know. He said it was hey, Robert. He fooled down me. Calm about it, Steve. I was kidding. Calm your shit. Well, Jesus. Classic Sinjin. Yeah. Hey, Sinjin. just fix it and Sinjin, hang up on him. Sinjin just did a Trojan horse where he got into the pulp show. Yeah, I'm fucking sneaky little fucker. And you want... <sighs> Classic Sinjin attitude. <laughs> when am I getting my thicker headphones? You're not. You didn't win. We gave him to the hey, guy... Tits. Fuck you. Okay. Fuck you, Tits. All right, Sinjin. Now we got to go. It's just... Tits, you got to be more in your game. You can't hey, let him fool you. He got me. He got me. <laughs> his, name, I, his name's not Robert. No, asking about Hanson. He disguised his voice and everything. It was well done. Um, <laughs> this is the shit we go through while I got at the end of the show. He disguised his voice and everything. Yeah. <laughs> he disguised uh, his voice and everything. Yeah. He did it all. Um, <laughs> hey, I never asked you today... Are we on for tomorrow morning for the podcast? Well, I am, but uh, as you know, yeah. two of us don't really have much of a vote. It's all about the third man. Yeah, he called tonight. He actually called me. Um, during the show? During the show. During the show. What else is Not new? Her. Right, exactly. So we'll see. I'll let you know uh, maybe early tomorrow morning on that. Um, but we'll see hey, what happens. Um, so, okay. So I, yeah. I'm going to be at X Games the entire week after uh, Washougal, and I'm not sure if I'll be available. So you may want to line up a, a guest replacement. Oh. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, for, so, the, for the show after Washougal. Yeah, no, I know JT always comes through strong, but I don't know if he'll be there. So I don't know if you'd rather have someone who's there. Right, right. Um, but, you're, but, okay. Yeah, we can work that out. Nash, you got a question for Jason Wygant? Weech, Jersey Power, brother. Yeah, what's up, Nash? What's going on? Yeah, Late night remember, on the uh, East Coast. What do you say? Nash, you remember the name Joel Dangler? Oh, come on. He's immortal. He's immortal. Joel, well, Joel Dangler? Last week on the podcast, uh, that uh, the, the Mathis Pingweege podcast about jobs and how yes. I knew him like when I was a flagger, like he was one of the faster guys. Oh, yeah. He hit me up on Twitter and thanked me profusely. He's like, thank God someone remembers that I used to race. That was really cool. Dude, he, he put in an application at JGR. He went down and did some Enduros back in 07. And uh, when you're hanging out, having a catered lunch, ask the JGR boys. Wow. He's a, uh, bring up Dangler. He's, well, they got the Ulikowski jersey connection. <sighs> Classic. Dangler Guy and Ulikowski? Like, Wait a minute. Dangler and Ulikowski? Well, yeah. Well, Jersey guy. That's you, all you I'm can, saying. Yeah. All Jersey. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Ulikowski used to work at Free Old Honda. Back in the day, we okay. you know what I'm talking about. Do you, do you we guys, can't isolate everybody else. Do you guys want to just keep everybody on talking? Everybody in Jersey knows everybody except me. I was a flagger that wasn't friends with anybody. That's what we heard. That was the story. Yeah, yeah but we did sure. get to hear some kick-ass great adventure stories. What about yeah, Ultimate? See, I see Nash knows. I refer to it as Six Flags for the national, you know, broadcast. But truly, it's great adventure. It's great adventure. Thanks, Sweet. Thanks, hey, yeah. Steve. Did you ever know Joel? Did you run into Joel when you were working? Nope. Just saw Joel try to race the GNCCs on a Husky. When he was done motoing, I remember that. Dude, he was racing on a Suzuki and murdering people on a privateer Suzuki. And murdering then, people? Uh, Nash, murdering people, beating Rodney Smith and Barry, and Barry Hawk and those dudes? Dude, he was beating Hutch. Those guys are fast in that, in that genre. I'm not saying it's a national. Weege, did he ever beat Hatch and Smith? It was before my time, but Weech. I know he did get 10th in the series one year. 10th in the series, Weech. Nash. All right. They showed they showed up in Manahawkin and he he blew the doors off Hatchin and got a flat tire. Come on. Okay, Nash. Um, can we go? Whatever. Bye, Nash. <laughs> Cheers. He's so mad right now. Nash was so mad. Joel Dankler just. 
Crushed him. You crushed him with the Joel Dangler. Well, I, I gotta, we got to go. You got to go. Uh, yeah, I got to go. One last call. The Crier. What's up? Oh. I, I disguised my voice and shed a tear. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you serious? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. See you guys in a week or this weekend. Mosier, you've called the show three effing times tonight. No, no. He, he already times. put his kid to it's bed, More though. than that. You call- way more than that. I got hung up on like six times. When we were testing out the phones. Hey, well, and then Weech, did you get him a pass? He said, "Call in." Weech, did you get him a pass? Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, I got, I texted him and said, "You got to call in." Oh, even though I don't have his number. <laughs> oh, you have, you have my number. <laughs> All right. Well, so Washougal Free Press will be there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's better, actually better make it happen. It's the Washougal Camus Post Record, technically speaking. Oh man. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I get your press pass, but I can get you a pass that does the same. So does it really matter? No, well, as long as you can get me in the press tent, Weech, I'm a happy camper. Yeah, I think we made that happen. You oh. actually asked questions last year, so hey. <laughs> well, one question, and then they told me to sit down. <laughs> I, really wanted to, I really wanted to ask that question to Andrew Shore, too. Maybe I'll ask it this year. Yeah, I'm sure, okay, I'm sure he'll be in the press conference. The no oh. doubt of it. Hey, dude, fuck that's you. so funny. Oh. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, it's been that, a, was a, that was a low blow. It's dude. been a – hey, I'm a realist, man. Like Star Wars. I mean, I'm a realist. Don't crush his like super I, fan dreams. Yeah, thanks, Pookie. Like I said, it's my birthday. It's a good track for the 350. It's All the stars are going to line. I'm going to be – I'll be there to, you know, give my man duties, whatever, whatever shorty needs, boot cleaning. <laughs> all right, Moser. No. All right, Moser. <laughs> Just yeah. Uncle Jonathan's corn cob pipe. All right, hey Moser, thanks, bud. I think that's a good way to end the show. Thanks, right, guys. Yeah, it is. Let's do it. Uh, all right, hey Wygant, thank you for uh, coming on. I know I, I just wanted to clarify that X Games thing because I was really sure that I was right, and Kenny made me look like an idiot, and I kind of blame you. So, <laughs> Well, if you thought you were an idiot, you were right. So you're right about that at least. Hey, I'll see you tomorrow morning, bright and early. Talk about uh, Millville. Uh, great. See you guys. Bye. Thanks. Bye, Weeks. Jason Wigan on the phone uh, making sure that, uh, yeah, I was wrong about the uh, X Games. Watson's gone? Or is he downstairs slapping yeah. your ass still? <laughs> <laughs> what's up with that no he's gone okay all right how is your rock form iphone 4 case strong very strong you like it yes okay all right thank you <laughs> way to advertise i, I kind of wanted you to keep going i and kept talk. trying to twitter earlier but something happened with twitter and twitter was down earlier it was, it, down. Was, uh, it was yeah it was pretty bad oh my I god you're you panicking probably you <laughs> i'm doing a radio show bro uh all right, everybody. Hey, thanks for listening this week. Uh, uh, appreciate it. Thanks to Kenny Watson, my long-gone host, who's not going to be here next week. Tits, you're not here next week? That's correct. You're going to work the phones, Poogie? I'm always here, so you can always count on me to be here. Yeah. I don't know about that guy. And will you fall for Sinjin's dirty trick? I'm sure it Definitely was really not. I'm sure it was really bad. I did run up when I heard the crier was on the phone. That's why I came up, and then it was Moser. Yeah. I thought did, you know, did he say it was a car? No, he, uh, he told it was me. He told, he, he, okay. That'd go with it. That was a good one. Uh, thank you, BTOsports.com, X-Brand Goggles, JGRMX, FMF Racing, AGV Helmets, Worst Connection, Vivint Home Automation. How's those cameras doing, babe? Uh, good. You're uh, looking good on them, babe. How's the rape code? <laughs> I still, don't know. Yeah. I'm still waiting to learn how to work it. Thank God you don't haven't used that yet. 
Fly Racing, <laughs> and Kicker. Thank you all. Tech One Designs, also thank you, for everybody, for coming on the show. Next week, we will have a new co-host, a new person working the phones, and we will talk about Washougal, and then I'm off to Europe the next weekend, so there will be no show that following Monday. I will be in Lommel. I get in at 5.30. Maybe I'll rush home and we'll do a show. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, thanks, everybody, for listening, and we will see you next week. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho. I just wanted you to know that, if you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.